that it's strange So strange You got to pick up every stitch You got to pick up every stitch Must be the season of the witch Must be the season of the witch, yeah Must be the season of the witch Love is kinda crazy with a spooky little girl like you So Oh! Who said I see walking in these woods? Creaking the two sons quake. Happy haunts materialize. And begin to vocalize. Grim brain ghosts about to socialize. That old black magic has me in its spell. There it's witchcraft. Cause it's witchcraft. Wicked witchcraft. By the dim candlelight, I saw the strangest sight. There was Frankenstein and Dracula and Wolfman too. Dancing with some zombies, what a ghastly crew. Welcome to episode 74 of the Midnight Triple Feature Podcast. You can find us on the web at MidnightTripleFeature.com, on Facebook and Instagram at Midnight Triple Feature or MT Feature. You can subscribe to our channel through iTunes, Stitcher Smart Radio, and YouTube, anywhere podcasts can be found. For today's episode, we are discussing the 2019 reboot of Creepshow, the series that has premiered on Shudder. This podcast will contain spoilers. Enjoy. And now, our feature presentation. All right, what is up, everyone? This is Mike here. It's the Midnight Triple Feature Podcast. That is Adam, you heard in the beginning. Hello. And we're coming up on Halloween. We are. Very soon. Our Halloween, annual Halloween episode. Yeah, so this is actually, well, this is, for us, this is the weekend before Halloween. Mm -hmm. So you done it. Yeah, it's the 25th. Mike's dressed as like a sexy nurse right now. Hey. I'm dressed as a rambunctious doctor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not supposed to tell people that. They can't see us. They wish they could now. I know, but this fucking costume's burning my nipples. (laughs) It's uncomfortable. 
But yeah, you know, it's like full. We got less than what's less than seven days, I guess. Well, Thursday's Halloween, so we're like exactly a week out from Halloween. Yeah. Um, you got anything exciting planned for the last weekend before Halloween? No, not really. No, um, no Halloweeny stuff. But you know, usually just on Halloween, you know, usually I, I just sit around watch movies and yeah, then uh, hand out candy. And in this neighborhood, so my old lady like posted something online. Uh, I guess on Facebook, you can like talk to your neighbors or something. Yeah. Um, what a thought. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, she was just asking people, you know, hey, uh, how is it on, you know, uh, 123 Gimmick Street over here? Yeah. And um, people were like, you get swamped. Yeah. You like, guys this are is the popular street. You never, you never you came here when you were a kid? I don't think so. I did. Yeah, we went over to the hood where we used to live. Sure. I mean, I lived up by the lake, so we always did the lake, but I had relatives that lived over in this area, so we would... Um, my parents would drive us over here after we finished up there, and it was, oh, this place is, like, not only is it a heavy trick-or-treating spot, it's also, like, heavy for toilet papering and all that kind of shit, so. I don't want to do that shit around here. <laughs> I mean, if they're going to do anything, they can just cut the tree down in the front. This this street, I can I know for a fact you guys get slammed. Yeah, I didn't come over here when I was a kid. We usually did, um, like, down by the school, that whole yeah. road, those little back roads, and then we'd go up to, you know. Up to where we used to live, because yep. then the parents would just literally park yeah. in the cul-de-sac. Everybody would walk, you know, all the adults. Like, I remember one time, like, my dad had yeah. a little, like, uh, like a little wagon, and he used to just collect beers. For, he had beer in it, but then you'd yep. collect beers from people and walk around, and everybody would drink. Up near the lake was good. The houses are far apart, but it was a good place to trick-or-treat, because um, you could, like, like, we used to, like, you know shaving cream and toilet paper and all that stuff so the nice thing about up there is it was really easy to run from the cops yeah you know what i mean so yeah. it was there because it was there was a lot of wooded area you could pretty easily just disappear in a backyard and then they couldn't catch you like there were a number of times where i i got i ran away from the cops and i never got caught but like i had friends who did the nice thing up there is like we knew the area we knew where all the sort of back roads and the dirt roads were like we had a cop chase us down a back dirt road once like flashes lights yelling at us and oh we used to get you know cops would run us out of everywhere up at the lake especially up in the abandoned house or or, you know on that side and uh oh all the time but um you just run and they can't there's nothing they can do they can't but this is prime candy spot yeah yeah, you guys like where i live right we we don't get nothing because like you know my street we don't have a we don't even have we don't have a sidewalk and this fucking road is like dark and cars are going like 100 miles an hour so we actually go yeah, nobody yeah. comes. So we go like no so we don't one of us doesn't even stay behind. We obviously our girls are still young. So uh we go down the street and there's like up on top there's like a whole series of like development developed houses up there. Um it's a fucking hike cuz you got to climb up mountains, but you get we get we get a ton of shit. So you are you decorating? Huh? You going to like put some decorations out? For no, you? it was funny cuz when we were going through the back room here when I was moving all the podcast equipment over to here. Yep. We were going through some boxes, and she's like, oh, Christmas stuff. I said, well, it ain't Christmas. I said, ain't putting that up. Mm. And then she opened up another box. She's like, oh, all the Halloween stuff. She's like, yeah. save this. So I put it over by the door, and Nothing by the time we were done, it got put back on top of the other boxes. <laughs> we got a ton of Halloween stuff. We have um, some ghosts hanging in a tree. We have a skeleton. We have some pumpkins. Yeah, I saw I saw your wife posted. Uh... We had a party. We had, like, a kid's Halloween party. So we had, like, a whole oh. bunch of shit. Oh, I didn't see the party stuff. We built, like, a fucking coffin. We built, uh, we had like a mad scientist lab. We had like beakers and like we had jars with like rats in them and shit. Oh, I could have got your ass. We had giant spider web. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we. Real, real. You know what, man? So we, 
Halloween is like my favorite holiday. Yeah, she so. posted a picture of like a homemade mummy. Yeah, we made a mummy. Oh, and, I and, saw and, your thing. Yeah, she and, didn't get it though. That's what I was figuring. <laughs> like, because it was like next to her, it was like life size. <laughs> So I was like, is that a prop or is that like a bucket of blood? She and, didn't get it. And then I figured she'd be like, Adam, what's this? Yeah, and, and I, I she didn't say anything to me until like the, the next day. I never saw the comment. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's saying that you murdered somebody, wrapped him up, and put him out as a prop. Yeah. She's like, oh, she's like, I figured that's what he meant. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah we, we, uh, we fucking, this is the first time we've gone all out like that, but it was, it's fun, you know? Yeah, no, I, and it sucks because, yeah, I mean, most people, we've talked about it before, so most people know, but. We kind of live out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Like, you know, Adam lives more in the city area, and I still live in the same town we did, and there's yep. not shit out here. Yeah. So this year, there is no spirit of Halloween. Like, you got to go all the way into the yeah. dirty. Did you see that they that they have Spooky Town? Did you see that? No, tell Spooky Town. <laughs> if you go down to, uh, like, you know, down, um, like, Avon area, right? Yeah. Canton Avon area. Say. Put this fucking, there's a storefront, like, over across from the shops there, like, the Canton shops. There's, like, a carpet store, like, Kaud Rugs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right next to it, or right there, like, right near it, there's this store that must have been empty, and there's, like, a fucking big printed sign stuck to the front that says, Spooky Town. (laughs) (laughs) Spooky Town Halloween Superstore. And then there's just, like, a flashing open sign on the window. Is there anything in there? I haven't been in, but you can see, like, in the window there's decorations. So I think it's, like, it's, like, the the low-budget version of Spirit Halloween. I might pop in there because, like, I love, I love Spirit Halloween. I haven't been in there, but, but. I'm really curious to actually check it out because I'm, like, I mean, that's what, you're right. Spirit, the thing with Spirit Halloween is, fucking the store that it's usually in, something went in there. So Yeah, I mean, but the, the place they were in Torrington still open. Like, they could have went back there. No, the Eblins went in there. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. So that that might have been part of it, is they just didn't have a space to go to. I'm sure they could have found somewhere. Yeah, there's a, I think there's another place in that same plaza. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, that, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. nothing in there. I bet they um probably weren't making enough money. But you're right. There's not... Uh... And I like... Because I just go in there, and I just... I'll buy a bunch of bullshit just to decorate the... Like, yeah. most of the... Once I get all this stuff down, because I just recently moved all the, the studio stuff... Um, I mean, a lot of that stuff's going to go back up and, you know, like all the Halloween shit and I just have it up all year, (laughs) you know, like it's awesome. But yeah, no, there's nothing. There's, um, the place in, is it Avon party, party city or party city, party city. They're doing a bunch of Halloween stuff because they know they're going to get the business. Cause well, I don't know, man, they got spooky town to compete with. Oh yeah. Spooky town. I'm telling you, it's, it's wouldn't it be there. awesome if they had a commercial and the and that Kaul guy was in the commercial, <laughs> the, the rug guy. Yeah, and they're doing specialty <laughs> Halloween rugs. Oh, man. Spooky town. I thought spooky it was hilarious because it's like the stupidest fucking name for a store is Spooky Town. But yeah, no. yeah, we didn't decorate the house at all. Uh, not like we that. didn't do anything inside, but we we do have stuff outside just because we had stuff for the party. I think. We'll continue to get more decorations over the years, so we'll continue to build it out. In the past, like, my wife, between my wife doing school and, like, working and then me working, like, we just didn't have time. And now, like, we have a little bit more time, so we can actually, like, go on the weekend and set shit up. And, you know, then you start to accumulate all the decorations. But I mean, I think the scariest thing about pretty much Halloween or all year long is just living in Connecticut. Well, sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's the scariest thing. Yeah, <laughs> just just living here. So you really don't have to decorate. You know? Yeah. Um. But, um. But yeah. 
I love this time of year. This is my favorite time of year. So did you want to do, what did you want to do first here? Because, you know, we got some news items or we got, we talk about what we've been watching. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Let's talk about what we've been watching right. and then we'll get into some new stuff. I'm just going right. to grab something quick. All right. I'll just start then. Uh, one thing that you and I both watched, and we actually haven't had an episode since we watched it, was um, we saw It Chapter 2. Yeah. Um, we saw that at the drive-in with scary stories to tell in the dark. So... Start with uh, I'll actually start with scary stories because um, actually yes, yeah, so, yeah so, you remember <laughs> yes you I remember? remember so quick story me and Adam are we take our families to the driving well not his family because his kids are young and they probably would have they could freaked out they could have done scary we realized after that like my older daughter could have done scary stories it was you know it was like that age but it it's just fucking it's the thing with it yeah. is it's it's not even so much that it's scary. It's just like there's shit in there that like I don't want to have to explain to my five-year-old. Yeah, know? so we're sitting there, and um, a couple other people met us there. Actually, we are going to take some shots of Jägermeister quick. Yeah. Ugh, man. So much better cold. Ugh, it hurts my teeth. <laughs> and so we're sitting there, and a movie comes on. It was Scary Stories Tell in the Dark, and it, like Adam said, and we're sitting there. <clears throat> like 15 minutes into the movie, I am completely confused on what the hell is happening. I have no idea what's going on. Yep. And I'm questioning Adam. I'm like, like, who are these people? Who are these people? What, what are they, year is what it? What year is it? Like, this timeline doesn't match up. I'm, I don't know why he's asking me questions. Like, yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, it's not yeah, that hard to understand. <laughs> you're looking at me like, dude, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> and then finally you're like, I'm just going to look it up. And uh, I was like, yeah, but who are these characters? Who are they supposed to be? And uh, you were like, dude, finally you realize what I was saying. You're like, this isn't it. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I'm like, all right, maybe I got to lay off the beer a little bit because I thought it was coming on first. I don't think you drank that much beer yet. I don't know, but I was completely confused (laughs) on what the fuck we were watching. So that whole movie, I I really, it's hard for me to comment because I was so confused for a while that I need to look back on it. I actually thought it was pretty good like it uh had some pretty cool like uh creature effects and stuff it was a little bit more hard-edged than i expected i didn't actually i thought that like a movie that was really geared towards a younger audience wouldn't wouldn't have too many um sort of over the top effects but like they had the the one story where like the girl gets the spider egg in her cheek um the thing with the head rolls down the chimney like that stuff's you know that's like pg-13 horror that you would have seen in the 80s yeah i i, I mean I thought it wasn't bad. It's like uh, had a nice kind of like throwback feel to it. The first part of the movie takes place in Halloween, which is kind of cool. It gets that like fall feeling. It, it, it had basically a similar plot to Goosebumps, which was kind of weird because Goosebumps is basically like they find these book and they open it and stuff comes out of the book. It's basically the same story, but I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool. I, I, I It was better than I expected. I didn't actually expect it to be that good. Like I went there to see it. And we're like, oh, well, this is playing too, so it's a good chance to just see it. But I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I can't say I disliked it. Yeah, I just I have to re I have to sit down and just rewatch it. Weird thing with that movie though is that they're not so. So it's out on digital right now. It came out on digital on Tuesday, right? So if you want to pay like twenty dollars for the digital copy, you can, or you can wait till after Halloween, November fifth, to buy it on DVD and Blu-ray. I why hate w- that, man. But yeah, why would they do that though? Like, don't you think that the like the best time for them to sell discs would be like 
right fucking now. Like the week before Halloween, yeah, you're gonna make it a digital only purchase, and you're not like put it out there, let people fucking rent it. Like they're gonna, don't you think they're gonna lose money? So no one's gonna rent this shit for Thanksgiving. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, like <laughs> yeah. what are they thinking? It makes no. I was gonna rent it for the girls to watch at home, and you can't fucking get it. You got. I'm not paying twenty bucks for the no, digital copy. No, I will never fucking pay full freight. For a digital copy of no, anything. I pay five dollars. All right, that's basically my max is basically five dollars. And we were actually having this conversation. I was talking to my buddy the other day because he's like, he wanted to watch something, and he was like, "Yeah, how do you uh, how do you find stuff online?" And I was like, "Oh, just do this, you know, telling them how to do it." And he's like, "All right, because this movie I want to watch isn't out yet, and they want like twenty eight bucks that's for insane. an extended version of it on Vudu." That don't forget, they can take away from you at any time. Yeah, so it's so like we're gonna get there. So um, he just recently got a Voodoo account. He was using uh, Apple. Oh, yeah. And apparently one day he went to go watch something, and a bunch of his purchases were gone. Yep. That and, happened to a lot of people on Apple. And then he realized, like, there's no music selection anymore. So, like, a lot of – I don't got know if iTunes shut down their they music. Got, they shut down iTunes. <clears throat> yeah. So they he, told their customers. They gave, like, warnings, apparently, and told people to back up their music because they were going to shut it all down. So he lost his entire music collection. Oh yeah, a lot of and he lost a bunch that. of movies. And yeah. he's been trying to contact them, and they just there's they don't care. There was like a time frame. They they said you gotta get your shit out of here, and if you don't, it's gone. Yeah. So you figure, imagine losing two hundred dollars worth of yeah, movies. That's shitty. That's crazy. So if I'm gonna pay full, I mean, I do. Um, most of the ones that I have on digital are ones that I purchased came with a little card. Yep. I think I've bought maybe a couple. But it was because they were like six ninety nine. Here's the they thing were with Vudu. I'm going to tell give you right now though. Right now is the time to go to Vudu and buy digital copies because in October everything's fucking four ninety nine. So like you can Yo, go on, yeah, like yeah. I've been buying up shit digitally because I'm like it's the same. To, it's basically like the cost to rent it, and I want to be able to just watch it. I can watch it on my phone, you know. Yeah, I can. Da- I can download you can it. Download to my, it. That's what I do. You know what I mean? So right now, like they have. I've just been like every week. I've just been checking their sales and buying four ninety nine titles because there's a lot of like older movies on there you can get for five bucks. Um, like they had all the It's Alive movies on there for five bucks. They got this movie called The Sentinel. Uh, they had some older movies on there, some like '40s horror movies. I'm not going to pay fifteen bucks for them, but for five bucks a pop, I'll buy them and just to have them because then I don't feel so bad if I double dip on a DVD. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, they usually do have a lot, of, and uh, I think I bought a bundle of something once. Yeah, I've I thought it might have been like Fast I've, and the Furious. I've or done something. some of the bundles too. It was like I don't know, like twenty dollars for like the first five or yeah, something. You yeah, you get like a whole shitload of movies for like I got. Yeah. I bought like the Masters of Horror thing on there. It was seven dollars. I got thirteen episodes. Like, or you could get the Mill Creek one, and you can get a hundred well, for that's, free. That's true. You could. <laughs> I mean, varying so, quality. But, yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, that was scary stories to tell in the dark. Um, it chapter two. I gotta say, like, I was kind of disappointed with it, Chapter 2. I thought it was good, but I didn't think... I Like, that first movie, it, it's nowhere near as good as that first movie is. No, not even close. And I thought that, like, uh, a couple things. The middle part felt really long. Like, the movie's three hours long, right? That's a long movie, for, like, a horror movie especially. But the middle part of the movie is them just kind of, like, walking around town, looking for stuff. And then the end... The end was kind of dumb, right? Am I how they yeah. how they killed Pennywise? Yeah, I didn't I didn't like that. I, I do think like um, uh, Bill Hader, he's so fucking good. He man. was good in that movie. He, he was really good. Yeah, I mean, it's like if he's not in that movie, I don't even know what we would think. He is 
he carries that movie on it. He like basically picks that fucking movie up, puts it on his back, and carries it for three hours. He's and so good. Was man. it me or was there not a lot of Pennywise? There's not a lot of Pennywise in it. It's a. It was a weird movie. It was not a lot of Pennywise in it. It was really long. Um, I'm sure somebody the, will correct me. And the thing is, too, like the kids. So here's what I think. Like in the first movie, right? The kids felt like like a bunch of friends, right? Like you saw them together. They felt like they were friends. Like they hung out. It, it kind of you could see yourself as like a kid, like how you would hang out with your friends, like how you would talk. You know, these guys feel like a bunch of actors, yeah, playing characters. That, like, they, they they in no way were related to, like, their, their child character version of themselves. And they barely seemed to even act like they, they were ever friends with these people to begin with. And I get, like, they were supposed to have forgotten everything. But it just, to me, they all felt like they were just doing their own performance. So, so, so damn, somebody will probably correct me, but, or maybe even you know. Um, now, did Pennywise make all of them successful? So... There's this thing in, like, the book. I read the book again. And it's, like, it's, yeah, so it's tied to that. It's, like, it's tied to Pennywise. And in the book, there's a turtle. Did you ever hear about the turtle? You probably never no. heard about the turtle. No. There's this giant turtle that lives in the space. When I, I, because I, I don't read. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm reading a text message now. I'm like, I never read. But, uh. <laughs> One time I downloaded the audiobook yeah. and it was like nine hours. It's forty hours. It's forty or hours. whatever. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck!" This. I listened to it at work because yeah. it's so long. Um, there's like a there's a turtle that lives in outer space, and the turtle um, like guides the kids and helps them defeat Pennywise. But my understanding is that the turtle helped make them successful after they left town, something like that. And the when old, they were kids, the turtle helped them. Yeah, yeah. But then the turtle is also there at the end. Apparently, in the end of the book, like the turtle helps them beat Pennywise. Is it like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? It's a giant turtle that lives in outer space. I, I'm telling you, that's the that happens huh. in the book. There's a space turtle. Because I was thinking like Pennywise made them all famous to keep them away. Wanted them to leave town. No, there's like something with, and then there's this thing. There's this whole thing with like the reason Mike isn't really successful is because he never left. Yeah. You know, so like Mike, Mike is just, he's a librarian. He doesn't really have like a, all these, everyone else is like a fucking millionaire. Yeah. You know, and they like, are in the, You got like a famous comedian. Well, uh, but they are in the, the book. Check. Uh, Beverly. Yeah. No. Uh, what was she in the movie? She's, or no, she's, she's a fashion. A rich guy. She's, no, but she's a fashion designer. Yeah. They, they drop it really quickly in the movie. In the book, they spend a lot more time on it, but she becomes a fashion designer. Ben's yeah, an architect. With that rich guy, and the rich guy's like abusing her or whatever. Right. Ben's an architect. Bill's a screenwriter and novelist. Eddie. So Eddie in the book. You can put the cable on top. So Eddie in the book drives famous people around. He's like a chauffeur. I don't remember what Eddie was though in this. It's the other cable. I don't know what cable that one? is. Oh, this thing. Oh, there we go. Eddie. I don't remember what he was in the movie, but in the book. So yeah, like they all, they all basically become rich and famous except for Mike. That's the way it works in the book. That's how it worked in the movie. I mean, I li- I liked it. I was just like, I liked it, but that first one was it's just so the, good. Yeah, the first know? one was really good. So. Uh, I just feel like the second one was kind of like I guess it's probably the same complaint that other people have with Godzilla that I don't have is there's not enough Godzilla. I just like there's not I agree. enough Pennywise. No, I actually agree with you. There's yeah. not enough Pennywise in it, and it feels really disjointed. There's something about like, it. Like when you watch it or you watch a movie based off a character. 
You want to see that character. Yeah, in the first movie, he's all over the place. He's, he's everywhere. In the, he's everywhere in that movie. And I don't think it was as creepy as the first it one. It wasn't. It wasn't. At all. It absolutely was not. They. It's It's not as... I see a lot of people that like it, but I just thought it was like, eh, it was fine. Like Bill Hader, if yeah. he wasn't in it, I probably would have hated it, honestly. Yeah, no, he's good in it. He's funny. He's real fucking yeah, good. He's man. real funny. Um, I watched uh, the new Child's Play movie. Have you seen it yet? Oh, the Buddy Doll. Yeah. No, I it? haven't. Anyway, is it on demand? No, I rented it through Redbox. It was a dollar fifty. Oh, uh, we don't have a Redbox around here. In fucking Stop and Shop, they should have one. That's where I got mine. I don't think so. They used oh, to. Oh, is there one down CBS? Maybe. Yeah, there's definitely one outside oh, CBS. Maybe yeah. I'll go there. You go, man. Like that's where I rent all my shit because it's a dollar fifty. I get they they get all the shit in there. It takes a few weeks, but once it's in there, it's like I'm not gonna. I don't even want to pay five dollars for Child's Play, but I'll pay a dollar fifty for it. Yeah. Um, it's not bad, man. No, it's not bad. Crazy Robot Chucky. It's not bad, right? So like, <laughs> well, uh, so riddle t- riddle me this. Does it have to be if it was not called Child's Play? If it was called something else, if, was... if it was not called Child's Play, people would probably think it was some kind of like modern, fucking like. So it needs to be called Child's Play for it to work. No, I think people would actually think it was a great movie if it weren't called Child's Play. Okay, I think the fact that it's called Child's Play hurt it, right? Because people are yeah. like, oh, this isn't Child's Play, but it's it's it wouldn't be like a great like oh it's a horror classic. It's not scary, but it's. It's fun, and you know what, man? It's fucking funny. Like, it's really fucking funny. Like, Chucky, <laughs> Chucky basically is, um, so he's he's a doll, like, he's an AI, right? So he's like, a, he's basically like a fucking Google Home or whatever, like an Alexa, yeah, right? Yeah. And he can, he can connect to everything, but when Andy first gets him, he's kind of broken, so he can't actually connect to anything in the house. So he's just like a doll that has AI that's like broken, but this guy at the factory basically turned off his his uh, inhibition so he could learn anything now. So he basically they had all these things like he can't learn how to swear, he can't hurt people, and this guy gets fired from his job and he's like, fuck this place, and he switches it off. And he sends the doll out. So Annie ends up with a doll. And basically like the fucking doll. Wait, so every doll has AI in it? Yeah, all of them do, right? Except this one is the only one he changed. Yeah, because it was like the, his last. So he gets fired, right? And he's sitting there with the doll, and they fire him. Oh, okay. And then he's like, "Fuck this!" and switches the doll, and then he's then he leaves his job, right? So it's like the, right before he walks out the door. And um, dude, it, it's kind of funny. Like first, he's he he basically just want he does everything he does because he just wants to be Andy's best friend. And, like, one point, Andy and his friends are watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2, right? And they're watching Leatherface, like, cut, cut somebody up and Chop Top cut, chop top cut somebody up. And Chucky's watching them, and they're all laughing. So he goes to the kitchen, and he gets a knife, and he comes in the living room, and he's like, ah, and he's, like, he's, like try, he's, like, trying to kill the friend with a knife. And they're like, what are you doing? He's like, well, I thought that would make you happy. Like, you guys are laughing. It's uh, funny. That's good, though. Isn't it, yeah, though? Yeah, like, that's really good. And, like, at one point, like, the cat, like, he has a cat, and the cat's a dick. Like, it scratches Andy. And he's like, oh, fucking wish that cat would. So, so Chucky's like, oh, and he, like, grabs the fucking cat and starts strangling it. And he's like, no, you can't, you can't do that. And he's like, well, why? I thought that would make you happy. Like, I'm your best friend. That's We're, a good concept. It is. Yeah, and that's it's good. And it, then the kids start teaching him crazy shit. Like, they're outside at one point in a parking lot, and they're like, um, they start making Tupac jokes. So they're like, uh, oh, what is it? I can't remember what it is, but it's like, basically, they're like, 
They're like, all right, take the knife, stab it, and say, this is for Tupac. So then he's like, this is for Tupac, right? And he just stabs it. So then later when he kills somebody, he's like, this is for Tupac. And he fucking kills the dude. <laughs> That's good. The shit's kind That's of good. funny. Like, it's not like some, it's not like some amazing movie, right? But because it's called Child's Play, it puts that little bit of a stain on it. It's funny, man. Like, I was surprised. The end is kind of like, eh, like the last 15, 20 minutes. Kind of like, oh, I don't know. But the first, like, hour of this thing, I was totally into it. It's funny. Dude, I don't think I've ever actually rented anything from Redbox. Oh, really? I rent shit all the time from Redbox. Oh. I mean, it's I like, I ever have. it's a dollar. I used to rip shit off. I'd take the DVDs and I would rip them. And put them on my fucking external drive. That's what I kind of liked about Netflix. That's what I used to do with Netflix. I found, oh my God, I just found it when I was moving boxes. I have an entire spindle of, you know, like the spindle you get of blank DVDs. The entire thing filled all the way to the top with shit that I ripped from Netflix and never watched. (laughs) You can't do that anymore, right? Didn't they put all kinds of blocks in? Oh, no, I, I have ways of breaking copyright. Yeah, I can break copyright. I just, now it's almost like too much work. I, I mean, government, I never break copyright. Um... But yeah, no, copyright's easy to break. Disney is super hard, though. Disney makes it real. I remember Disney's with the Disney DVDs, like if you get, and they've gotten even harder. Like this was years ago. You'd get the Disney yeah. DVD, and what they would do is when you'd rip it, you'd, you'd basically end up with like 150 different files in there because they would try to mask it. So you'd have yeah. all these different, and you'd have to find the right one in like the 150 titles to get the correct version. So they were fucking sneaky. And even after, a lot of times, even after I broke a Disney movie, it would be fucked. Like, you would get, yeah, like, every 10 seconds, it would jump or roll. Tricky, man. They, yeah. yeah they knew tricky. what the fuck they were doing. Let me see. Um, um, <clears throat> I got a couple more things. And I'll be, um, it, there's this movie, The Furies, on Shudder. Did you see that? It's on there? Fury. They called The Furies. They added it back in September, maybe. Um, it wasn't bad. It's, like, about this. So there's, like, this woman and her friend. They get abducted in the middle of the night. And they wake up in this forest, and they're all in these big boxes. And they get it, when they come out of the boxes, they're being hunted by these guys in like various like slasher movie masks. And they all have different weapons, so they have like a chainsaw or a machete or an axe. Oh, I didn't. Want, I, and they're I like hunting all these people in the woods. And then the perimeter of this entire place is like has these sensors, and they've installed like these things in their head. So if you go past a sensor, you know your head will explode or whatever. Suicide Squad. Yeah, basically, um, but a lot, but but a lot more violent. And then there's like a whole twist about the the guys that are there and the girls that are there. And um, it wasn't bad. It was kind of interesting. It's it's like low. It's lower budget, but kind of an interesting concept. Uh, especially like the twist. I actually thought it was kind of a cool twist. I don't want to give it away, but um, I would say it's worth checking out. It's pretty short too. I think it was like an hour and twenty minutes or something. And it was like one of their Shutter like exclusives or originals. Dude, or they've been killing of, it, man. Out of Australia, yeah. You know they just added like last, last night maybe this movie called Haunt. I you saw see? that on there. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of people have been talking about that. I want to see it, so, and I'm I'm happy they got that. I'm every just, every couple of days, I'll just. Uh, I mean, I usually watch, they've been adding. I so watch much Shutter stuff. almost every day. Yeah, I watch but, it a lot. Yeah. Um, every other day or something, I'll go in and I'll just go through the new, you know, newly added. And there's so much new Constantly. shit in there all yeah. the time. And they're adding all kinds of like exclusives. They're going to be ha- they're going to have Nightmare Cinema on there, which is um, the new anthology movie from Mick Garris and Joe Dante. That looks like it could be really good. Yeah. Like they're just getting there's a um, there's an Asian movie on there. I want to watch right now. The, the one they added recently? Yeah. Yeah, I saw it on there. I can't remember the name. Um, 
I was like, I don't mind subtitles. So I don't think it's the wrong way, but <laughs> like, I don't mind subtitles. Okay. But I was like, oh, that looks really good. And then I put it on, and it was subtitled. And I was like, I'm really not in the mood not to read mood right now. It. Yeah, you got to be in the mood. For yeah, it. you like, I really got to pay attention to it, and I just wasn't in the mood to do that. So, um, but it looks d- decent. I forget the name of it now. But I watched uh, Hell House three. Have you seen any of those Hell House movies? I saw the first. I like the first. There's one. There's three of them. There's three of them, right? Isn't that fucking crazy? I know. There's. I saw the first one. So I like the first one. I actually, I've seen the first one a couple times. Yeah. I actually think it's like a pretty. Yeah, it's decent. It's a pretty fun, yeah. like haunted house, found yeah. footage movie. Part two, I think, was was um, produced by Shutter. Not great, not great. Hmm. Part three, also produced by Shutter, better than part two. Are they on Shutter? Yeah, all three of them. Oh, are. yeah. Hmm. Part three is basically like it's more of the same. So it's like people go into the house, they build a haunted house, um, and obviously there's like a haunting going on, and they they try to like explain. It gets really old. Comp- for a movie franchise about a haunted hotel, it gets really fucking convoluted because what happens is they have to explain why the people never leave the hotel. I hate when movies got to explain shit to you. You know what I mean? So in the first movie, the first movie you get it. Like they're um they're making a haunted house, they need to make money, you know, like they're desperate to make money and not all of them believe that there's anything going on. So you can kind of you can kind of believe that. The second movie the the crew actually gets trapped inside of the house and they can't get out. So like they have to explain like, Oh, well it's the ghosts that are keeping them there, you know? And in part three, it's like, well, why would you go back? And then there's like this whole twist at the end. It's kind of dumb, kind of like interesting, but better than the second one. Not as good as the first one. Um, I'd say it's worth checking out all three just out of curiosity. I do think the first yeah, one, I didn't know there was three. I, was I like... think the first one's a pretty strong, like there's some actual good, like scares in that movie like they use the clown really well there's like a clown doll in it that's used really well there's like a ghost girl in it that i think is really effective and the ending is actually kind of cool like i don't give it away but and then the last thing is i've been watching all the saw movies i'm up to part seven you know like you know what's funny about those movies is i i thought okay i knew i've seen seen the first four well here's the thing right i knew i had seen one i knew i had seen two and i knew i had seen three and I was like, oh, I've only seen the first three, right? So I'm like, okay, i definitely seen all. And then I get to part four, and I'm like, I fucking saw this in the theater, right? Like, holy shit, I saw this in the theater. Get well, part- four is where the girl comes in, right? No, that was like fucking part two. Amanda? Oh, She's was that part, part two? two. Yeah, it's kind of like Star Wars. It all blends together for <laughs> me. Gets, you talk about convoluted. Yeah, yeah really. Right? <laughs> so part four, I'm like, oh, shit, I saw this in, I saw this in a fucking theater. Part five, I hadn't seen this. I fucking saw this in the theater. I'm like, holy shit! I I I, I know for a fact I did. I'm like, all right, that's the last. I get to part six. I fucking saw this in a theater. Like, what the f- part seven is the one? I, the only one I didn't fucking see in a theater. Like, I completely forgot. That's how like unmemorable they were. That like I completely forgot I had even seen them. Isn't there one with Doctor Phil? Which one's that? Maybe I don't know. I yeah, is there like Doctor Phil yet? Isn't isn't so the first one... Dr. Phil's in a Saw movie. First one... <laughs> I'm going to look this up. He cuts his leg off. What are you fucking talking telling about? telling you. <laughs> you just watched him. You should know. I'm not done yet. <laughs> oh. I'm on part seven. I still have another one. There's eight of them. I'm going to finish them this weekend. Right. Is it Dr. Phil, the bald guy with the mustache? I don't remember. There definitely I'm was no... I'm going to Google this shit. There was no scene with Dr. Phil in this leg I'm fucking off. Googling it. All right, so here's here's the breakdown. Part one holds up. Part one's actually still pretty good. 
It's too bad that there were more movies because part one um, stands well on its own. Part two is pretty fucking bad. Oh, my bad. Yeah, if Dr. Phil's not. <laughs> no, he was. He was in Scary Movie 4. All right, that's right. <laughs> under a Saw parody. Okay, see, that's. <laughs> I just remember him being in a basement, cutting his leg off. <laughs> just thought it was the same. All right. <laughs> Part one holds up. It's part one is a is a is a good movie. Fuck <laughs> you, mix that. Okay? Up. Part one's a good movie. Part two, part two is pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Part three gets better, right? Part three gets better. Um, it's, but part three is where it starts to get convoluted, because part three is like, okay, we have to start to tie all this shit together. Because how do we explain that Jigsaw has been able to plan out all this fucking shit, right? Like. Everything's connected now, so how did he get the guys in the room in the first one, build a house in the second one, and put all these people in it? Part three, he puts this other guy in a room and then gets his fucking... All these people that were connected to him. Then you get to part four, it gets even worse, because now there's, like, detectives involved. And then it gets more and more convoluted. So part four was, like, worse than, than three. It probably goes, like, one, three so far. Five is, like, uh Six is it's, it's kind of fun, actually. Like one, three, six, five, four, two, maybe right now is the order. But they get so fucking convoluted and half the movie is showing you flashbacks to the other movies. Oh, I hate that. Because they have to explain everything. They're like, Okay, well, if you didn't just watch part five like I did, we have to explain to the audience what's fuck's going on because all this shit happened over the last five movies. We have to explain why it's all tied together. So this detective was in part five, four, and three, and he was helping Jigsaw through those movies. Amanda was in parts two and three, and now she's back in part fucking seven or whatever, or six, and we need to explain how she's connected to all this. We need to explain how Jigsaw was able to build traps fucking years into the future, because he was... How the fuck is that even possible? It just becomes half the movie is flashbacks, and half the movie is like people going through traps, which you go to the fucking movie to watch the traps, right? Like, I want to see... Some fucking idiot hanging from the ceiling with a bad acid over his head. Like, that's what I want to see. I don't want to see flashbacks to the movie I just watched. It's not, like, granted, they didn't probably expect me to be watching all fucking eight movies in a row, but I am. So, <laughs> so you know what I mean? So, I need to sit here and watch those movies again and again and again through flashbacks. To me, it's like, it's just poor storytelling, because they feel this need to connect everything. When all they had to fucking do was be like, all right. Part four, Jigsaw's dead. This dude is Jigsaw now. Done. This dude's Jigsaw now. All right, fine. He's fucking Jigsaw. It's like fucking part five, Friday the 13th. Yeah. That dude's Jason now. Fuck, who cares? Do the traps. Do an hour and a half of people trapped in a room and fucking kill them off. They're a bunch of assholes, whatever. You spent half your movie showing me how fucking stupid these... Here's the other thing, right? <laughs> this is the has to be the worst police department in any horror movie franchise ever. By part seven... Every single detective in the series, with the exception of one dude, is dead. All of them are dead. <laughs> All of Like, I'm not fucking kidding. They killed Danny Glover, right? They killed Donnie Wahlberg. They killed this other dude named Strom. They killed his partner. They killed their boss. They, the entire fucking police force has been murdered by Jigsaw. The only detective last, left is the accomplice to Jigsaw. He's the only one that made it. Was the guy that helped him kill all the other people? And could you imagine if your police, if your local police department was entirely wiped out over the course of five years by one guy? 
Yeah, and that one like, guy fuck. that's still standing, wouldn't you be like, hey, I got to talk to you for a minute? Yeah. Like, eventually, right? you would figure Don't it out. You, they do. Yeah. That's the thing is they do, and they're all in a room with him, and they're like, like, here's the thing. You know it's him, right? You know it's fucking him. They're down in this room. They're doing, like, a voice to scramble on, you know, like a, I want to play a game. That thing, you know? Oh, yeah. And they're like, we're going to find out who this is. And, and they're, like, the woman's, like, questioning him, like, so, it's kind of odd that you, you know, like, and I'm like, you fucking know it's him. Just arrest him now. And then it plays over the fucking tape, and it's his voice. He fucking murders all three of them. Three fucking police officers, two of them who are head detectives, catches, lights one of them on fire, shoots another one in the neck, and just fucking walks out of there. I'm like, this is fucking insane. It's so, it's so stupid. You, you know, like, because they feel like they have to explain yeah. how all this stuff is possible. I never even got that far into They just those. forgot that it's a horror movie about a dude who puts people in weird traps and murders them for 90 minutes. That's all it is. Weren't there like, spinoffs? Like The Collector or The Bone Collector or some shit I don't like think that? The Collector was a spinoff, but it's similar in concept. But they did make the Jigsaw movie, which I haven't seen, and that's the last one, which I think, I don't know if that was an attempted reboot or if it was like an actual part eight. Like, I know nothing about it, but I don't think it did all that well. That one. And now I'm just waiting for them to fucking reboot the whole thing. Like, it's only a matter of time, right? Before you yeah. get, like, Saw Reborn or something. Dude, Hollywood's running out of shit anyway. Yeah. They're going to bring it back. They're bringing back Punky Brewster. They're bring, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, Brewster. Yeah. They're bringing back just dumb shit. That's we like don't the need. one thing you go to. <laughs> fucking Punky Brewster. Yeah, like. Punky Brewster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. it's so sacred. <laughs> yeah. Don't bring back Punky Brewster. Let Punky Brewster be Punky Brewster. They'll bring back Small Wonder soon. Oh, my God. You want to bring something back? Bring like Little House on the Prairie, the Waltons, some. That's too wholesome, man. They can't bring that back no more. No. Anyway, no. a modern version of the Waltons. That's what... Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, that's what I got. I've been suffering my way through Saw movies. I'm almost done with them. I did that with the Fast and Furious not too long ago. I think the Fast and Furious is probably worse, honestly. At least Saw has like like in in Fast and Furious, you don't get to see Paul Walker super glued to a to a seat. And see him pull his own back off while he tries to stop a car from speeding through a garage door. It would have been better if he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So Saw's probably better than Fast and Furious. Uh, let's see here. What have I done? Master of the Flying Guillotine. I mean, I'm not talking about that, but if you like Kung Fu movies. I think I've seen that Or one. you don't. Fly, Master of the Flying Guillotine is good. One. I watched it actually twice. Chopping mm-hmm. Mall. Classic. Let's see. War Gods of the Deep. I think I've seen this. Yeah. All right. So this is... Come on. Why is my phone fucking up? So it's like... uh, It's like this... What year was this? 1965. 1965. Oh, I might not have seen it then. I might... The thing I saw was newer. So it's like uh, these people are in a house. Like the story's kind of weird. Like the way it all goes down. But it's actually that kind of shitty movie that I like. Like all these... People are in a house, and this one dude's carrying a chicken the whole time. He's got a chicken okay. in a cage. All right. And this chick goes missing, so they're looking for the girl. All and right. then the guy with the chicken's just a bumbling idiot. He's like, the other guy's like, there's got to be a door, like a trick door. There's got to be something here. And okay. he's pulling books, and they're falling off the shelf, and he's he's All doing right. different stuff. And then the other dude just walks over, and he's like, what about this? And he pulls it, like, as if he knew, like... Opens right. it, door opens up. I mean, you know how these are. They're very, yeah. you know, like these older 60s movies. Mm-hmm. Um, they did it in Monster Squad. They wind up going down a chute mm-hmm. all the way down to this underworld where these 
people live. Okay. Right? And this guy's like, oh, we've been down here for like 200 years or something. They're like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Apparently when you're in this area, you don't age. Yeah, okay, sure. So you, those guys have been done it forever. But they have to satisfy the gods, which are like these weird creatures that come out of the water and then go up to Earth. Okay. And then kidnap people, eat people, and then come back down. All right. So every once in a while they have to have a human to sacrifice for these oh. um and it's awesome because it's like, you know, it's just 1965. So they're inside of this area, and there's a glass thing that they can see out into the ocean. And they're like, look at they're fighting right now. And it's literally just two dudes with a helmet and, like, this really bad suit just kind of pawing at each other, holding their breath the it's best awesome. they can. Uh, it's that type of movie. Really enjoyable, actually. I really did like it. Um, probably wouldn't watch it again for a while. I just like the dude with the chicken. Because he just so he's fucking weird. Yeah, I don't know why he's got the chicken. And right. apparently, random humans come down because at one point he's got a pen, and he's like, "Hey, you got a pen? You've been down here for two hundred years." He's like, "Yes, this man brought it to me, and you use it to write." He's like, "I know what a fucking pen is." Like, <laughs> and then he's like, "You brought us a chicken," and he's like, "No, this is my chicken." And the entire movie, he's just trying to protect the chicken. Why is he trying to protect the chicken though? Because it's his. It's like his chicken. So he's got a chicken in a cage. Okay. Um, and he doesn't want anybody to eat it. So he oh, just, okay. just right. carries it around with him the whole movie. Right. Um, yeah, I would check that out. It's called War Gods of the <laughs> Deep, 1965. I watched Phantasm Ravenger. Had you seen that before? No. Oh, man. I've seen it twice now. Yeah. I watched it with Joe Bob. I watched it once without Joe Bob and once with Joe Bob. So I watched this. Uh, you didn't with... watch it with Joe Bob. I did not watch it you with Joe Bob. You should have watched it with Joe Bob. Um, I saw it was on there, and then when I went and watched it, I just it was on uh, Shudder by itself. Yeah, so it's I, on there by itself, but it's better yeah. with Joe Bob. So I just watched it, and then I was like, the whole time I'm watching it, I'm thinking, Where the f- I should have watched this with Joe Bob. You should have watched yeah. it. Trust me. <laughs> this movie is bad. It, I told, didn't I tell you? I definitely talked about it. For some here. reason, I gave it two and a half stars. That's generous. Let me see what I gave Why it. did I give it two and a half? No, I should have given it to that. You know what? I'm going to see what I gave it. I think cause... my fat fingers clicked something, because that movie was not good, man. Okay, I'm going to look. It's just it's... A, it's a dude. Okay. Go ahead, sir. The dude is just like... Walking down the fucking street, then he winds up in a chick's house, and then his friends, and it's like, what? What is happening? And why is this shot so poorly? My, and then it looks like I don't know if that's about the time he died, but some of those shots. I gave it two. So, oh yeah, I mean, we're not that far off from each other, honestly. Maybe I accidentally slid over halfway, but <laughs> we're um, we're in the same ballpark. Yeah, there. no, it, it's bad. My, and I, if you go back, I talk about this. It's, I mean, it had to have been a while ago now that I talked about it. The biggest problem I had with the with Phantasm Ravager is the fact that they make this guy Reggie, who's been like our hero, right, for three movies. He wasn't really the hero in the first one, a little bit, but in part two, part three, and part four, yeah, Reggie's the hero of these movies. He is the guy that like we get behind. He's like the Ash, right? He's like the Ash yep. of the fan. And then what they do in part five is they put him in a bed and they say, "Hey, you like this guy? Remember him?" Nah, he's just fucking old and he's dying. Here, you can watch him die now and then go off into fucking dementia land. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, in what world was it ever a good idea to make a movie where you take your hero, give him dementia, and then, like, have him die in a bed? Like, it makes no fucking sense. Half the movie takes place in that fucking old folks' home. (laughs) Questioning whether or not he's sane. The whole time I'm watching this, all right. First of all, we won't even talk about how shitty the balls are. It's and those are bad. Any money, man. I know. Okay. Like, um, I can do a better job than that 
and I am not mm-hmm. a video editor. Like those things looked bad. Yeah. And um I agree. I was trying to figure out is the tall man fucking with us or is it cuz he's got dementia it's fucking with us. So here's what I, I couldn't I, figure out what right. what reality was the right reality and I just struggled with it the whole time. I couldn't figure out if he actually had dementia or if he was just moving between two realities at the same time, right? Yeah. That's and, like, part of me thinks, like, oh, it must be two realities because the ending makes you think, like, oh, now he's moved into this other dimension and that's where he is. But, like, it's – it's the whole thing's a mess. And, like, then there's a midget running around. Like, yeah, what the <laughs> – I mean, no offense yeah. to little people. Yeah. But, like, oh, there's a fucking God. midget running around for no reason and then he blows himself up with the tall man. Yeah. Like, you can't kill the fucking tall man by blowing him up. Like, it's – we already know that. Um <clears throat> The entire thing is just really frustrating. There's moments in it that are good, but then here's the thing. is Years before that, there was a script out there, right? There was a guy that wrote a script, and they tried to get it made, and the concept was that the fucking tall man has basically devastated the United States from coast to coast. So, like, everything in between the East Coast and the West Coast is like a dead land, right? He has just devastated it. He's killed everybody. He's turned everybody into slaves, into little slaves, and it was going to take place in that future reality where where he has basically turned the United States into an apocalyptic wasteland of death. And it was going to be like, you know, Reggie, I'm assuming, was in it. And they were going to be basically battling the tall man and his minions in a post-apocalyptic world. Which would have been way better. Which would have been way better. And there's a little bit of that in this movie, which makes you think, like, oh, that's probably what they wanted to do. But they just didn't have the money. They didn't have the script. They didn't have any of it. So they couldn't pull it off. That's the movie we should have gotten. Like, we should have gotten the movie that takes place well after all the events of the first yeah. few. And the tall man has won, basically. He's there's, taken over the world. There's a part of this movie where he goes over to the uh, to the pillars, you know. Yeah, because the... he, well, he does it in every movie. So. so he goes in and he puts his... And then all of a sudden it flashes back to him sitting there talking to Mike. I know. I'm telling you. It's, and I'm like, it's a mess. I'm like, what the... Wait. Shouldn't he... Wait. What the fuck just happened? The movie, it's a mess. I and think then, it's a mess. And then it's him, like, with dementia and shit, and he's like, no, no, no. And then it goes back to the other dimension. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, wait a minute. Did he go into the other dimension when he touched the pole? Did he go, is his head? I couldn't figure it out. I could not figure out what was happening. No. Couldn't figure it out. No. I mean, it's, a really, <laughs> it's a really disappointing movie, because yeah. part four is super low budget, right? But... First of all, let's remember, part five was not directed by Don Coscarelli. He didn't direct it. He was on it. Like, he produced it. He was obviously there. He didn't direct it, and I think that's part of the problem, is part four is really low budget, but part four works. Like, for some reason, part four mostly takes place in the desert. Um, It's basically just Reggie and Mike and Jody, but something about that movie works really well. And I think it's because Coscarelli directed it. Like, the guy's just a better director than whoever they put on this thing this guy started it as a fan film like he started it as like looks a, like a fan film he started as like i a, almost said that about like the parts when he's walking through the desert yeah. I'm like this looks like a fan i film. think it was well i know it was it's i don't know which parts were but basically what this guy was making a fan film and it kept getting longer so then eventually coscarelli was like okay well we've already made like 20 30 minutes whatever it is let's just finish it so that's that's how it happened it was like well we've already got like half a movie so why don't we just finish it Finish the script out, get the money, and we'll just get it done. And they made it. So it was never it was never like a oh, we're gonna write a script, produce a feature length film, we're gonna get financing, get it done. That didn't happen with this movie. It was a guy who was a fan of the series, which is great, trying to make, you know, his homage to this thing, and it yeah. ended up turning into this weird thing with 
And then at the end, like, I think it's, okay, fine. Like, Rocky shows up, who's from Phantasm 3. It's kind of it's kind of fun. Like, they have characters that jump in from other movies. But then again, there's, like, this little midget running around who was like, you're so, I think you're supposed to like him, but he's kind of fucking annoying. And he's a dick. Like, he's a dickhead to Reggie for no reason. And I don't know, man. I think Joe Bob liked it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'll, I, I, I would go back to watch it with Joe Bob, but I don't want to watch the thing again. That's the thing. Yeah, that's the last it's time rough. I'll ever watch it's it. It's bad. Yeah. Uh, I watched a movie from 1971 called uh, Hands of the Ripper. You know, that's been on my radar for a while because it could be on like, Blu-ray or DVD. It's from pretty St- decent. Is it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's basically like, uh, I mean, Jack the Ripper's dead. And this girl's like, I forget what they say. I just watched it a little while ago, a couple days ago. Where did you watch it, by the way? I think it's on Shudder. I think it, yeah. I think it's, it's on Shudder. It's on some streaming, because I saw it, and I almost watched it. And um, she's like his daughter. And, like, after he dies or something, she's a child. Yeah, yeah. So he comes in, and he knows the cops are going to get him. So yep. he's like, listen, you're going to have to go live with your aunt or whatever. And then her aunt turns her into, a, like, a whore. And like pay like people can pay to go like bang her. her out or whatever. Yeah, and then um, she winds up being taken from there, and then just takes the role of Jack the Ripper. Huh. It's pretty decent. It's actually really good. I've uh, heard it's actually kind of a good movie. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely check it out. I think Agfa put it out. The American Genre Film Archive. I think they might have. Put I, it. I actually Somebody... think they did. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I actually think this was like, Jesus Christ, Shudder should pay us. Uh, I watched this on Shudder, too. Shudder's the way. like the best fucking service. I know. <laughs> it's like the only like, thing I've been I watched. seen it for years. Like, um, if you're not on there, I don't know what you're doing. 1996, The Wax Mask. I want to watch that. Yeah. Look, I did not rate it. I just logged our, it. Uh, our listener, our longtime listener, Mike. He messaged me about that, and I haven't seen it yet. He, all, oh. he sent me a message. All I said was Wax Mask. I was like, oh, yeah, I see that movie. So, <laughs> what was I saying here? This is um, I want to watch it. It's 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 a it's a it's a found film, right? It was like it was lost or something in the nineties. I don't know, but and, and it was Fulci was involved. Maybe? Yeah, so it's Fulci and um, why am I drawing a blank on the other guy's name, man? Well, um, um, was it Argento? Argento. Yeah, it's Argento yep. and Fulci. Yep, and it's pretty decent. I don't know why I didn't. Um, I don't know why I didn't log it. I think it's known for its gore, right? I it's think... only got a two point nine on on uh so on here, but I would give it higher than that. What I've seen is that this it's is known, pretty decent. It's known for its gore. Basically. Oh yeah, it's very gory. Um, very gory. Definitely not um, known as being a perf- like a great film, but that it's really good for its gore. Yeah. So I was watching it, and the old lady kind of looked up, and she was like. Why does it look like sometimes they're talking right and sometimes they're not? Uh, so did you have to explain? Or I had to explain to her. I'm like, this dude speaking English, this guy speaking mm-hmm. Italian, and yeah. they just dub it over. Yeah, um, they did all their dubbing. I mean, but yeah, no, definitely check this out. Yeah, it's it's really really decent. So here's some of the trivia on it. I don't know. Originally why. intended by Dario but, Argento as a comeback for colleague Lucio Fulci. Unfortunately, a few weeks before filming was about to begin, Fulci died, and on short notice, the directing job was headed over to special effects expert Sergio Stivaletti. Yeah, he directs it too. He does. Yeah, because well, yeah, he directed it because Fulci was supposed yeah. to, and then he died. Um, pre-production lasted longer than expected, as Argento had been working on his own film, The Senhol Syndrome. Um, so it's got like this weird. Uh... Argento wanted the core. 
It's it's it probably feels disjointed, right? Yeah, it's very. Um, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it seems like you're kind of watching two movies at once. Yeah. But they kind of intertwine with each other. It works, but it doesn't work. Mm. Has a five point seven on IMDb. And at one point, all right. So here's the thing. I don't know if this happens in every movie. I tried to think about this. Okay. Um, it's probably going to be a little bit of a spoiler alert. You like kind of figure it out as you go. So there is a basically a Terminator. All right. Okay. So there's a robot, <laughs> like a okay. legit like. All right. T-1000 in this motherfucker. Um, So it's weird because he's a human, right? So he's got skin. He looks like – just like Arnold Schwarzenegger does, you know? Cyborg. Yeah, so he's moving around this movie, and you don't know who he is at the time. So I won't spoil that for you. And he's just kind of in and out of the movie. And then all of a sudden, the skin melts off of him, Hmm. and he's a robot. He looks like a Terminator. But for some reason, he can't move normal anymore. And I'm trying to think back of all these robot movies. <laughs> like, he was moving fine when he had skin, but all of a sudden he doesn't have skin, and now he's just a, a, a robot, mm. and he's like, you know, boom, boom, boom. Mm. So <laughs> it's kind of weird, but it's actually really enjoyable. Like, You know what, though? You're, you make an interesting point. That happens in a lot of like bigger-budget ones, too, where once yeah. they lose their skin... They're moving like robots. Yeah, they start moving so like robots. So then you wonder, you wonder yeah. how they ever moved like a human, right? Yeah, how did like they... Like, even in the original Terminator, when he loses his skin at the end, he's walking around like a robot. Like, he's super stiff. Yeah. And, like, there's the movie Class in 1999. Like, when they yeah, lose... exactly, yeah. He's moving like a robot. Yeah. They lose... Fuck, man. Like, what is it with robots? Because, obviously, <laughs> obviously, right. obviously, you just have a suit on. It's not like it's not yeah. like us where we have a skeleton. So why don't they move that way? Why wouldn't they? Ever... Why wouldn't they move that way with a skin suit? <laughs> the skin that. suit melts off, and all of a sudden they Such just they can't move. <laughs> it's just weird. I mean, the answer like, is actually obvious, right? Because in the movie, especially in the older movies, it's a person playing it, right? So like they can move like a human, but once they take the skin off, now they're dealing with something that's either been generated via stop motion or that it's an actual like fucking robot. So it can't move like a person because it's not a person. Honestly, I bet you the closest they ever got to that was like the Chucky animatronics in Child's Play 2 and 3. Because like that, they had a fucking human being moving that oh, doll, yeah, right? Yeah. So like they had a guy actually doing those movements for the doll. So Chucky in those movies actually moves like a person. And he's a robot, right? Like, he moves like a person. Yeah, he's just a giant puppet. Because, yeah, yeah but he actually puppet. moves that way. Yeah. Even, like, even like when he's got, you know, like, less covering on him, he still moves. I mean, even... even it's funny, though. You're absolutely fucking yeah. right. Every once in a while in Chucky, you got, uh, like, a midget in a suit. In the first one, yeah, but and I think like, once you you'll get see to the, him run upstairs, yeah. and you can tell the difference. But for the most part, when yeah, you he get moves to the, the sequels, they stop doing the yeah. midget and suit thing. In, in the first one, you're yeah. right. There's a bunch of scenes but, like that. Yeah, no, Child's was, Play Two. I think that's all animatronic. I was watching this, and I'm just going, "Why do they do this?" It's in a good every point. movie. It's because of the special effect. You're right. It's gotta be. No, you're absolutely be. right. But no, definitely check that's that out. Hilarious. Yeah, it's on Shutter. You can you can you can watch it. Oh, tonight. it's on my list. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, and it was funny because I saw this movie. I thought I had seen this. But I didn't see this, and then when I finally logged it, it's like one of your friends has previously logged this, and it was you in 2015. 
Come on. I watched Bloody Birthday. Dude, I love that movie. I love children. <laughs> like, you have no idea. I thought I because I thought I thought we watched it for the show or something. I did. So here's the thing. Like, we did, you and I did for a while there. We had like a couple episodes where we couldn't get together, right? So we recorded separately and then you edited it together. Yeah. I did Bloody Birthday on my own. Oh, okay. I did a review of that okay. for this show years ago. For some reason, I'm like, I thought I'd seen this because I remember hearing but it. On- we didn't watch it for the show, though. Yeah. So it was like. I watched it and reviewed it, and but you didn't watch it too, so it was just me. But that's probably why I was familiar. So I'm I'm watching it, and uh, the wife's like, she's just kind of reading a book kind of fun. <laughs> she's like, "What are you watching?" I'm like, "This is a movie about killer children, yeah, and it's amazing. It's gonna I I, I was incredible. only like I was only like ten minutes in. It's incredible. And every once in a while, I look at her and she's looking up, and I'm mm-hmm. like, "You're gonna watch children murder people. It's like murdering yeah. like children who murder people is uh, not in real life. I don't condone. No, it at no, all. I'm with you though. In movies, it's one of my favorite it's subgenres awesome. of horror. Yeah. I, I love killer kid movies. Yes, and then you have like the the fucking girl that like charges quarters for the boys to watch her sister like yeah the whole thing is so fucking like crazy all of it's crazy yeah and she charges a quarter yeah um, a quarter and then it's an extra time yeah she's like she's like you're all done she's like if you want more time it's gonna be an extra dime yeah and then he's like fuck and, and like, he pays it <laughs> Um, they fucking shoot the arrow through the little peephole. Yeah, the there's fucking, so like, many good kills in this. The murders out in the graveyard. The, yeah. like it's the jump rope murder, the skateboard murder. Oh my god, I, there's so many good. I ones. have it on Blu-ray. I love this movie. I, re- I don't the, know what I gave it on Letterboxd, but I absolutely love uh, this I movie. I can tell you, because so. I have it up right here. It's my old account. I realize that's my old account. It's not on my like the mother goes crazy. You right. gave it uh, four out of five. Yeah, see, like um, I love this movie. What did I give it? It's on. I uh, gave it a four out of five. It's on Shutter, right? Yeah. So I give the same rating. Oh my god, did. I love this movie. Yeah. So and like the mother goes to like the cycle ward yeah. because she kills her sister and her mother can't deal with it anymore. <laughs> and then like there's this this part of the movie where her mother comes up. They're in the process of like trying to murder the babysitter. That's right. Yeah. And she runs out to her mom and she's like. They're gonna say I did a bunch of bad stuff that <laughs> yeah. I did it, and I'm like, how amazing is that? That this little girl is gonna get away with this, oh, yeah. just because mm-hmm. her mother's gonna believe everything she says. Yeah, I love that movie. It's man. so great. I saw that first when I w- I was young. I was maybe nine, ten years old, and I rented it because I had never seen it. I, I used to rent. I, did. I used to rent everything that was like slasher related, and that looked like a slasher movie. Dude, so. the kid with the glasses, Curtis, man. Oh my god, is he good? He is he good. so goddamn good in this movie. Yeah. Like, and I say that if you go back and listen to my review of this on the show, I specifically call that kid out because he is so good. And he went on to do um, like a bunch of stuff in the eighties. He's his 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 last name's Jacoby, and he was in um, like. There's a comedy movie called Just One of the Guys. I think he was the brother in that. Um, he's been in a few different things, but he is like that. He can't like he's, he's, he's carry, truly creepy. He's one of the people like kids yeah. that carries this movie because he yeah. is totally into it. He's a good actor. He's creepy, but he's also like he's having fun. He's like, yeah, because there's like there's like parts where. He's de- like he just has this dead-eyed stare, yep. like when he's looking at the babysitter before they put him in, mm-hmm. in, in, in the back of the car, and he's just staring at her like I'm I'm gonna fucking kill you one day. And he also has that thing with like he smiles, you know? Yeah, like he, just, he comes wa- oh. like after she kills her sister, he comes walking in. He's like, "Come on, you couldn't wait for us." Yeah, he, yeah, like, <laughs> and he's oh. like depressed that he wasn't there. And then when, when he's like fucking with her about the cake, like yeah. poisoning the cake. Like, oh fuck, my god! Man. 
and he puts the rat poison it's behind his back and stuff. It's so, so good. good. I love that movie. And then and like highly he, recommend. He it. like plans it out. I mean, it's a little spoilers. Mm-hmm. I definitely say everybody go watch this. I, I mean, even if you know, it's it. like, I highly so, recommend this movie. Like he's like, I know how to make her look crazy, <laughs> yeah, and he plans the I whole know. thing out, and it's so simple. It's the most simplistic thing to do. It's. It's the kind of movie that could only be made in like the early '80s, you know? Because oh, definitely, you, yeah. It's super fucking sleazy. There's like it's super violent. It's really inappropriate. There's just, tits everywhere. There's tits everywhere. There's murder everywhere. Yeah. It's misogynistic. It's got all these things that you expect in like an early early '80s slasher movie. You have kids doing things that like in a movie today they would never do, no, never, never fucking do, and like. Like, they lock a kid in a fucking refrigerator and leave him there to die. It's just, it's, it's, I, I recommend this movie so highly. I absolutely love it. It's, it's, um, it's, yeah. it's one of my favorite killer kid movies of Because I know time. we've talked about, like, the, what was it, Devil Times 8? Devil Times 5 is Devil also a really fucking good movie. Like, if you're looking for, a, like, a good killer kid double yeah. feature, it's that and this. Like, you couldn't do that either, ever. No. Again. <laughs> Never again. You couldn't. Never. Devil Times Five is so fun. Well, yeah, good. And I think that's like public domain. At it this is, point. and it's yeah. so underrated. Anybody who yeah. hasn't seen it needs to see it. It's so good. Yeah, there's like that. I mean, Dementia Thirteen's public domain. That's well, there's like, a bunch great. of really good movies. Yeah. Nightmare Dead's fucking public domain. Yeah, true. <laughs> but yeah, no, I definitely recommend that one at least. So, all right, anything else? I got nothing else. All right, let's take a quick break, and we're gonna come back with news. All right. uh, we got a few things to talk about. All right, and then we'll get into uh, a little review of Shutters. Creepshow. Cool. All right, we're back. So, you want 20 grand? I do want 20 you grand. You want 20 grand? I'm not going to yeah. give you 20 grand. All right, so how am I going to get 20 grand? You're going to get 20 grand from the uh, McCamey Manor, All right. which is the world's scariest haunted house. Right. If you can make it through the haunted house, you'll get 20 grand. Which to me seems like a really bad business model because if they're charging you like nine bucks to get in, <laughs> well, actually, someone... that's a good question. How much does it cost? They don't say, do they? It's, oh, it's got to think... be more expensive. Yeah, I don't think it says, but like if they're only charging you ten dollars to get in, <laughs> and then they're gonna pay you there's twenty no if way. you make it. Man, the haunted graveyard is like fifty bucks. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> yeah, there's got it's probably like fucking two hundred dollars or something. I mean, a better business model would be like, hey, let's charge everybody ten dollars and make sure they make it through. Like, yeah, yeah, then you get ten dollars yeah, from everybody. That's actually true. Like, oh, you get you know you get ten dollars if you make it through, you know, or five. You get five bucks. You get half your money back. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, it's like tough mutter. Wait, if you if you make it, we'll give you a beer. There's a fucking uh, movie movie marathon in Long Island, New York. I want to go. It's called the Pay to Get Out. Have you ever seen this? No. So it um it's an all night thing. It it goes it goes from like it's twenty four hours I think or close to that. So it's like noon and goes through all night. And if you Make it to the end, right? You make it to the end, you get breakfast and everything. And, but if you want to leave, you have to pay. So you have to pay an additional like $15 to leave the marathon. So it's this whole thing of like if you want to make it to the end of the marathon, you're rewarded by not having to pay the extra money. But if you leave early, you have to pay an extra ticket price to get out of the theater. I've been wanting to do this for years. They show awesome movies there. It's like so six movies. So why would you – wait. Because people get tired, right? So what happens is like people go there – and they've been there for, like, fucking 15 hours, and they're exhausted, so they're just like, fuck this, I'm leaving. Why can't you just take a nap? You could, but I guarantee yeah. you know that's why people are leaving. They either, or they gotta, like, they just want to go. So, like, in order to get out, you gotta pay. Just be like... It's like incentive to stay for 24 hours. I'm like, I have to take a shit really bad, so either you're gonna well, let me go Well, they have to- a bathroom. You can, you can shit, but oh, you can't okay. leave the actual building. 
Oh, because I was going to say, I would just be like, I got to take a shit real bad, and then just go take a nap in the bathroom. But they showed, like, awesome movies there. But anyway, that's yeah. kind of reminds me of this a little bit. You get so, rewarded with breakfast, not cash. Yeah. But. So if this one here, if you make it out, you get 20 grand. Yeah. You have to have a safe word. What yeah. would your safe word be? Uh, that's a good question. Um, It would be... The... Um, Reggie has dementia. Reggie has dementia. Mm-hmm. You think you could be able to get that out quick enough? <laughs> like you're scared of shit, and what if you just start going, Reggie? Re- re- um, Reggie. It would be, uh, uh, this is for Tupac. This <laughs> is a bunch of... My safe word would be, you fucking touch me, I'm going to beat your fucking ass. That could be the safe yeah. word, yeah. Um, well, a safe word does indicate that they will touch you. I mean, like, because when you're... All right, so if you're into yeah. BDSM, right? You have a safe word because some woman in leather is whipping your ass with a chain oh, or something. Oh, I was about to ask you about that. Well, I get it now. That's what that is. So, yeah. like, what happens is if she puts, like, a, a, a dildo up your ass and you don't want her to do that, you say, like, tomato, and then she takes the dildo out. But if you don't say tomato, she's going to she's gonna sodomize you with a strap Why on. can't you just say take it out of my ass? You can't. <laughs> no, you can't? That's the thing, though, is that if you're in that agreement, if you say take it out of my ass, she will not take it out because you have an agreement between the two of you that you saying that is, like, part of the role play, which means – She's going to continue to do it to, to basically fuck with you. So you have to say, like, tomato or whatever your safe word is, and then she will take it out. If you don't say the safe word, she's going to keep doing here's, it. Here's Isn't the, it? It's wild, okay. man, but people are into it, you know? So here's a weird Teach thing. Teach their own, man. So, like, say I wanted it to be, like, where's Waldo? Like, I just start screaming, where's Waldo? Where's Waldo? They'll stop. They'll stop. Yep. Now, what if... So this here says it's an interactive experience that's personalized to each visitor's worst fears. Yeah. All right? So... They're obviously going to touch you. Each guest will be mentally and physically challenged until you reach a breaking point. <clears throat> now, I'm assuming that this is going to be a really long thing, say like I'm guessing 45 minutes an hour. I'm guessing longer than that. I'm you thinking think so? that it's multiple hours over the course of a night. Because here's what I, I they're going to want you to be tired, they're going to want you to be disoriented. Um, because the only way they can beat you is, is to basically break you down. Physically, like the mental part, it's part of it, right? But the yeah. mental comes after the physical. So if they basically keep you awake for several hours, disorient you, make it so that you don't know what time of day it is, you don't know, you know, like they put you in a situation where you lose almost, you lose all sense of reality. Then the mental breakdown happens, like the mental breakdown happens after the physical because you get so tired that then eventually you just can't take it anymore and your brain starts to go fucking turn on you okay that's my guess is that it's several hours and i bet at you it's it's at night like in the now of the night. do you have someone that follows you around so here's what i i'm thinking that it's it's gonna be like it's either room based so like you go to different rooms and then in those rooms you have to face certain challenges like i'm thinking that's what this is is like all right so let's say you are terrified of small spaces right like you're claustrophobic i would think that you'd go into a room and they would make you stand in like a fucking locked box for an hour. That would be my guess. Um, and let's say that you also say that you're afraid of bugs. Like they might put cockroaches in it with you. Um, I think it's it's that. I think it's going to be challenges based around the things that you're basically your phobias. So if you're afraid of clowns, they'll probably serve oh, up a trailer. Um, oh, that's. But this is this is my guess. So very real and graphic scenes of horror. They, that wouldn't bother me. I mean, I can't. Yeah. I can't honestly. I don't think there's much you could do because at the end of the day, now, 
it's not real, right? You can't it's, murder somebody yeah. in front of me. So you can't would you agree me. to get scared to like, death the for things that would bother me the most smackers, would be like if you fucking decapitate a child Manor in, front of me, right? in Summertown, like, Tennessee, claims it offers. Yeah. So, like, if you would have performed real acts of murder, I'd probably be like, all right, that's that's too far. But we know they can't do that. So, at what point do you stop? At what point do you think that it's real? You know, like I don't think I, I would ever think it was real. Exactly. That's the thing. Is if you. Um, I would say, like, for me, especially if I was just walking through a room, but, like, and I fell into a snake pit, I would most likely die. I would have a heart attack. <laughs> but they could do that to you. They could you do know? that because you got to sign a 40-page waiver. Snakes would freak, freak me the fuck out. It's we tailored, probably shouldn't be saying this on air because if we ever do decide to do this, they're probably going to be like, all right, let's figure it out. And they're going to be like, oh, fuck. Oh, if they put, I'll just leave. <laughs> if it's like the I'm first, out. if there's, I'm done. I don't care if it's the first room. I'm like, I'm out Safe of here. Safe word, fucking yeah, abracadabra, <laughs> right? Um, but it's tailored to you, so why don't you just say I I hate kittens? Right, exactly. That's yeah. that's what I would do. Is I would be dishonest on my application. Yes, absolutely. And I would tell all of my friends and family who they probably will interview to lie about me. I really dislike milfs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. My wife to be like, you know, he just he he just he just doesn't like beer. He doesn't like. Yeah. He doesn't. You know, he just he's scared of. My weird worst things. fear is being intoxicated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like. Whatever you do, do not put weed in that room at all. Like, yeah. you know, you know what I mean. Like, just put things out there that lie. Tell your friends to lie. Tell your family to lie. And this is what you could yeah. even do. You could say, "Listen, listen." They're gonna ask you guys what I'm afraid of. There's twenty grand on the line. You want you want twenty five hundred bucks? Because listen, I'll split my twenty grand four ways, eight ways. I don't care. I'll take twenty five hundred bucks to walk through this fucking thing for four hours, right? That's good money for four hours of work, whatever it is. Yeah. So then you conspire with all your friends and your family and be like, listen, you guys back me up, tell them I'm afraid of this bullshit stuff so they don't throw me in a snake pit and they throw me in a fucking kick kitten pit and I'll give you twenty five hundred bucks and we're all we're all happy at the end of the day. This is what I would do. <clears throat> you have to have a safe word. So my safe word would be, I would say, masturbation. All right, yeah. Okay. Cock and balls. No, just masturbation. I would say cock and balls. All right. So this way here, when I get super scared, I just drop to the floor and start masturbating. (laughs) Now, But that's not you saying the same word. Exactly. But they're going to stay the fuck away from me. Yeah, so here's the thing. What do they do? They're going to be like, put your dick away. What do they do if, like, you turn tables? So, like, let's say you're in the haunted house. Somebody's fucking with you, and you just fucking... fuck right back you know what i mean like what happens if you go back at them and like what what happens like how do you think they handle see this here i think we're gonna watch the trailer i think it's gonna be a little different but like when you go to like the six flags one well i mean when you're when you're uh out front they they literally tell you before you go in don't touch the actors the actors actors will not touch you you. Yeah, Yeah. yeah Um, and I've these been, are different. These are, they touch you. They will a hundred percent. We just you. did the haunted hayride uh, in Simsbury. And, How was uh, that's good, right? It's the same every year. It's decent. I haven't done it's it since good. I was a little kid because like it's we had to buy the, the tickets like three months in advance. It yeah, sells out. They're like twenty six bucks a ticket, um, and you got to buy them in advance. Yeah, we spent eighty dollars on three people. Yeah, and uh, it's about about an hour drive through the farm, and yeah. they have everything. The best one was um, they had the upside down world. Yeah, I gotta and do the that, cop man. come out and he's yelling for Will and everything. I gotta um, do that. It's it been was so long. Since it's really that. decent. Um, and the one thing that you know, they basically tell you, no one's gonna touch you. Yeah. And 
They say no flash photography because every horse, because they have the Hellas Horsemen. Oh, shit. They have yeah. all that stuff where the horses run up on your carriage and they're like, do not take a yeah, picture. You'll spook them. If yeah. you fl- <laughs> he may jump in. But one dude jumps off of this thing onto the back of the tractor. That's wild. And then comes into our thing and starts like trying to scare people. I don't know if he was supposed to, but he starts stumbling forward. He grabbed Beth's hand. And oh. like he's trying out now, trying to keep his balance, oh. and he did that move where like you're drunk, but you're moving <laughs> fast enough to try to keep up. And he had to go all the way to the back of the tractor and then jump off. I don't know if he just accidentally fell into the tractor, <laughs> and ran his way through the back because it was funny easier. That, he, that he like had to grab someone. Just let him fall. Yeah, well, he was the job going you signed through. up for, dude. Yeah, um, <laughs> but no, it's it's fun, and you know th- that there. Uh, other than the drunk guy, they don't they don't touch you there. But. The thing is, like something like this. I mean, we haven't seen the trailer yet, but something like this. Um, the only reason to do it is for the money, right? Like, there's to me, that's not fun. Like, going into a fucking haunted house, having people touch you and scream at you, that's not fun to me. Like, I want to be in a horror movie, you know? Like, I want to be surrounded by headless horsemen, and I want to be... I want to go through an upside-down world. You know, like, I want to have yeah. fun. It was fun. These aren't built to be fun. I don't know why you would go to something like this and just be tortured for hours on end. I don't... I really don't. I don't know why you would put yourself through something like that and pay to do it. It, it it makes absolutely zero sense to me, but obviously people do it. Now, when you put twenty grand on the line, that's incentive. So then I can understand it. But there's people that do shit like this with no incentive. They pay like the money, fucking hundred bucks, oh, yeah. whatever it is, yeah. to go in and have people fucking scream at you and touch you, and then you walk out and you're like, yeah, that was worth it. Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Like, who, why would you ever pay for that? Like, yeah. that's not. I'd rather go and like see like some farmer with a chainsaw running around, you know, like that's that's <laughs> fun, yeah. you know. Well, right, let's, well, let's watch, let's this watch trailer. the trailer. Uh, I I have the studio monitor sucked up because so our audio for us is going to be low. All right, the people listening is going to hear it fine, right. but it's going to be low, so it doesn't come through our mic. So. So they're definitely touching you because he's like drilling us. Why would you put, like, you know what I mean though? Like, okay, for 20 grand, I guess. But otherwise, why would you put yourself through there? There's like someone being dragged by a fucking, like, putting in the water. Apparently, no one's ever made a thrill. Look, they're fucking, why, why would you? <laughs> the fucking review is you really don't want to do this. Did you ever see um the house is October built? So I wonder if this is like a place um that you could just go and visit. Did you ever see the house is that October built? Did you ever see that? Oh movie? yeah, yeah, the documentary movie. Yeah, thing. that's yeah. what that is. Like it's these extreme haunts where you go and like I don't know, man, like I don't. That doesn't look. It, yeah, it's definitely not fun. No, like. I mean, 
No, it no. Like, what is this video here? What is this going? It's be? probably going to show someone getting shit thrown on their face. Yeah, the other one definitely looked like they were covered in feces. At least two times. Like, it's probably like a go-to thing. Like, oh, we're going to throw fucking pig shit on your face. You yeah. know what happens when that ha- you get fucking worms? You get pink eye. Yeah, and you shit worms <laughs> out of your asshole. Yeah. for fucking two weeks, and you have to go to the doctor and pay more money. To get yeah, the fucking... twenty grand's gone because you yeah, had a prescription. <laughs> you spent it on fucking doctor's visits to cure your pink eye and your asshole. Oh, this is just a news report. Um, yeah, I mean, this is stupid. Up to eight hours. It says it can be eight hours. So yeah, that's what I'm, I'm telling you. It's overnight and it's hours on end. So that's how they get you. See, like that's some dude in a fucking cheap ass Michael Myers mask. I could fucking handle that, right? Like, I don't think this is part of that show. I think <laughs> I think Fox News was just like, "Hey, let me grab whatever like scary thing is." That like, looks like a terrible. It's like Uncle enough. Fester. It looks like the fucking Wish dot com. Yeah, Michael Myers mask. <laughs> they went to Spirit Halloween to rig some shit up. They went to Spooky Town. Yeah, Spooky Town. Hey, what, what you got? We got to do a news article here. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I guess for twenty grand, maybe. <laughs> but let me tell you what: uh, I don't give a fuck. I don't care what I'm doing. Hmm. I don't care who I'm with. If someone's gonna pin me down like that oh, and start no. shoveling shit no. in my mouth, I'm fight my. I'll fight back. How like, could you not? I would start, and if and if they go, you can't do that. I'd be like, then tell them to stop touching. Me. <laughs> At this point, You'd be like, listen, is... sir, you signed a waiver. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah. Well, your waiver doesn't trump federal law that says I have self defense. <laughs> like, you fucking pull out your gun. Yeah, I just start pull. Yeah. <laughs> is there anything in that waiver that says I can't bring a gun? Right, I'll tell you what. I'll start popping rounds at their feet. How I, funny would that yeah. shit be? You want to see those those actors scatter as quickly yeah. as possible, like some fat dude in a clown mask. Like, yeah, he's like, oh my god, this guy's got a gun. I'm just shooting blanks. Yeah, I can picture it. They would yeah. fucking shit themselves so fast. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd be on the news the next day. The the, the fucking CNN would be like, "This is why we got to get rid of AR-15s." It's, it's it's real easy to be tough, like when yeah. your person is strapped down, fucking throwing shit on their face. Yeah, yeah. You throw shit at me, I'm shooting at you. I'm just saying, oh. what's what is stopping any of those people from fighting back? I don't know. You're right. I don't know how they don't. Honestly. You can't tell me that some I, of that footage I saw. I don't know how you don't. I don't. Yeah. Know. No, I would definitely fight back. Hell no. You start you start shoveling shit in my mouth, I am going to start shoveling shit in your mouth, and you ain't going to like you it. You know what, though? Maybe we wouldn't get in. Maybe they screen you, and they're like, listen, this person. They need they need the weakest sheep? Yeah, yeah. right. Like, they probably do, right? They probably look at the people who they know are going to be the easiest to beat, and they let them in. We went on that haunted hayride a few years ago. It was probably four or five years ago. And this chick came running down the side of the tractor. <coughs> she had, like, a plastic hand. Right, and we're towards the end of of the of the carriage, and she's like, "Does anybody want a hamburger?" And she's coming down, but I don't think she's got a costume on, so it's her for her to see. And I think she was supposed to run it down the wooden part of the side of the of the trailer we were on, and she was actually like physically hitting people, like she was hitting hmm. their their arms that were rested up on top. <laughs> and as soon as she got to me, I was like, "You fucking hit me with that! I'm punching in your head." Don't fucking hit me with that hand, because I will fucking swing back. Like, and and then she ran around the other side and did it. But that's funny. Yeah, like don't fucking touch me. Anyway, I don't, I don't, I don't know about that, man. That's 
I don't get I don't get the extreme haunted houses. I just don't think they look like fun. I think Halloween is supposed to be fun. I think haunted yeah. house is supposed to be fun. That didn't look fun. Uh, I mean, a lot of that footage looked way better than the footage in Ravenger, though. This is true. It yeah. did. It did. I mean, I don't think they threw real shit on Reggie's face either because, you know, like Reggie makes more than 20 grand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he doesn't need 20 grand, probably. He, not that he's like some fucking super successful celebrity, but I'm pretty sure if they were like, hey, Reg, eight hours today, we're going to throw shit on your face for 20 grand. He'd be like, fuck you. I'm going to go to the con for the weekend and I'm going to make double that in three days. You know? I wonder if we can find, I'll let, I'll let you run. I'm going to try to see what that waiver says. All right. Um, anyway, the first news item I have is quick. There's not really much to talk about, but I wanted to put this out there. So tonight is the 25th. It's Joe Bob's Halloween Hootenanny. And today they announced that Joe Bob's Red Christmas is going to happen on Friday, the 13th, December. He's going to yeah. do another triple feature in December. Um, he says, uh, every Christmas we try to get that perfect mix of movies the whole family can watch, plus movies that will cause every family member except dedicated horror fiends to run screaming from the room. That's because we realize that Christmas celebrations can go either way. We think that we've achieved that balance with Joe Bob's Red Christmas, combining the cult, the classic, and the bizarre in a holiday stew designed to keep you reaching for the eggnog or equivalent and to keep Aunt Shirley complaining about your choices. In between the films, we have holiday hijinks that are frankly embarrassing because that's what also what Americans do on Christmas. So I just want to say that if, again, this is another fucking Shutter plug, right? December, if you don't already have Shutter, um, you need to watch these Joe Bob things when they're on or at least shortly after because Shutter loses the licensing rights to the movies. And when they lose the licensing right to the movie, the Joe Bob segment goes away. And, uh, if you don't watch it within, you know, like the first month or two that it's on, there's no guarantee you're going to be able to watch it again in the future. Um, so if you don't already have Shutter, like just get it and, uh, on December 13th, Friday the 13th, he's going to show three Christmas movies, and you should definitely be able to watch them. That's like my little... I have two other news items, but it looks like you found McCamiemanor.com. Yeah, here's the website, but I don't see the... Um, it's a 40-page waiver. They don't want to put it online. Yeah, but they should at least say something like, we're not responsible if you die, you know, or we're not res- responsible if you get a banana stuck in your ass. Like, <laughs> it should be something. <laughs> The website looks real, like, I don't know. It yeah. looks old. It looks like, uh, what was it called, uh, GeoCity or yeah. whatever? Yeah, <laughs> it looks like a Geo. <laughs> like, you're going to give me 20 grand and you guys can't get a fucking, <laughs> like, like a legit .com here? It looks pretty shitty. Yeah, I don't, requirements maybe? What are maybe. the requirements? Oh, okay. You must meet basic requirements. 21 and above or 18 to 20 with apparent approval. Completed sports, physical, and doctor's letter staying you're physically and mentally cleared. Pass a background check. Be screened via Facebook FaceTime. <laughs> what? <laughs> you have to have a FaceTime interview. What I don't even fuck? own an iPhone. Proof of medical insurance. What? 40-page waiver and pass a portable drug test on the day of the show. So you can't go in there all stoned out of your mind. Because that would actually be the way Can to do it. Can you be stoned when you're talking to him on a phone? <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, totally. I, like, I'm assuming they're going to call you on the phone, right? They're going to go, what are you scared of? And I'm like, fucking nothing. All right, ready? Click, I ain't scared of nothing. Click on one of those um, YouTube MM movies. Click on one of those. Which one of these? Any one of them. Let's you, go part one. Yeah, let's go. To, just, I just want to see what this is. Is this like people getting shit thrown on them? Oh, my God. This, I don't think any of this them works. This site, man. 
Um, yeah, this is a shitty site. Hold on, let me. I gotta turn the volume up because they kept playing ads and shit. So while click you on, yeah, like click on one, click on that one. Yeah. No, these are no, ads. Not, what the fuck is this bullshit? This isn't even theirs. The force, foremost extreme. It's because they foremost. ended up on like this most intense haunted house lists. All right, so let's whatever, not, man. I'm not hold watching on. that shit. I'm not gonna watch so, somebody else's video. You can't even get your own video on your website. <laughs> That's Part two, you're right? YouTube two. Oh my god, it's just isn't even. This is the New York right. Post. You know what? You know what? Fuck these guys. Fuck them and their stupid Let little house. Let's go to let, let's go to photos. See if they're their photos. Let's get <laughs> yeah, from a photo. photos. Yeah, so like, there's a picture of somebody with a tarantula on their face. Like, this is not scary, dude. That is not scary. A clown up? The, no, that's not. But that's why what I'm saying. You'd be like, oh my god, I'm terrified of clowns. They're gonna put some idiot in a clown mask and have him chase you around. Like, like the pictures don't make it look scary at all. No, I mean, there was one that looked like they had wrapped something around somebody's face, which, like, again, I'd be like, listen, you're not wrapping anything around my head, my head. but you're right, like... Dude, I'm telling you, it doesn't matter what... You could be fighting the biggest dude on the street. If you pull your dick out, they stop. You're right, they You know will. what I'm saying? Like, you start... I, like, here's the thing. If somebody shoved me in... Like, if somebody look, shoved me in that fucking refrigerator, I'd be like, no, you're not putting me in a refrigerator. No, that's how right? Punky Brewster almost died. <laughs> yeah, and the kid in Bloody Birthday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. In the, in the, in the, uh, in the, the junkyard. car park. Junkyard. There's, there's, no, that, like, but most of this shit, yeah. Like, look at this. This is stupid. That's stupid, yeah. This actually, the pictures don't make it look scary at all. I, no. I, I could do with some slime. They look actually like really bad haunted house masks and stuff. I think we could do this. Can you do it together? Doesn't Why are like they it. showing me ads for other fucking things? It actually kind of looks like you can do it together because there's like ones where multiple people are in the pictures. Because, I mean, if they're like, you guys <laughs> got to go sit in this room for an hour. We just sit down. We're just going to talk about movies for an hour. And then we're going to move on to the next that's room. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Like, we could just ignore it completely, right? But the waiver's not on here. I'm kind of curious to what the waiver is. You're never going to find it. You'd have to reach out to them and... Not doing that. What is Netflix? <laughs> I don't. Movies that they're featured in, probably. Yeah, it's movies that they're featured in. Oh. Or shows. Like that Dark Tourist is a series and Haunters is a movie. Haunters is also on Shutter. Is it in here? Yeah, they're not going to show us. No, oh my god, it's the exact. Look at you click more and no, it's the exact need, same shit. We need to be. Their website shit. We need to get off of this. So we're done with McCain. Yeah, right? we're we're done. It's bullshit. All right, <clears throat> all right. I got a, I got some Halloween related stuff to talk about. All right, so we've talked about this in the past, but it's always worth bringing up. Um, I don't believe that there's a war on Christmas personally, but I do think there's a war on Halloween. Uh, I think that people are outraged and upset about Halloween. There's a war on everything. I know. More schools are canceling Halloween celebrations. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to read this. So Halloween isn't officially for another week, but the spooky season is definitely here. Da, da, da. One school in Illinois isn't feeling the holiday spirit, though, and they're putting some rules in place that have parents shaking their heads. This school district in Evanston is just one school around the country deciding to pass on Halloween festivities. Yahoo reports that superintendents announced the change to move away from Halloween celebrations. Many have become so accustomed to costumes, pumpkin carving, and candy near the holiday that outrage is already off and running around the people of the community. But even with a public outcry, it may not be enough. 
In fact, the district provided a statement explaining their position. They read, As part of our school and district-wide commitment to equity, we are focused on building community and creating inclusive, welcoming environments for all. While we recognize that Halloween is a fun tradition for many, it is not a holiday that is celebrated by everyone for various reasons, and we want to honor that. They continue, we are also aware of the range of inequities that are embedded in Halloween celebrations that take place as part of the school day and the unintended negative impact they can have on some students, families, and staff. As a result, we are moving away from Halloween celebrations that include costumes and similar traditions during the school day. We are confident our school communities will find new and engaging ways to build community within their schools. In the district, we remain committed to equity and discontinuing current and past practices that are not in alignment with our goals. Our schools are special because of the people who are a part of them and our commitment to serving the educational needs of our students. Many of our schools have already moved away from traditional Halloween activities during the school day and have scheduled Halloween or other seasonal activities outside of the school day. Now, now the reasoning with respect to different religious observances and culture does make sense when framed with this rational explanation. It is also true that many kids are going to go trick-or-treating or do some other festivities, whether it happens or not. Right. All right. Do you... I don't know if you remember, but South Park, season one, one of the oh, first God. one of the first episodes. It's Christmas. It takes place. It's the Mr. Hangy episode. One of the first episodes ever of South Park. It's classic. And in that episode, you're talking 1997, right? This episode comes out. In that episode, everyone in the town gets upset because the school is going to have a Christmas play. They're going to show the nativity and. Oh, I do remember this. Yeah, remember, right. Yeah. Everyone gets pissed. This is you're talking nine, 22 fucking years ago, right? Yep. Everyone gets pissed off. And what they do is they they basically decide they need to make it equitable for the play. So they hire Philip Glass to come and score it and it's just a bunch of kids in gray bodysuits spinning in circles on the stage because there's nothing else they're allowed to do because everything else is exclusive. Halloween <clears throat> Like, Halloween is not, like, I I don't fucking get it, right? Like, it's, I don't consider, it's not a religious holiday, right? It is not. Like, okay, fine, Christmas, it's a religious holiday, fine. You want to go there, fine, whatever. Like, I can't, whatever, fuck. I don't agree with it completely, but fine. Halloween is not a religious holiday. People do not celebrate it as a religion. So, anybody that's getting upset because it offends them religiously is full of fucking shit, Right? How is it not inclusive if you invite everybody to come, wear a costume, if you give everybody candy, if you have de- – like, I don't understand it. It drives me crazy because what it really comes down to is a bunch of people get upset and offended because it's either too scary or because you don't want to give candy to children anymore or, like, one kid can't afford a better costume so no one – like, that's what it comes down to is – like, my kids' school, they're not allowed to have cupcakes on birthdays anymore. Did you know this? What? Yeah. So, like, when they have birthdays, they're not allowed to have sweets. They have, they're not allowed to do anything. Like, they are not allowed to bring in cakes. Why? Cupcakes can't. Because, the, because some parents were upset that the kids had sweet treats in school, so they just fucking outlawed it. 
You cannot bring cupcakes on birthdays anymore. So little Johnny sits in the fucking corner by himself yes. and watches everybody else eat cupcakes and then goes home and tells mommy, yes, I didn't get a cupcake because you're a fucking cunt. Well, well, that's what should happen, right? But yeah. no, instead it's like, well, nobody gets a cupcake because I don't want Johnny to get a cupcake because I believe Johnny has five different that's diseases. That's the thing about all of it, like Christmas, Halloween, whatever it's all, whatever It's it is. what it all actually comes down to, yeah. It's the two moms. It's usually parental rage. That yeah. goes to the school and says, I don't approve of this. I don't want my kid to be a part of it. And the school folds to and, the less than 1%. And it's because the school doesn't want to deal with things like uh, with yes. lawsuits. They don't want to deal with bad public relations. So for them, it's easier to just say, fuck it. We're not going to do any of it. We're just going to – like we're not going to let these kids partake in these things. Like when we were kids – like and I don't want to get into this whole conversation of like when I was a kid. You know, like when my generation. But like we had – Fun, like I, I, maybe there were kids that didn't, but I, I don't know that for a fact. But it's like we fucking watched Halloween movies in school. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, we had yeah. fucking cupcakes on birthdays, and we had decorations, and we gave out Valentine's Day cards. Yeah, like we did all that stuff, and it's getting to a point where you can't do any of it because one person gets upset. Either it reminds me of like at my work last year there was this guy that worked there and we do a Halloween party for the, for our families every year, right? So in my office is this big Halloween thing and they put up decorations and they let the kids come in and trick or treat. And last year this one dude, he's super religious, says that he got really upset because of the zombies, the zombie statue that they put up and the bloody fingerprints in the kitchen and it was so disturbing to him that he wouldn't go anywhere near the coffee machine. Because he just had such a reaction to it, and there was no way he could bring his children to the office when decorations like that, because they were just too much. And luckily, that guy quit. And this yesterday, they were showing the fucking exorcist in the office. Here's what you, you know. Do. But it's like when that guy is standing there and he's like, "I'm this is the, like I, the bloody handprints. That's mm-hmm. just that's too much. Like, shut it all down." And you're just standing there. You're kind of leaning against the desk. I didn't hear the conversation, but uh, see, so like you, you me, yes. you're you're hearing the conversation, and you're kind of you know you're kind of leaning against. You're standing up against the table in the kitchen, and then you look at that guy, and then you just kind of slide him a kitchen knife and go, just, just do us the favor, just end it, <laughs> just yeah, just do us the favor, just leave us alone, <laughs> or quit and go home to your kids. Like I guess the thing I don't understand is why people can't live their lives. Okay, so like here's the thing. Like there's No, we're an outrage culture, man. This know, culture is outrage. There's things in this world that I don't like, right? Of course there are, but I ignore those things. Like if if I and 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 again, like I don't understand why you would get outraged about Halloween, like personally. I do know there's people out there who think that it it oh, fucking promotes God. occultism and that it promotes Satan and evil. I literally and... saw this thing online, right? All right, so now you can't do blackface. Right. Well, that I know. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm, if I want, I'm just saying. Right. For example, if I want to go as Mr. T, I yeah. can't go as a white Mr. T. <laughs> you could. I'm not, nobody. I'm would, not, I am not getting in the blackface argument on here. Nobody. I'm not, just saying. Nobody would know who the fuck I am. Right. Discussion. I'm ready to. Have. So uh, <laughs> you're not allowed to be Moana or whatever, right? So I saw this awesome thing online. I saw this yeah. fucking. Uh, I saw this meme. <laughs> And it's oh just God. it's like this little girl who is dressed like an Indian and then the yeah. white the white chick, you know, the <clears> fucking <throat> Steph wife that opened up the and we're white and I make fun of white people all the time, by the way. So if you sound like I'm making fun of white people, I am white. Yeah. 
This fucking white chick opens up the door, and she's like, you can't dress as an Indian. That's culture appropriation. She's like, bitch, I'm Elizabeth Warren. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, man. (laughs) Yeah. I was just like, we're we're, we're in this world where you're not allowed to do anything anymore. You can't do nothing. Yeah, and and the thing is, is like, it's bled down. So, right, okay, so you have that, right? You have the culture appropriation stuff, and that has bled down to a point where it's beyond that now. Like... We're beyond the point of, okay, the outfit is offensive to the point where the candy is offensive. You're to the point where, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm saying is we've gotten to this point where every single part of it becomes offensive. Because, fine, we've all agreed. Like, okay, you're not going to do this thing. Okay, fine. Like, you don't, I'm not going to send my kid to school as Mr. T, right? I'm not, fine, fuck it. Yeah. I'm going to send her to school because she wants to be a clown. She wants to be a fucking clown. Like, my little one wants to be a clown. Great, you can be a clown. Like, I don't care if you're going to be a clown. Like, but you can't go to school dressed as a clown because some parent decided that, you know what? My kid doesn't celebrate Halloween, and because they don't, they don't celebrate Halloween. And I think Halloween is either bad because it promotes bad eating habits, it promotes Satanism or occultism, it promotes, I, I don't even know what else, like bad behavior maybe because of, you know, things like, tp and you know like that kind of like whatever it may be all of this sort of outrage has really trickled down into the little details of the holiday to the point where you like you probably can't even put a jack-o'-lantern out anymore you know what i mean like it's gotten to that point where did you see target i did (laughs) did. how ridiculous is that that. (laughs) dude i was so like i do i guess i agree i was so tempted just to go buy pumpkins and spray paint them black i know i'm just to piss people off like this is insane but that's insane um it's just crazy ass shit like that. Like now we're to a point where you can't do anything because everything offends everybody. That's kind of yeah, and that's that's the thing is like I don't actually think the war on like this quote unquote war on Christmas is is as legitimate as this war on Halloween. The war on Halloween is real. Like it is like oh yeah, you can't do it in schools. We're not even, like you can see it in like oh we're just gonna do Halloween on Saturdays now. And we're going to pretend that that's about the kids, but it's not. It's about a fucking company that wants to make more money selling more merchandise because on Halloween on a Saturday, you can make a lot more money than Halloween on a Thursday. But, like, part of the the thing about Halloween that was so exciting to children is, you know, you get to go out on a fucking Thursday night, right? And you get to disregard homework and school and everything else for one night of the year, and you get to go out and pretend that none of that shit exists. Now imagine if somebody were like, hey, you know what? I'm tired of Christmas being on a Tuesday. Why don't we just make it the last Saturday of every of every December? Like, that's my point, right? Oh, so like, yeah. when you talk about the war on whatever, no one's ever going to propose that we make Christmas on a weekend holiday. Because that's a religious thing. And that's fine. Because I actually think you shouldn't do that. But then I think the same rules should apply across. And I think that we should be allowed to have Halloween parties. I think we should be, I think we should have Halloween parties at schools. I think we should have fucking Hanukkah parties at schools. We should have Christmas parties. Like, just fucking celebrate everything instead of celebrating nothing. Right? Like, we get to this point where we celebrate nothing because everybody's like, well, I don't celebrate that thing. So because that's not my thing, it's not going to be anybody's thing. Instead of being like, all right, fine. I don't agree with Halloween, but maybe I celebrate this other thing, this other holiday. Why don't we just celebrate that too? 
Like, why don't we have fucking parties in school for every holiday? Why don't we fucking recognize everything? Like, why? Do- that's true inclusive, yeah. right? True inclusive is actually bringing everything in and recognizing it. And teaching children about these different cultural things. Because something like Halloween. It's not the definition anymore. I know, but something like Halloween goes back hundreds of years. It's basically, I want what I want. I don't want what you want. I don't care about anything else. Right, though? You, that's everybody crazy to me. Just agree with me. But it's crazy, right? Like, would you have a problem, like, if, if your school, if your daughter's school was like, hey, we're going to do a Halloween party. We're also going to do, like, a Hanukkah thing one day. And then we're also going to do a – like, would you be outraged by that? Would that drive you crazy? See, you're mentioning a lot. What about Boxing Day? The same no, – th- that's my point, though, right? Like, so, like – I want Boxing Day. Bo- right. Like, do Boxing Day. Yeah. Do Thanksgiving. Do fucking Kwanzaa. I don't care what you do. Do it all. Right? Like, that's true inclusion. True inclusion is actually rec- – That's not what they want, though. They don't want they that. They don't. They actually want exclusion. I agree with you, but they don't want that. I know. They actually want exclusion – and defining that as a lack of inclusion, which is crazy to me. Yeah. Because they don't actually want all that stuff. They don't want any of it. They only want their thing, and they only want their kid to have that thing, and they only want them to have it when it's when it's good for them. Yeah. And that's so fucking – oh, my God. It drives me nuts. My daughter's school did a Halloween party. So, like, they didn't do it during school, but they did it after school. My daughter's school, actually, today, it was uh, – they did um, Spirit Week or Spirit Spirit. Yep. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm I know what you mean. Like, Spirit day. And she said like 90% of the school was all dressed in like Trump 2020 gear. It was just Trump flags, Trump t-shirts, Trump hats. For spirit day? Aren't they supposed to wear like school colors? That's what I thought. <laughs> sure. It's supposed to be like school spirit day. So she like she like did like uh That's, that's funny. Like, uh, you know, she did like a school spirit thing on her, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. drew on her face and stuff That's like what that. you're supposed to do. I was like, well, maybe you should just wrote tw- Trump 2020 on your face. like <laughs> In blue and gold. Yeah. Um, That's kind of funny, actually. I remember Spirit Day. Yeah, it was always school colors. And I don't think anybody got kicked out. Oh, no. She said one one kid got a flag taken away. But I, I get a flag. You're dragging his yeah, you, cape yeah, around. Yeah, maybe that's a bit much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but... I mean, I could see it. Like, if my daughter went into fucking school with, like, a giant fucking pumpkin flag and was waving it around, yeah. I could understand if they were like, listen. You know, like, They're you, like, hey, listen, that, that. <laughs> the it on your shirt, that's cool. But uh, the, that giant cape you have. You know what, though? When I was in high school, I got fucking, I was out. Um, I was out in a field. Like, we had a fire drill, right? So, like, it's, I, we all exit the school and I'm out in the field waiting for the fire drill to end. I'm wearing a Dawn of the Dead t-shirt. This is junior year, maybe. And my Dawn of the Dead t-shirt had a quote on it. It said, you know, when there's no more room in hell, they had to walk the earth. And the librarian came up to me, and she's like, you need to go to the office. I'm like, why do I need to go to the office? She's like, because your shirt, it's inappropriate. I'm like, well, why? I'm like, why? She's like, it has inappropriate language on it. It's hell, right? So, like, I'm like, what the fuck? So she brings me to the office and talks to the vice principal, principal, whatever. And I start making this argument. I'm like, well, listen, I'm like, there's people I've, I, I can point to you to somebody right now who's wearing a shirt with the lyrics to imagine on it. And the word heaven is in those lyrics, right? This quote specifically references a place, hell, like it is talking about a location that is equivalent to the location on that other shirt, which is heaven. Heaven and hell, right? We're talking about a biblical location. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, we're not talking about a swear. Like, I'm not, I'm not like, what the hell, right? I'm talking about hell as a location. And I got into this philosophical argument with about that, right? And she's like, you have to turn it inside out. 
So like you can't wear the shirt ever again. And I had to turn it aside and wear it. It was relevant. It was happening back then. You know what I mean? Like it was happening, but it, it was at a smaller scale. But it happened when we were in school. It just wasn't as prevalent. But if you walked into school wearing something that somebody found offensive, they dealt with it on like a one-off basis. But they still, they were still doing it. It was just like they were more quiet about it. It wasn't like these big news outrages. Yeah. But I had personal experience of that happening to me because of I a did horror too. movie shirt. You know. I had I was wearing uh, this is in uh, middle school, and uh, I was wearing. Wait, did we have? Yeah, we had. Yeah, we had lockers in that school because I remember going we to did. my locker. Yep. yep. So uh, I'm wearing a Wet Willie T-shirt. This is, <laughs> okay. you know, the skateboard company. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So it's, he's basically a giant water drop, and he's holding <clears throat> two water guns that have water drops coming out of them. All right. It's he was the mascot for the skateboard company, and this is right after Columbine. Right. Oh God! Yeah. So they were like, "You got to take your shirt off," and I'm like, "For what? It's a skateboard company." And they're like, "You can't, you can't promote guns in school." And I'm like, "Jesus, man!" No, I'm not taking it off. And then like another teacher comes over and goes, "Like uh, it was Mrs. Swanson." She comes over and she's yeah. like, uh, "Just if you can, just go change your shirt. Just, just yep. go do it." I'm like, "All right, only because you asked me." So I go to my locker and then I put on an Undertaker shirt from yep. WWE. <laughs> nope, you got to take that off yeah. too, or turn it inside out. And I'm like. No, like I just I just did what you asked me to do. Yep. And then I remember going down to the office and uh, my uncle's friend worked down there and I said, I'm going home. And he's like, why? And he was like, they keep wanting me to change my shirts. Yeah. And he was like, why? What's wrong with your shirt? And I said, I don't know. He's just a wrestler. It's, you know, it was literally the Undertaker standing, you know, on, mm-hmm. on the shirt. And he was like, oh, I don't think you got to take that off. And then another teacher came down and was like, yeah, he's got a he's been asked to take it off numerous times and he won't. He was like, why? Like, he was standing up for me, and he's like, all right, you're going to have to take it off. And I said, no, nah, I'm going home. I literally walked out of the school, out where we used to play burn ball, yep. and then we started walking down the street, and then uh, the truancy officer, because he knew my family, he pulls up. He's like, what's going on? I told him, and he was like, all right, well, I got to take you back to school. I said, no, I'm not going back. You call my mom and tell her I'm walking home. So- and I wound up walking all the way home. I, when he, I refused to get into the cop car. And, um, I mean, for two T-shirts, that were bullshit. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that was 1997. And and like it was probably around there too. It was yeah. yeah. So like you, when I might happen, I it was not. It had to yeah. be. It was would have been right on ninety seven. Yeah. So like you you think it was happening. It, you can almost like go back right. You can almost see it getting worse and worse and worse over the years. We're at a point now where like now it's everywhere and like you can't yeah. do anything and you can't wear any right. It's where we are. You go back to the eighties. It was back then, but it was it was on these smaller scales. But it was like. You could almost see it getting like worse and worse and worse because every time they got away with it, it was like more empowering. So every time we were we had to turn our shirts inside out, right? That was just a small piece of that. And then every time you allowed that to happen, it was only a matter of time before somebody's like, "Okay, well, that happened. So maybe now, well, the, now the shirt's not there anymore because I've taken that away." But now there's this other thing that I can focus on because I can't focus on the shirts anymore because we've already changed that. We've already taken that away. So well, what about the what about the candy or what about the costume or what about the decoration? You know, like this neighbor has, you know, like a skeleton in their yard. And that bothers me because it make you know, like it, it starts to kind of like kind of like um, Knoxbury Farm. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, with the mental thing. Yeah, right? they were like, oh, uh, uh, I, one person was exactly. like, I knew somebody who was in a mental institution, and that offends me. And they were like, okay, we're not going to do the fifty-one fifty thing anymore. We're going to eliminate that. And then they got a bunch of flack for it. But this has been going on, if you think about it, since the 80s, right? You had this, the fucking satanic panic. 
And then yeah, that exactly. that then that slowly bled into music and movies and then it kind of went away and then it started coming back as, you know, um like I cuz back then it was more of a religion thing. So it was it was you know churches burning you know books or what or you know whatever mm-hmm. it was it was all about like what they believed. Mm-hmm. Now it's no longer about what you believe. Now it's just about what offends you. Yeah, and I I think the religion is a piece of that, and then I think there's a piece of that around like like this weird like anti vaxxer soccer mom mentality, and then there's this other like just I, there's like all these little segments of people. So what happens is. Each one of those little groups has been empowered and given something. And then because each one of them is almost offended by something completely different, they all have these different areas that they focus on that it becomes everything. That really is what it is. It's like this group doesn't like the candy and this group doesn't like the decorations and this group. like, And then all that comes together. And it's like, okay, well, this group's not offended by the candy, but they're offended by this thing. And this group's not offended by the decoration, but they're offended by the candy. And this group's not offended by the candy or the decorations, but they're offended by the costumes. So then it all meets in the middle, and everything goes. And that's exactly what happened, is you had all these different groups with different agendas and different things that offended or bothered them. And every single one of those became validated. Yeah. And that's like, that is 100% what happened because not everybody is bothered by the same stuff. They all have different stuff, but all that adds up to everything. Eventually it adds up to everything. And then you have the rational people, which I do believe is the majority of people sitting in the middle. Like what the fuck happened? What's happening? (laughs) Yeah. Like, well, like we were just going to work and like, you know, like all of a sudden, like now we can't do any of this stuff. And that's just, I don't know, man. It sucks. You know, it sucks. And every yeah. year we see this shit. We see these stories and it's like. And it gets worse and worse. It gets worse and worse. And they just don't, I don't know. Anyway, I have a better story, though, that we can talk about now. Let's get yeah. off of that. Let's talk about the 10 great Halloween costumes for kicking up 90s nostalgia. So these are these are the 10 Halloween costumes that if you want to be, like, nostalgic for the 90s, this is what. Limp Bizkit. Esquire.com says you should be doing. You say Limp Bizkit. Got any other ideas? Uh, all right. So it's obviously not going to be music. Like, you can't go as Jonathan Davis or um, the 90s. I'm going to go Power Rangers. Okay. Um, Ultraman. I'm, I, I think I'm thinking too hard in here. It's got to be something obvious that everybody's going to know. Okay. So... You're right. I mean, you'd want to keep it, you know. Yeah, kind of mainstream. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, let's get back yeah, to the Halloween costumes. I don't even know what the fuck we were talking about before. So now. the <laughs> 90s Halloween, Halloween costumes that could make you nostalgic oh, for right. the 90s. All right, yeah. All right, ready for number one? MC Hammer. We can't, we can't do that. <laughs> no, that's the first thing I thought. We can't do that. Only the bravest of the brave can pull off parachute pants. We says. might be able to do Coolio, but not MC it's- Hammer. <laughs> It says you, if you can pull off the parachute pants without the shirt. Can't touch. No, he's got it right. White people can't touch us. <laughs> Frozen Jack from Titanic. What the hell is that? Do you remember the movie Titanic? Yeah. At the end, Leonardo DiCaprio gets frozen. Oh, oh, frozen. They're saying to dress up I as actual like... dead Jack from Titanic. That'd be pretty dope. It's actually kind of a good costume, yeah. now that I think about it. But then you're going in frost face. Is that cool? <laughs> I think that's okay. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Kurt Cobain. Only if it's post-suicide, right? 
No, I would definitely go after. That's what I mean. Like after the suicide, yeah, you yeah, got to go. That's with, the only way because nobody's gonna know who you are. You at, gotta, you know. You're just walking around with jeans with like you just a, look like a hipster, like a like a plaid shirt around your waist. Yeah, <laughs> Vincent Vega from Pulp Fiction. You're just gonna look like a mafia guy. That's yeah. a hard one to pull off. Yeah. Um, Kenny from South Park. Can you? That's like how do you even do that? It says you can buy this orange Parker for five hundred dollars. Jesus, the fucking commitment. Yeah, it is. But for... I mean, you don't see a lot of people dress up as Kenny from South Park. Wilson from Home Improvement. What do you put a fence in front of you? It says, um, popsicle stick art and a bucket hat. They're saying, build, make a fence out of popsicle sticks and put it over your face. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. Steve Expe- Urkel. I mean, th- I mean, all right, so think about it. Like, <coughs> you're at a party and you got a six foot fence right. just hanging off <laughs> your face that you got to balance all day. Like, <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> I went to a party once where I I play I um dressed up as a as a sh- a chef who had cut their hand off and that sucked cuz like you don't think about it ahead of time you're like oh yeah I'm going to do this and you realize like you only have one hand and you're at a party so like you're drinking right like yeah you have one fucking hand the whole time cuz unless you want to break the costume and I didn't break the costume so like you you can't do anything all you have you can either drink or not drink and that's it like you I literally did not have a right hand I just show up in my normal clothes, you know, and people are like, what are you supposed to be? I'm like, fucking taxpayer. Well, you could yeah. <laughs> That's um, all I am. Steve Urkel. Again, another one. Can't you do that, man. Can't do. So tired of this. We can't do shit. <laughs> um, let's see. Rocco from Rocker's Modern Life. How do you pull that off? So let's see what they say. It says it's pretty easy to phone in. Because if anything, I would do Doug. Says you need a blue shirt with purple triangles. It says this is the hardest to get, but they provide a link, and then a pair of khaki pants. Oh yeah, look at that! You can get a Rocco shirt. No, you can't go like that. <laughs> if you're gonna be Rocco, you gotta be Rocco. And the red shoes, you can get the red shoes. No, no, I get that. That's easy to get. How you gonna? How you gonna? What's the actual costume? It's, I would just wear that every day. I it's wear, the shirt, the pants, and the shoes. Listen, I, I wear a button-down shirt and chucks every day. You are day. correct. You'll have to tell everybody what you are. Because they're going to come up and be like, what are yeah. you? And I'm just like, Because Rocco. Rocco was a kangaroo, right? No, he's a wallaby. Wallaby. Okay. So, but, so yeah, like you'd have to constantly explain because obviously you're not dressed as a wallaby. And then you've got to explain what a wallaby is. That's true. You do. Um, then you've got to explain how your best friend was a cow. <laughs> That's a good show. Isn't that was that on um It's on uh where did I just see it? Is it on Netflix now? Maybe. I think it was on uh Tubi TV. Okay, it could be on, it's not on Tubi. I haven't seen that show in years. I used to love that show. I love that show. Um Fox Mulder from the X Files. Again, that one's like I guess if you had the, the tag. Yeah. The Mulder but it's tag. Like, like you could do Fox Mulder. You could be you could be uh you know if you gotta explain it, it's not a good costume. <laughs> I got another one. The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> I'm all right. I, I, we can't go in blackface. I get it. Fresh Prince of Bel Air, you could probably pull off as a white dude though. And people would know who you were. You could actually. It says so like If you like all right, so <laughs> M, like MC Hammer, no one's gonna know who the fuck you are. I don't know the hammer pants. 
They're pretty recognizable. If just, you get the right ones, yeah, I guess you might be able to pull. But up. if you could get a wig that looked like you know just a, a small fade, or even, I mean, you could cut your hair like you're that. right. Because Steve Urkel, you're just like a nerd, right? Like you wouldn't be Steve Urkel. Yeah, you wouldn't be Steve Urkel. You would just so be. So they're white saying nerd. like you can get these pants, these workout pants. They say yeah. you can get this panel cap. Yeah. Um. That's all they really tell you to get. But yeah, you you probably you could pull off could fresh prints. Pull as a off fresh prints. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, I think that's all they gave us. Those were the ones. All right, so we can only do two. <laughs> they do have um, the 15 best TV Halloween episodes. Let's just look at that real quick. <laughs> and we'll move on to Creepshow. Let's see what we think about this. This is also from this year. These are the best Halloween TV episodes of all time. That's quite a statement. All, all time. All time. All time. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Halloween 3. Brooklyn Nine-Nine just came out like three years ago. <laughs> How are they in an all-time anything? They made an all-time list. I couldn't tell you. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Halloween. I haven't seen a single episode of Buffy. Have you ever seen it? Oh, yeah. I, well, back in like the fucking 90s. Did you watch it? I never. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a single episode of uh, it. My brother used to record it on VHS and then give me the VHS tapes. And yeah. uh, I used to watch it, yeah. The Office Halloween episode. That's an a good, episode called Halloween. That's a that's good episode. A good one. That's a good one. Because this is the one. Yeah, they show the picture where Michael has like the himself yeah. or whatever on it. That's a that's a that's really a good, good episode. That might I also love be the, the one where Dwight puts the pumpkin on its head, yeah. right? Yeah, it is because there was only one one Halloween episode oh, yeah, for good. that season. Friends. I'm not. I mean, I I I don't even think I've ever watched Friends. American Horror Story Halloween. So which one is? Oh, is that the first? I'm like See, three seasons behind on that. Oh, my God. I've only watched um, season one, season four, and I started watching 1984, the new season, but it's like... Was that with Britney Spears? No. It takes place in 1984. It's a slasher movie thing, but it's like... Wasn't Britney Spears in it? She wasn't in the first two episodes. Or not, not Britney Spears. Who's the achy, breaky heart kid? Um, Don't tell my heart. My uh, Billy Ray Cyrus? Yeah. Uh, my, uh, Miley Cyrus. Oh, my, she might be. Is I've it? only seen a couple episodes, and I, oh. I just... it hasn't, she might be in it. It hasn't really... I could uh, be wrong, but... You could be right. Um, that 70s show, Too Old to Trick or Treat, Too Young to Die. I do like that 70s show. I've seen show. that one. That's a yeah. good episode, actually. Oh, I've seen a 70s show so many times. Yeah, this is the one where they, they act out scenes from Hitchcock yeah. movies. I've seen that one. That's good. Yeah, that 70s show's good. South Park Pink Eye is a classic. Do you remember that one? Yes, that's what, good. Zombies, where they all turn into zombies, and I then Chef s- does the Michael Jackson dance. <laughs> like, this, like they, they, they used all time wrong. Hmm? The, whatever you're reading. Oh, they said all time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a wrong statement. I might put Pink Eye on there. That's one of my favorite South Park. Um, Treehouse of Horror in general is belongs on that list. Well, Simpsons. yeah, The Simpsons. They have Tree Halloween of Horror, but it's like they didn't even call it the right thing. Um, they put Halloween of Horror. They did. It's Treehouse of Horror. Yeah, they know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you fucked up. <laughs> no, man. Bob's Burgers, the haunting. Have you? Yes. Ever... That, yes. I, love... I was gonna say yes. Have... They fucking, first of all, that show, like in general, right, is incredible. Yes. But their Halloween episodes are fantastic. Fun fact, and it took me th- fucking three episodes to figure it out. Yep. I mean, three seasons to figure it out. You watch Bob's Burgers? Yeah. I haven't seen every season, but yeah, I love that show. You don't have to see every season. Okay. Every time you watch an episode, pay attention to the intro. All right. An exterminator pulls up in front of the building. Okay. 
every single episode, there's a different name on the exterminators. No shit. It'll be like Pestar X, and then the next one will wow. be Eliminate. I, I like, never would have noticed Every that. single time a van, uh, every time that exterminator van pulls up, it's a different name every single time. That is a great show, right? I Though, love like, Bob's Burgers. It's so fucking yes. funny. It's so fucking funny. love it. Modern Family. I've never seen a single episode. I've never seen Modern Family. I know what it is, but never watched. Bojack it. Horseman. Did you watch that? I never watched it, but people seem to like it. No, I saw Netflix though. You know who loved that is um. And tell him Steve Dave. What's his name? Uh, yeah, Brian Johnson loves yep. that show. And I work with somebody who says it's like so really. That's the thing. Really if they're good. gonna pull, I mean, because we don't watch a whole lot of TV. Yeah, I guess that's part of Blackish. What the hell is that? It's that show on ABC. Oh, I've seen this episode actually. So Blackish, I I had watched a bunch of Halloween episodes a while back. I didn't know what Blackish it's is. It's Anthony. Um, it sounds like a porn. What's his name? Anthony. Uh, fuck. He was fat and he lost weight. He's a black comedian. He was in like fucking one of the scary movies, I think. And he was fat, and now he's skinny. Doctor Phil. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, they actually do pretty good Halloween episodes on that show. They're actually, I don't know. It's it's kind of a funny show. The Vampire Diaries. What the fuck, really? That's never... it. That's your lit. Oh, That's... New Girl, Freaks and Geeks, Tricks and Treats. That's a good episode. Have you ever seen know. it? No. It's probably the only episode of Freaks and Geeks that I really like. It's a TV show? Yeah. Oh, it aired in the 90s. Um, it's actually really... It takes place in, like, the 80s. And uh, that that one Halloween episode is actually really good. All right. That's that, the whole list? Yeah, it's pretty shitty, isn't it? That's a bad list. That's a bad list. I agree with you. Hold on. Let me see if I can sing a song. They have a bunch of Halloween lists on here. The 10 best monster movies to watch this Halloween. I was just going to look up uh, best. Do you want to see what that is? Yeah, go ahead. Although this is like a sponsored thing. It's probably going to install a virus on my phone. I think it might not even know if it's the same website. I'm probably about to get a fucking virus. Let's see. 27 classic Halloween movies to watch for a scary listen, evening in. Listen. Listen. The first picture is Hocus Pocus. But that's not the first movie. It's Scream. <laughs> okay. So Scream. All right. Let's go. So I'll go your first. You go your first movie and I'll go the one on my list. So All right. We'll go compare. ahead. What's your first one? Scream. Mine's Frankenstein 1931. So like what? Which of those two would you pick? Scream. What, what was yours? Frankenstein, the original 1931. Ooh, that's a tough one. I love that movie. Um, I think Frankenstein is a great movie. Um, ooh, shit. If you had to pick one to watch on Halloween night. Halloween night? Mm-hmm. I might go with Frankenstein. I'm going with Frankenstein. I'm going with Frankenstein. Okay. So I mean, then, I love Scream. Don't get me wrong. That's well, a good movie. So do I. But if you had to but, pick one, like Halloween night, and you have those two in front I'm of you, and you only watch one, yeah, I'm you going watch Frankenstein. Frankenstein. It's funny, because I, I was just trying to look for a Blu-ray of that. It's I, out on Blu-ray. It's on Blu-ray, yeah. but I can't find a copy that I want. Like it's always yeah. done by some shitty company, and I'm you like, you can get. That, I don't want just a DVD that was put on Blu-ray. No, you got to like, get that um that like really nice Universal Monsters set that came out. Yeah, it's super fucking. Expensive. Walmart has the classic collection, but it's only on DVD. Yeah, so it's they put all, that they put that same one out on Blu-ray, but it's really fucking expensive. Yeah, it's yeah, it's all of the every, it's awesome. every Those single sets, one. I have the Frankenstein yeah. classic legacy. Cla- That's and it what was, I'm looking for. Yeah. I have it on DVD, but I though. want it on Blu-ray. Yeah, Walmart only it's has got DVD. Frankenstein, House, um, Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, House of Frankenstein, Son of Frankenstein, and Ghost of Frankenstein on it. Yeah. It's got That's five movies. Have, yeah. yeah, they're yeah. awesome sets, but they're really fucking expensive. All right, all right, my second movie. It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, Tremors. 
<laughs> adult Mike is going with Tremors, but child Mike is definitely going Charlie Brown. I'm going Charlie Brown on this Because Charlie well. Brown is pretty fucking dope. We watched it the other night because it was on. It was on. Yeah. It's always, you know, they always show it. It's and, fun. Um, it is. And if I were going to say, like, all right, Halloween, like a Halloween thing, and I had to pick between Tremors and that, I'm picking Charlie yeah, Brown. Yeah, yeah. Because this is Halloween-themed. Tremors is just a horror it's, movie. It's a horror movie. And it, it, yeah. if anything, it doesn't even have, a, like, a Halloween feel to it. Not it's, at all. It's, like in the middle of summer in a desert, you know, or at least Frankenstein has that. Like, it feels like kind of Halloweenish, you know, yeah. something about it. All right, what's uh, your number three? Get Out, which I've never seen. Godzilla. How's that a fucking Halloween movie? Don't know. I'm going Get Out just because Godzilla's not a Halloween movie. I I've seen Get Out, and um, I'm going Godzilla because I love Godzilla. I'll I've be never... honest with you, I wouldn't go with either. Like, I would just probably pick something else. But I've never even seen that. Yeah. Oh, that was the dude from Key and Peel, right? Yeah, I think Get Out uh, was good. I liked it. It took place in Connecticut. Did it? Yeah. Oh, where I liked the, it. Is out. that where the black dude gets kidnapped into yes. the white? That took place in Connecticut. Oh, no shit. I didn't know that. Yeah, because we're all fucked up here. <laughs> <laughs> My number four is Beetlejuice. Creature from the Black Lagoon. <clears throat> oh, God. Um, Halloween-wise, I'm probably going Creature from the Black Lagoon. I'm going Beetlejuice, fam. Beetlejuice is fun. It's yeah. a fun movie. We just watched it like a week ago, and it, it um, totally holds up. But I'm, I'm just saying it's late. It's dark. See, you want to get a little, you know. So here's the thing, right? In terms of um, atmosphere, yeah, I'm going to go Creature from Black Lagoon. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was going to Beetlejuice, like, though, is like more, it's like a party movie, you know? So like, yeah, that's the. It's fun. I love Beetlejuice. That's the thing is those two are almost equal. Yeah. yeah don't, you know what I mean? Like, they're almost close because they're so different, but. All right. What the fuck is he wearing? Like, what is that? <laughs> He's wearing the Wish version of the Halloween I'm guessing, man. He We're looking sh- at a, a picture of what's supposed to be Michael Meyer. It looks like he's posing for, like, a fucking male model, man. Right? Like, yeah. That's really bizarre. So yeah. your number five is... Halloween, 1978. The Shape of Water. <laughs> what's that? The 2018... Guillermo del Toro movie about oh, the, the woman who falls tank? in love with the creature. All right, uh, I'm going Halloween. I uh, me too, but I haven't even I haven't seen Shape of Water. I did. It's actually decent. I heard it's, it's real it's, good, but it's a love story. There's no way yeah. it's a Halloween movie. It's not right? a Halloween movie. So we're, we're both not. we're both yeah Halloween. My number six is Edward Scissorhand, 1990. The Mist, 2007. I'm going with The Mist. Yeah, I'm probably going with The Mist too. Because Edward Scissorhand is not even a horror movie. It you're. You're right. It's not a horror movie, and it um it doesn't feel Halloween. I mean, maybe his look a little. That would bit. be a dope costume, though. It, that's what I'm saying. Like his look, like he has this weird, like kind of. You golf got those look. weird scissor yeah. hand. You got, his face is all scratched yeah, up the, and the stuff. Scars on the face. But you got the that movie, giant hair. Absolutely, the movie itself though is not. No. I think number seven uh, on my list. It's Ghostbusters of 1984. King Kong 1933. Fucking going Ghostbusters. I'm going Ghostbusters. All I'm day. going Ghostbusters no on what? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, there's Thursday, and Friday. No, there's no competition. Just watched it the other day. <laughs> Did you? I, I watched Ghostbusters two the other day. Yeah, I love Ghostbusters. Um, wait, wait, wait. Okay, so We're this on one's eight. a little weird here. So my number eight is Carrie from 2013. Why would they put the 2013 version? On I, I don't know. And then put a GIF from the tw- from the original from the 1970 what five or whatever. 76? I'm gonna guess this is supposed to be the original. <laughs> yeah, and they fucked up. And they fucked up and put the wrong. Whoever date. wrote it didn't know what they were doing. Right? Yeah, 
Because so it's, it's showing a sissy pace. Right, uh, let's call it space, the right? 1970s carry, and I have yeah. Jaws 1975. Oh, um, probably. Neither one is particularly Halloween. Halloween. Right? So we're going to go better movie? Because neither one of them is like Halloween, it's right? It's like, not a Halloween movie, so we have to go better movie, so I'm going Jaws. You got to go Jaws, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> the next one, man, I already know where you're going to go. Number nine is The Exorcist. The Thing. I'm going to thing. <laughs> <laughs> no questions asked. Oh, it's um, tough, man. I actually just caught The Exorcist halfway through Oof. the other day. I just wa- um, I watched it back in September. But I just recently watched The Thing, Fuck, too. man. I'm watching The Thing on uh, this next week. I'm watching it before yeah. Halloween. Oh, my God. The Thing is so I'm good. I'm putting The Thing because I'm already planning to watch it Halloween week. So clearly I'm, you know. But that's. that's... I think The Exorcist is a really good movie. Yeah. The problem with The Exorcist is it's one of those movies Kind of once, like when you like, definitely when you watch it when you're a kid, it kind of freaks you out. Yeah. But as an adult, it's kind of you already know what's coming. You already know what's going to happen. Yeah. Where the thing I can just enjoy every time I watch it. I think I agree with that. I rewatched The Exorcist, and I I really do love The Exorcist, and I think it holds up. But I talk about the, the thing, thing like you talk about Jaws. Like I know you I do. Like That's it. why I knew it right away. Yeah. But the thing, the thing, like it's. It's scarier overall, I think, than The Exorcist. You know what I mean? Oh, like, there's something yeah. about it. There's like the dread that's in the thing is so much thicker than The Exorcist. And the thing, like, even right down to the end of the movie, The Exorcist ends it on a semi happy ending. I mean, Father Karras doesn't make it, so that's not. But at the thing, like, they're both fucking dead. No, they're both dead. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, in the thing, the what? thing wins. Because yeah. if one of them is the thing, it's just going to freeze. And then it's going to be frozen. So you already know. So the, yeah, the dude that's alive. You know, like. Like, uh, Kurt Russell, he's definitely not the thing, right? So let's say mm-hmm. he's going to freeze to death. Right. But the dude that may be the thing. Is going to freeze and, yeah, then, and then be brought back, and then be brought back. So it's it's a total like yeah, I gotta go with the thing. Yeah, the thing yeah. is great. Yep. Right, what do you got next? I got. Let's see what's on this list. Hocus pocus. Oh, hocus pocus. <laughs> the descent. Is this like the Disney movie? Yeah, it is. The Dis- Wait, the you're talking about the descent with the girls? The descent, the one with the girls underground. Yeah. Yeah, in the cave. Uh, I'm going hocus pocus. As a Halloween movie, yeah, I'm gonna go with Hocus Pocus yeah. as a Halloween movie. I th- the Descent's a better movie. Like, there's almost no doubt about that to me. Hang on, I'm loading another list here because I ran out, but I have another list. Um, but yeah, I'm totally going Hocus Pocus for Halloween. All right. Oh boy. Okay. All right. My next one here is uh, Child's Play from 1988. <laughs> You're gonna love this. Hi, I'm Chucky. Want to play? Tyler Perry's Boo, a Medea Halloween. I don't even know what the. F- I I know I've seen it. <laughs> Like, and, I, I didn't watch it. I know what it is. Like, I've seen it. And like, Boo 2, Amadea Halloween. Oh, my God. They made two of them? <laughs> yeah. How is Tyler around, Halloween turns into less of a spook fest and more of a side-splitting experience. In both the original and sequel, Medea Halloween movies, Tyler Perry's long-standing character fights off paranormal activity, zombies, and every fiction. Okay. I'm going Child's Play. I don't even fuck care. I haven't seen a Tyler Perry movie. If he can make a like a um a a Buddha Buddha a Boo Medea, <laughs> what is it? Medea? How do you say it? Medea. Medea. I'm pretty sure it's Medea. A Boo Medea movie. He's made two of them. We can we can make some shit. <laughs> and you know these made money. I mean, oh, they made tons of money, man. He owns his own production company. I know he does. You gotta give him credit, I guess. Right. All right. Twelve mother. I don't. I've never seen this. The night before Halloween. 
I don't even know what that is. Let me see. This one is less of a laugh. 17-year-old Megan takes part in a Halloween prank that ends with her friend Beth in a coma. But there's more here than just some teens up to antics that go terribly wrong. This is a scary Halloween movie. So, of course, there's a curse involved. And Megan gets wrapped up in that, too. I mean, I, I haven't seen either one of these. Yeah, I, I don't... I'm, I'm going to go with Night Before Halloween because it has the word Halloween in it. And that has Jennifer Lawrence in it, and I don't really like her very much. I haven't seen either of them, so I'm going with the thing. I was going to watch the thing again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just going to watch it again. Um, all right, so the next one on this list is uh, Casper from 1995. Ghostbusters, 1984. Going Ghostbusters, but we already chose Ghostbusters. I know, so what are you going to do? So I'm going to go with Casper because I already watched Ghostbusters. All right. I'll watch Casper. I'm going Ghostbusters. So, because I already watched Ghostbusters. No, I know, I know. All right. But my next one was Casper. Your next one's Casper? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going, what's the next one you have? Rocky Horror Picture Show, 1975. You watching Casper again? That fucking movie gives me nightmares. I'll I am, I am not. You had that dream. <laughs> I am not fucking watching that Frank again. Frankenfurter stalking you in a junkyard. Yeah, when is I have fucking underwear and shit? <laughs> Fuck that. Shit ain't happening. <laughs> I just wanted to go home and watch the thing. <laughs> what a weird fucking dream. Yeah, but I watched it in a weird motherfucker's house. <laughs> <laughs> you watch shit in a weird house and you go home and weird shit happens, man? A weird house where they break up shit with sticks, right? Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Just so they can flush the threat. They break it up. No, they broke it up with a wooden spoon, then scooped it out and put it in a paper bag and brought it to the dumpster. Oh, my God. Why did we ever hang out there? Holy shit. I forgot about that. This shit was so big they couldn't flush it. So they had to, you had to break it up with a wooden spoon. Oh my god! I forgot about that. I'm so glad we moved the fuck out of that place. Oh my god! All right, god damn! All right, what do you have next? Oh, fucking uh, Blair Witch Project, <laughs> the original. Oh my god. Coraline. Just fucking carry the fucking bag out. It's just like dripping water. It was just just like a a lunch bag. Oh my god. What do you got? (laughs) Uh, Coraline. I don't know what that is. It's an animated movie from the dude that made Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh yeah, I don't think I've the girl uh, with like the button eyes or whatever. I've seen parts of it. My girls it. have watched it. I guess I'll go with Blair Witch for nostalgia effect. I'm gonna go with Blair Witch. Yeah, the black and white and everything. You know, it's, yeah. it's kind of more original film footage and shit. Yeah. Oh shit! The Craft from 1996. Halloween Town. Disney movie. Oh, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm probably gonna go Halloween Town. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like. The craft? I don't even really remember. I remember. I know what it is. I watched it. But have you had to watch Halloween Town lately? It's, it's got Neff Campbell in it. Is that what it the is? Craft does. Yeah. So. I'm probably gonna go Halloween Town only because of the fact that it's Halloween. But it's a Halloween. It's movie. not a better movie. 
Oh, I already got any more on here. Yeah, I know. I'm choosing whatever you got next. You sure about that? Yeah. What do you got? Paranormal Paranormal activity. Halloween H2O. I'm watching Halloween H2O. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking watching Busta Rhymes. Fucking (laughs) LL Cool J. Yeah, Busta Rhymes is in part eight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I can't dress up as either of them, so. Uh, I fucking hate the Paranormal Activity movies, man. You should dress up as Buster Rhymes, just walk around and be like, trick or treat, motherfucker. Trick or treat, motherfucker. Oh, my God. I um, I don't know, man. I H2- hate Paranormal. I watched H2O again, like, last year, I think, or the year before, and it's not very good. It's not oh, no. very oh, good. Oh my god, H two O is terrible. Ugh. That's remember that these, there's a scene where it like comes down off like the water pipe real slow and shit. <laughs> no, but I, I just, um, it's bad. <laughs> I believe you. Oh, I don't know, man. But I don't like paranormal. I don't like ghost <laughs> shit. Like if I want, I know you don't like haunted house. Ghost yeah. Stuff, yeah. All right. I uh, what am I gonna pick? Um, I'm probably going paranormal activity. I just I don't know, man. That Halloween H two O. Are you all out of movies? Oh, no, you still oh, got no, some. I, I got a couple more. All right. I, what the hell is this? <laughs> D- double, double. <coughs> toil? Is that toil? Yes. Or toll? Toil. To- double, double, toil, trouble. <laughs> Grave digger. Ah! You're it's at a- two places at the same time. Lynn Farmer. We're twins, silly. It's a uh, it's an Olsen twins movie. Yeah, I kind of got that from 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 the picture. <laughs> I don't, I've never seen it. I don't know what the fuck it is. Halloween 2018. Oh God, the new one. Oh God, <laughs> Rob Zombie. Oh no, the most recent one, the one from last year or whatever. Oh, the Jamie oh. Lee Curtis one. Oh, oh I'm, God! Could you imagine oh. if it was the Rob Zombie one? Yeah, no, I'm. Going, I'd pick the fucking Olsen yeah, twins. Yeah, I'm going Olsen twins. <laughs> Someone's gonna be like, "Hey, listen, I have a DVD of Double Double Toil Trouble, and I have both. I have copies one and two of Rob Zombie's Halloween. I'm just snatching the fucking Olsen Watching twins. Watching this twice. Yeah. <laughs> I'll watch this all day. Um, no, I'll go with the Halloween movie. It yeah, wasn't yeah. terrible, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Go with the Halloween. fuck yeah. Oh my God. Olsen twins. I don't know what practical magic is. <laughs> I've never seen practical magic. It's about witches, I think. Mine's the Hallow. H A L L O W. Um, it's in remote Ireland. It's pro. Uh, this person hasn't seen the movie. It says set a movie in remote Ireland. Ireland, and it's probably bound to be scary. <laughs> the Hallow. H A L L O W from 2015. I've never seen that either. <clears throat> oh my god. Um, God, I'm probably gonna go. I'm gonna watch the Ghostbusters. <laughs> I don't, I've never seen either I mean, of I'm these. I'm probably gonna pick the Hallow because I haven't seen it. You know. Oh, you already got. Oh, you got Halloween. Okay, I got well, Halloween. Let's Town see if now. we're watching Halloween Town. I brought up another list, so let's see if you're bringing Halloween Town, or we're watching. Um, the Evil Dead 1 and 2. Oh, I'm going to watch Evil Dead. Evil Dead. All yeah, day. I'm going to watch Fuck Evil yeah. Dead. Evil Fuck Dead. yeah. That's not even a question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Sixth Sense. Paranormal Activity 2. I'm watching The Sixth Sense. I see I don't dead think people. I ever saw Paranormal Activity 2. I've seen like the... F- 
Was that the Mexican one? No, that one I the saw. Three? You know what? That one wasn't Paranormal Activity. The marked ones wasn't bad. I think that was three. No, the the Mexican one was five. Oh, five. holy shit! Yeah, I didn't even know there was that many. <laughs> um, that one wasn't bad because I've seen a couple of them. And I'm just I can't tolerate them. I just the, me- can't the one it. Mexico, Mex- whatever it was, New Mexico wasn't bad, but. Um, I'm probably, I'm definitely going to six cents. Like you can't, like if we did that fucking haunted house where like, you're going to give me 20 grand. If the entire thing was ghosts, I would just laugh. <laughs> like I just, I just don't get it. Tim Burton's the nightmare before Halloween. Nightmare before Christmas. You said nightmare before Halloween. It's yeah. Nightmare before Christmas. Oh, Christmas. My bad. The last exorcism. Oh, I'm going Tim Burton's. Obviously. Yeah. The yeah. last exorcism is a good movie, but for Halloween, yeah, a hundred percent. I should watch that. <clears throat> What's that? The Last Exorcism? No, uh, Tim Burton's. That's that's a good movie. I like we watched that. it. We watched it a few weeks ago because we we watch a lot of stuff right now. So this I have never uh, seen. Me neither. Uh, the Witches of Eastwick. The Invasion of the Body Snatchers, nineteen seventy eight. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's no right. I mean, come on. Wait, the remake or the original? So it's the seventy eight version, which I can. If you haven't seen it, I can vouch. It's pretty incredible. Um, it's the one oh, yeah. with Donald Sutherland. So the original, to me, is I, that's still my favorite. The black and white one's my favorite, but the nineteen seventy eight one is really, really good. They start to get real. They start to get shitty after that. But I would put it above whatever that was before I remember anymore. This one I've never. I don't even know what the hell this is. Death I have becomes seen her? this. I've seen that. I saw it back in the nineties when it came out. So it's about this guy. So that's Bruce Willis, by the way. You would like he doesn't look like him, right? That dude on the ground? Oh, oh you could tell that. you Bruce Willis out. and Meryl Streep, and then it's uh, Goldie Hawn, and they're like zombies or whatever, and he's like their doctor, and he res- he keeps them alive. So, like, every time they, something happens to them, they he has to, like, I don't know, make them beautiful again. So it's kind of an interesting movie. Mine is Rosemary's Baby. Uh... I'd probably watch Rosemary's Baby. I think I would too. I've never seen this here, so we're I've seen do... this, but I'd probably go Rosemary's Baby. Let's do one more. I All have right. Sleepy Hollow, and from 1999, Children of the Corn. Probably Children of the Corn. Sleepy. <sighs> this remake, I I don't really remember it that much. I remember watching it, but I'm gonna go Sleepy Hollow just because it it does more have... Halloweeny. It is right because like the whole pumpkin thing. I don't know. I'm probably gonna go Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. All right, so let's take a quick break, and we'll come back with Creep Show. Creep Show. Com. All right. All right, we're back. Welcome back. Ready to talk Creep Show? We're going to talk Creep Show. You ever listen to NPR? Yeah, actually. How the fuck? Like, oh, my God, right? I know. <clears throat> so I'm out in the middle of nowhere working. Mm-hmm. And, the like, I can get, like, two radio stations. And one was, like, a, like a Christian... Like uh, well, I should I should clarify. I I don't listen to NPR often, but I have listened to NPR. Yeah. So the only thing I can get in is NPR. So I'm listening to it, and the entire time this yeah. guy is telling a story just like this, and I'm like, how does anybody? S- I'm gonna fall asleep. Just tell me the goddamn story. Just just fucking tell me. Like you don't have yeah, to right. make a voice. So mm-hmm. anyway, let's run the trailer for Creep Show. <laughs> Who are you? You know it's okay to be scared, right? 
tell me what this is all about? Yes. Yes, absolutely. You've killed before. You'll kill again. I see what you did there. There are things in the corners of this world. Help me! I feel insane. A new generation of horror has arisen from the dead. supposed to be. Alright, so I mean, listening to it, you don't get a whole lot out of that, but seeing it, it's a little different. So, there's been a total of five episodes, Mm -hmm. two episodes each. I mean, five five episodes, two stories per episode. Yep. And this is, uh, just in case... For whatever reason you're not aware, this is the 2019 Creepshow series, which is a Shutter, um, Shutter produced uh, television series based off of the 1980s uh, Stephen King George Romero movie, uh, what 1981, I guess, something like that. Obviously, it had a couple sequels, but um, it's an anthology series with sort of short stories, and like Mike said, each episode has two stories, written by. People like Stephen King, Joe Hill, Joe Lansdale, and others. Yeah, I mean, um, each episode's uh, 42 minutes. Yeah, with two. So each segment's about 20 minutes long, yeah. a little over 20 minutes long. Um, and uh, it's like a return to the anthology TV series, or it's supposed to be a, re- a return to anthology TV series like Tales from the Dark Side and Tales from the Crypt and yep. Monsters and that kind of stuff. It's it's uh, it's a little light and... Um, it's supposed to emulate like the creep show vibe. Like I think more of the original movie than anything, but we we can talk about that. But I think the way we should go about it is like let's go episode by episode. Yeah. Um I mean I have personally seen four and a half, so I did not watch the second segment of last night's episode. But um we can talk through most of it and if you've if you've seen that that last one you can talk about it. Yeah. Let's start with episode one. And the first segment in episode one is Gray, Gray Matter. Matter. Do you, so know the, any, do you know any of the history behind Grey Matter? Yeah, isn't Grey Matter like shit that comes from space? I think it's your brain. Oh, is it? Yeah, but anyway, so Grey Matter... <laughs> Grey Matter... Moving on. <laughs> Grey Matter is a short story in Stephen King's Night Shift, which was a book he put out in the early 80s. It was like a bunch of short stories. So like some of this, just to give you some idea, some of the stories in that book were Grey Matter. Children of the Corn is in there. Trucks is in there, which became um, Maximum Overdrive. Um, oh, there's others. There's a whole bunch in there that that turned into Duel. Well, Duel was was uh, uh, Steven Spielberg. Steven, yeah, so whatever. King may have ripped him off, but regardless, 
So anyway, this it's funny because like this is in Night Shift. This was one of my favorite stories, especially when I was a kid. Um, and I always thought it would make a great movie, and it was never. It was just never turned into a movie. So when I saw that it was going to come for Creep Show, um, I got I got kind of psyched about it. Um, but this one basically, it's about a guy who drinks a lot of beer, right? Drinks a lot of beer, and he drinks a bad batch of beer, and uh, he starts to turn into a gelatinous monster that um, drinks a lot of beer and starts to eat. Human beings. What is he like? A plant-based monster? So here's the thing: they don't. That's the one thing I think about the episode that's tough, right? Is in the book, like in the story, it's kind of it's like not obvious what he is, but he he basically starts to just turn into like a blob. So he becomes kind of becomes the blob, where he like just goes out and like devours things with like his being. So he's he literally turns into a gray blob. He becomes like gray matter. Um, and it's because he drinks this beer that has this weird, like slime in it, like slime in it. Yeah, and it, it transforms him. But in this one, he never leaves the house. That's that's right. And and but in the book, he does. Like they don't actually say it outright, but he definitely has gone out and like taken people. And I don't if I if I remember the story correctly in the book, like I think in in this, his son who lives with him, like brings him victims. Yeah, see, because it were really reminded me of like, um, of uh, well, holy shit! I was just thinking of it in my head, and I can't think of it with the plant. Little shop of horrors. Little shop of horrors. Yeah, it's very much like that, where he brings the victims to him. Yeah, that's that's actually a, that's an interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. a good comparison. Um, in the book, it's not like that. I don't remember the son being in on it. Um, so that's a little bit different. And the book, the thing I like about the story, it. Anytime you're going to compare it to, like, an original, it's always going to be, you know, the story's probably going to be a little better. The original story takes place during a blizzard and not a hurricane. And there's something about the blizzard that almost makes it, it almost makes it better because it's more isolating. You know what I mean? Like, the idea of being stuck in two feet of snow and and not being able to move quickly. and, And there's this whole thing of, like. It just feels much more isolated and dangerous in a blizzard than it does in this storm. This storm doesn't feel all that dangerous. So, like, that would be, like, my one big criticism is it, it you can almost feel, like, the budget in it. But the creature effects in it are actually really good. Like, when he's, like, when, as, like, a sort of creature monster, I think they did a really good job. Yeah, with especially the when they show up and he's kind of, like, on the wall area. It's pretty, it's yeah, pretty it's cool. pretty cool. Yeah, it, so there's like for me for this episode for this segment for and this... I like the fact that like the like the kid knows what's happening yeah so and he goes to this place and she's like let me make you breakfast and he's literally just eating bacon and eggs and yeah. knowing that these two people are about to be eaten right and he just, he's just like I'm just I'll tell yeah, I'm gonna tell you the story very slowly <laughs> I know while I eat my bacon and eggs. while they go over there and yeah. it, it's similar in the story like but it, I I don't remember it being intentional that's the difference is. They do go over, like, the two guys go over there, and then, like, it unravels, and you figure out what's going on. But it's not, it's not like the kid is out to help him. I don't, but, but I, I like that. I do kind of like, that's very Creep Show-esque, I guess. So, like, the thing with Creep Show is it's, it's always got this, at least the movie always had this vibe of people, people in those stories aren't usually good people. 
Um, it's usually like bad people and bad things happen to them, and it's it's usually filled with just shitty human beings. Yeah, who have shitty things happen to them, or they're just really like in the original movie, the Stephen King segment where he gets that green. Sh- you, you've seen the movie, right? He gets covered yeah, in like yeah. green mold, or like he was just stupid. But like in this, it, you get that. I think this this pulls off that vibe a little bit. Um, of like this kid is just out to do whatever he needs to do. He's not a good person, you know, and like his father's not a good person and basically nobody wins at the end of the episode. No. Um, but why did he never, why did he never kill a kid? It's like, so that's the thing, right? Is in this, in this here, like all I could think is that he was bringing him victims and that's why he didn't do it. Like, he needed someone to... Because he brings him the little girls. He kills the little girls. Yeah. And then he brings him these guys. So it's, And he was going out to get him beer. So, like, he was still drinking yeah, beer I the whole time. I guess if someone's bringing me beer, I'm not going to kill him either. And in, in the story, it is that. Like, he's constantly going out to buy his dad cases of beer. And he just sits there and drinks well, beer. Well, he says that in, the, in that. He's, yeah. I would never dare to come home without a case of beer anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there you go. So I don't, I don't remember the quote, but that's, that, that's yeah. exactly how it is in the story. I think it was good. Yeah, um, I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was like a good kind of creature feature. I I didn't love like the end when she's like typing out. Remember that? Like at the very end. Oh yeah, yeah. This just seemed like that. I don't like. No one's gonna do that. Like no one's gonna sit there when this fucking creature is about to like devour you and sit there and figure out how many how many days until the world ends. Like that just felt that just felt tacked on. Yeah. But. I thought it was a good. I, the funny thing is, I saw people online saying they didn't really like the gray matter segment, but I I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was decent. I, I did liked too. It. I, I really like the effects, and I I like. I don't know. I, I, I guess, like the darkness, like the I, like the dark, like when they go into the house, and yeah. it's like it's filmed really nicely because it's like just kind of like flashlight light at one point. Yep. And uh, they did a really good job of that because a lot of times when you get like that weird, a lot of like I wouldn't say independent, but. I guess independent films are you, you watch like low budget show. This shit. is a lower budget show. I mean, they yeah. do it. They, it looks nice, but, but when you watch a lot of show. lower budget stuff and you're trying to do that flashlight thing, mm-hmm. it's more of like you can only see where the flashlight is. Where this, yeah. they lighted it, they lit yeah, the scene yeah, enough yeah. where you could kind of still see everything. Mm-hmm. They did a really good job of that. Yeah, I, I actually really I agree with you. I really like the inside of the apartment. I like yeah. how like dirty and grimy it feels. Like I remember in the story, there, there's like this feeling that like that gray slime is kind of on everything. Um, you can kind of feel that. Like it, it just it has this. It's like a place you wouldn't want to be. You know, I don't know. It's. I thought it was. I thought it was a a, a good opener to the series. Um, I thought it was too. And it features Tobin Bell, who's in the Saw movies I've yeah. been watching. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> right. And also, did you catch the? I know that throughout these episodes, there's a bunch of Easter eggs. I'm not really paying attention to them, but a couple I did catch. When she, so the the woman Adrian Barbeau is in this, right? And she has like a case of beer for the boy, and on that case is a bunch of green mold. Yeah. And that's that's a reference to the first Creep Show movie. That's supposed to be the shit that grows on Stephen King. They don't even mention it. They don't. And that's yeah. like that's. I, th- I think they're doing that on purpose. They like, just kind of. She puts it on the counter yeah. and the can. I think he looks at it. Yeah. But the camera just kind of. 
It's just kind of center frame. She makes some comment about like mold or something, but like it's very throwaway. She says to the other guy that's there, like the cop or whatever, or the other guy, and she's like, "Yeah, I still got that mold problem." And he was yeah. like, "I don't think it's ever going to go away." Yeah, that's yeah. that's a creep show reference. That's from that first movie. So I, th- I mean, that stuff's kind of fun. Like if you're a fan of the movie yeah. and seeing that, you can look for this stuff is scattered throughout, but that was like a really obvious one. And then the uh, so the next one was. The house with the head. Yeah, the, the house, house with the head. With the head. Yeah. Which so this is a dollhouse. Yeah. We have seen God, I don't even know how many movies with haunted dollhouses, yep. dollhouses within movies that are haunted. And this one here kind of takes a different perspective on the haunted dollhouse. I yeah, I I liked this episode. I did too. Right? It was Most like, of the time when we see like a, like a dollhouse, it's usually, oh, there's a ghost or there, there's like something right. paranormal about it. And this here just took a completely different turn from like the normal haunted dollhouses. So the premise is um, this girl gets like a big dollhouse as a gift from her parents. And like inside the dollhouse, she has like a mom, a dad and a child, like a son and a dog. And a dog. And she, like, moves them around and plays with them. And then one day she looks inside the house and there's a severed head in the house. Yep. And she has no idea how it got there, where it came from. She doesn't know what it's doing. But what starts to happen is the things in the dollhouse, like, when she's not looking, they're moving around. And the people inside the dollhouse are reacting to this severed head. So, like, it plays out where she... She starts to buy figures that she thinks can help the family. Like a cop or a She detective. buys a cop yeah. or, an in, or, or an Indian, and she yeah. like puts them in there like, okay, you can kill the head. And then what happens is these people keep dying. Yeah. So like she'll go back to the dollhouse, and like the cop will be dead, or the, the Indian will be dead. And um, the family is like terrified. And it, it's like cool because like she'll leave – and they'll be, like, in the living room just looking out. And then when she comes home, they're all at the bottom of the stairs, terrified looking up. And yes. the dog is, like, in the kitchen barking. Yes. And the bark, like, it's it's amazing. It's, it's such really a, good. And yeah. it, it's it's this whole concept of, like, inside that house, inside a little dollhouse, there's, there's basically, like, a horror movie unfolding inside of it. Yeah. But she's only getting these little still fake images of it. But, like, when she's not there, like, there's an actual story happening inside. And these little tiny glimpses of them, like, tell you the entire story, which is pretty incredible. Like, you know from, these, from like, these little setups that, like, okay, the cop or the – I don't remember which one is going to go up to the attic and so find the, cop the head. Goes to, the cop goes to the attic. Yeah. And when she comes home, the cop figure – is dead in the attic. Right. But the family's at the bottom of the stairs just staring up the stairs, mm-hmm. just scared as shit. Right. And then, but like, you know exactly what happened, right? Yes. That's what's fucking it's crazy awesome. about it. And, I mean, I guess we can spoil a little We can spoil it. But what she does is eventually she gets so freaked out because the head kills the cop. It kills the Indian. It kills the family. Does it kill the family? Well, the, all right, so the Indian gets his head cut off. Right. Uh, and then he's hanging out the window. Yeah. Does he kill the family? I, I think he does. He does, right? He does, yeah. I think the boy and the dog are the only ones alive. Right. So then she I takes think. the little head out, yeah. throws it in her room, like, she, I'm done with this, yeah. and then the fucking head shows up in her room, like, full size. Like, full size under her bed. Which is amazing, right? Because now that means that what happened in that house is now in her house. Yeah. Right? So now, like, all that shit's supposed to play out. 
And she basically solves it by giving the fucking dollhouse to somebody else. She takes. I think she takes the. She head shoves the head. Shoves it back in the, the house. house, and then gives it to and, somebody yeah. else. Yeah. So that's their. This, this and she was, stares like the people buy it, and they're driving away in the car. And she's I know just she's watching them. them. Yeah, this is on like and like you're right. It's on like any. Yeah, I've never seen this this concept with a dollhouse. This incre- is original. It's like this is good. So original. Yeah, never seen anything like it before. And like you said, like I expected it to be like, oh, the dolls are going to come alive or something. Yeah. No, it's it is so outside of anything you've ever seen. I, it was it was it was crazy. So original. And then we had uh, episode two, okay. started with Bad Wolf. Bad Wolf Down. Bad Wolf Down, it takes place in, like, Nazi Germany, World War Two. Yep. There's, like, an American, um, like, do they call them battalion? What do they call them? Like, a bunch of soldiers. A troop? Sure. Uh, Whatever they are. I don't know, yeah. A platoon? A platoon. So, um, and they, uh, they end up sort of in this, like, shack or house. With a woman who's locked up in a in a jail cell, yep, and she's a werewolf. Well, you don't know that at first. We don't know that at first, but like, like she basically locked herself in there. That's right. She locked herself in a in a uh, a jail cell, and they open the jail cell and end up in there with her. Yeah, because either way, they're outnumbered by Nazis. This is true. So there's a whole other thing where there's a Nazi. There's not. Was Jeffrey Combs played the head, right? He played the lead Nazi. Um, was that? It Ooh, was. I'm was pretty, him? Sh- pretty sure it was. Um, I'm looking now. I thought it was. Maybe not. Um. So yeah, they're. He would be top build. Right? Yeah, so, I would think so. Well, yeah, maybe not. Yeah. So there's a a bunch of Nazis outside this house. She's locked in a cage. They're inside. They're arguing over what to do. Right. Nobody knows what to do. At what point do they f- they talk about um, like a beast or whatever at some point? Right. So how do they actually figure out that she's the werewolf? So this gets a little mur- like it gets a little murky for me. I'm like it's almost like they just either something's missing. Like there's either something that was cut or it's just not fleshed out enough. But it wasn't clear to me how they actually came to that conclusion that she was. And it wasn't clear to me how they came to the conclusion that she could turn them into werewolves. You know what I mean? Like, that all felt a little bit blurry to me. So basically, she locked herself in there knowing that the full moon was coming. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't want to be a werewolf. She doesn't want to be a werewolf. So she locked herself in there. The full moon's coming. She didn't want to be able to get out. She wanted to stay in there until, you know, the next day. Right. Then they barge in. They let her out. Well, she wants to die, so she asks them to kill her. Yeah, with a silver so, bullet or a knife. What did they use? I don't even remember now. It's so yeah. So like they're like, okay, well, you turn us, turn us, so we can defeat the Nazis. Yeah. And then uh, once the full moon hits, all the soldiers turn in and uh, turn in the Nazis. Right. And or uh, yeah, they yeah, turn full moon hits the altar, They turn in the werewolves and they go out and kill slaughter the Nazis. the Nazis. There's a whole other subplot yeah. with the soldier that betrayed them. Yeah. Um, you know, this episode, I think the thing for me is after that dollhouse episode, that was so good. This almost felt like it was, it was fun. Like it had fun moments, but it didn't feel like as surprising or original as that other one did. No, you know what I mean? It, it felt like, a you kind of knew exactly what was going to happen. 
Like you knew that yeah. you did. Like yeah. you knew that okay, it's a werewolf story. You could tell just from the title of the story. The fact that it's called Bad Wolf Down. But um you kind of knew like okay, well one at least one of them is going to be a werewolf and you know there's Nazis, so once they get into the the um the jail cell, like I immediately knew what was going to happen. Yeah. Like she's going to turn them into werewolves. They're going to fight the Nazis like it was it was just too predictable. I did like the werewolf cost like the makeup. The I like that style of werewolf. It's it feels a little bit more old school to like little eighties. Yeah. Um yeah. but the story itself just to me was like meh. It was it was okay. What would you want to be? A werewolf or vampire? A vampire. Me too. Hundred percent. There's like the thing with a werewolf, right, is like You can only turn when there's a full moon. And you lack control. Yeah. So like when you become a werewolf, at least from like what we've seen in movies, you can't you, like you don't really have control over yourself. It just happens. It just happens. A vampire, like you're fully aware of what's going on. You get to hang out at night. Yeah. You, you know, like you don't. Ever... I've never seen a vampire movie where the vampires like lock me in a cage. Like, and no. every werewolf movie, they're like lock me away. And honestly, like they okay, get sick so of being a werewolf. The thing that sucks about being a vampire, right, is like there's a lot of ways that you could die. So, like, you got to avoid sunlight, you got to avoid crosses, you got to avoid holy water, you got to avoid stakes of the heart, fine, whatever. But as long as you can, like, kind of stay a little bit, like, under the radar, you get to go out every night. Like Lost Boys. Like Lost Boys, yeah. yeah. You get to go out every night, you get to, like, yeah, you get to party, you get to, yeah. like, if you're Dracula, like, you get to, like, you know, you get to. Just bang hot checks. Yeah, you can yeah. use, like, your little hypnotism thing and make people, you know, like. People fall in love with you. People think you're, I don't know, like yeah. a werewolf. Everyone's running away screaming from you. You're tearing heads off. You're killing children. You're, to me, it's like, and, and if anything, like you're out like doing God knows what with other wolves in the woods. Yeah. At least like a vampire. Like what was A it? vampire is like the closest to human. What was it? Dracula you know? 3000? <laughs> like, I forget, I forget which one of it. They all, they all kind of were crap, so they all blend oh, together. Yeah. But there's like the, where they're like. Oh, just distract them. Vampires have to count everything. So the dude takes a bunch of rice and they have what? a vamp. Yeah, so they got this vampire like in this room and he got him tied up. Okay. And they need to distract them. So they're like, vampires have to count everything. They got to count. Like, they can't just move on without counting, which I didn't know was a thing. Okay. So he takes a bunch of rice and he just throws it into the room because now that's, he's got to count each individual that's one. That's not real. Right, that's a plot point from Leprechaun. In Leprechaun, he has to count uh, his gold, so they throw the oh, gold. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> they throw the gold no, out, this is, um... and he has to. Oh no, shoes! He has to shine shoes. In Leprechaun, they realize that like the only way, one of the ways you can stop the Leprechaun is by throwing sturdy shoes outside, and then he has to shine all of them. It's Dracula three thousand. It's got a 2.1 out of 10 on well, IMDb. Yeah, obviously, if he's fucking counting rice. Well, no, they... so it's one of the stupidest plot points I've ever they heard. They fucking throw this rice into the room, and it's everywhere, right? And he's tied up on a cross. And he's like, oh, and I got time now. He's like, because you got to count everything. And he's like, there's 3,331. He's like, how did you... Because he immediately, you know, he's a vampire. He's got powers, man. It's fucking weird, man. So, like... The never-ending, like, rules with vampires just constantly grows. Where werewolves, it just kind of stays the same. It is. It's like full moon, you turn into a wolf. The yeah. only thing that kills you is a silver bullet. 
That's the thing is if you can avoid sometimes sex- when you when you come out of being a werewolf you're naked sometimes when you come out you're still That's wearing true. shorts the upside to being a werewolf is that you can basically live your normal life most of the time yeah. and you're probably immortal until your shallow ever born yeah so you get a lot of the benefits of being a vampire yeah because you could be human forever like you could be human yeah. forever right yeah. you just those full moons are when it gets tricky whereas a vampire you're a vampire and like, stephen king's got to write a goddamn book about a silver bullet and then it's all over that that is yeah. true he did write a book about silver yeah. bullet. <laughs> so. it's actually like an anime it's not anime i'm um, hand-drawn thing it's kind of cool i have it yeah but um yeah Anyway, well, I thought it was fine. It just after yeah, for me, it was I thought okay. Episode one was stronger. Episode one was that, definitely strong with those two. But episode, but the second half of episode two is the finger. The finger. So there's this guy, DJ Qualls, who I always like. I know from Road Trip first. Yeah. I don't know about you, but he was the guy. Oh, that a, ate, he was in Breaking Bad. He was the cop in he, Breaking Bad. Yeah, but I always know him from Road Trip. And he ate the French toast that got the shoved new in guy. the dude's ass crack. Yeah. And he had sex with the big woman in the leopard in the yeah. leopard panties. Yeah. Um, but also the new guy. Yeah. Um, he was in Lost, I think. He's been in a lot of stuff. So yeah. I actually really like DJ Qualls. So like when I saw him in it, I was like, oh, that's kind of like cool casting because. Like you, everyone knows who he is, but he's not. The, he's not like this. He's not like super famous, but but you, you know see who him, he you is, know, yeah. right? You you can automatically be like, oh, I know who that guy is. And um, the story is, he's like walking. Down, he's divorced. He's like been through a bad, a bad like breakup, divorce. He's walking down the street one day, and he like he finds like shit to sell. Right? Isn't that his thing? Like he finds shit to sell. Isn't that what he said? Yeah, he just picks up like random shit. He finds a finger. Yeah. Finds like this finger on the road, and he picks it up. And he picks it up, and he brings it home. And um, he does talk about that he had like a super hot wife. Yes, he had a super hot wife who had a daughter who tried to blow him. Yeah. Um, but he brings his finger home, and the finger ends up through various circumstances for- forming back into a fully formed creature that he calls Bob. Bob lives in a freezer. Bob lives in a freezer. And Bob is devoted to uh, DJ Qualls, and he goes out and murders people who have sort of wronged him. Yeah, even and if brings he back souvenirs. It, yeah. yeah even, so if he's like, "Oh, Barbara wouldn't blow me last night. I wish the bitch was dead." He'll Bob go, would go out and murder Barbara. He'd, he'd bring her head back as yeah. a gift. Um, like the dude that in the truck with the testicle thing, he goes and he takes the dude's dick. Yeah. Right, and like. Yeah. Um, he'll like murders his his ex. He murders his ex, right? Yeah, he kills his ex wife. Yeah, because that's where the cops come. Yeah, but the here's the thing. This episode, man, I kind of loved it. It was good. So like, there's points where so him and Bob become like friends, and Bob is almost kind of like a dog, but like a dog that's cool because like the dog sits on the couch and eats popcorn with you and watches movies. So like, him and Bob become like roommates and friends. And Bob always has his back, and Bob goes out and, like, flies around and murders people for you. Bob will break you out of a mental institute when you get locked up. Yeah. Like, Bob is, is there for you at all times. You and just got to deal with the crazy shit. This was another segment that I was like, I've never seen anything quite like it. No, I couldn't, I couldn't think of you know? anything. Like, I was watching this going, this seems really familiar, but... There's nothing I can yeah. rack my brain. That like this there's is like. things in it that you've seen. Like okay, so fine. You've seen like a a gremlin creature like that. You've seen maybe somebody who, maybe you've seen a story where somebody had like an animal or a creature or a friend who went out and did things and they couldn't control them. 
But in this sort of combination of elements, and then like he's constantly cleaning up after him. So like Bob comes home with a body part, yeah. and DJ Qualls puts it in the fucking gar- garbage disposal. You know, he has to get rid of all the evidence constantly. But he loves Bob, and Bob loves him. So like you know, like go check the freezer to make sure Bob's still in there. Um, this one was obviously like supposed to be funny and out of the two for this segment, like this one totally worked for me more than that wolf one did. Cause yeah. again, it just felt different, you know? So like even at the end, after they bid, they take him to prison, right? And they put him in like a mental, in, a mental whatever it is, yeah. you know, the mental institution. Right. And he's sitting in the cell and the, like the last part is like him going, Bob will always come back for me. <laughs> right. And then it ends and I'm like, I want to fucking see I want to see Bob come back. He like, did though. He came back at the very end. At the very yeah. He does. I, like I want to know what happens next. I know, yeah. Like, you want actually like, I want more. That's actually a good point because this is one of those segments where like you I could probably watch a feature length movie about Fuck this. Yeah. If they had like a good script like yeah. for 90 80 90 minutes and I could totally watch it. Like I could 100% watch this as a feature length movie. A lot of the segments in this series don't fit that. Like, we were talking about that before we yeah, started. They're better off short. Yeah, but the yeah. this one, the finger, like, I want 100% more. could see it as a yeah. feature. I, I thought, it, yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. I want to see Bob get a girl. I want, I want, uh, <laughs> I want the finger. I want the bride of the finger. I want, <laughs> <laughs> you know, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You want, yeah. like, a whole bunch of, like, Bobs and, yeah. and Barbaras or something, yeah. you know? All right, episode three. All Hallows Eve. All Hallows Eve. All right, so All Hallows Eve is a. It's. I mean, it's a Halloween episode. It takes yeah. place on Halloween, and we're coming back to murderous children. Come back to murderous children. It's about a, a bunch of kids that go out trick or treating. Now, the thing with this episode for me is that I knew, like a couple minutes in, what like I didn't know the full ending, obviously, but. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. The kids are dead, right? The ghosts, they're dead, whatever. Yeah. I knew that almost immediately. Like, it, right? Is it... Like, they, they play it off as a twist, but to me, it is so obvious so early that at some point, it's like, why even pretend that this is a twist? Like, of course they're dead. It's the only thing that makes sense is that they're dead. They keep making comments alluding to the fact that they're dead. The twist is, like, how they died and why they're... So, basically, what they do is they go around their town on Halloween night and they trick or treat and all the different houses have to give them tricks and or treats and if they don't give them treats they do a trick and the trick is take away their child and murder them basically for a reason for a reason we don't know that right away See, like it's funny you say like oh they were dead because i didn't actually get that until like further on cuz the whole yeah. time i'm going why are they not showing us the kid under the sheet? What's wrong with that kid? That's the like, point that I knew they were dead, actually. So I had an inkling, and then when the kid was under the sheet, I was like, oh, they're dead. They're dead. And and part of that was I was actually thinking back to, interestingly, Trick or Treat. So there's that segment in Trick or Treat where all the kids come back, like the kids who drowned in a school bus. Yeah, yeah. And like I had flashbacks to that, and I was like, oh, I'll bet these kids are dead because I've seen something like this before where kids come back on Halloween and go after the people who wronged them. It's a, kind of the same exact concept, actually. Like a bunch of kids in Halloween costumes turn from the dead on Halloween, and they go and they take vengeance on the person that wronged them. That's the same yeah. exact concept. Yeah, pretty much. So I didn't know exactly how it was going to play out, but I knew that they Except were Except for the fact that all of the parents know they're coming back every Halloween. That's what's kind of interesting about it, actually, is like, There's I was th- thinking about this. 
Couldn't you? Could you leave? I mean, like, could you? Like, take your child and go somewhere. Right. Like, they don't really. They don't do a good job of establishing the rules of like this universe, and they they seem to play it off like, oh, these parents they're stuck. Like, um, there's nothing they can do. Right. Like these these kids come every Halloween. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, they obviously know they're coming because, like, one's sitting there with a shotgun. Yeah. And the other one's like, I'm not going to let this happen Wouldn't again. you just leave? Because you get the sense that they're tied to that spot, to that place. They come from yeah. the graveyard where they're buried. They died right near there. So I would think if you moved halfway across the they're country. They're looking for certain individuals. Yeah, if you move halfway across the country, I don't think they're common. So, like, there's there's some flaws in the story there. Um, that being said, I liked the atmosphere. I like anything that takes place in Halloween. I did like when they kind of revealed the kid under the the sheet. I thought yeah. that was super fucking cool, actually. Well, they all look like that at one point. They all look like that at one yeah. point, but I think the reveal of it with him is, is really His good. His is a little longer because they reveal him and he kind of yeah. stays like that, right. where theirs is just a quick flash. Yeah, they wanted yeah. you to like get that impact of you know of him specifically because yeah. they've been hiding him the whole time. Um and and yeah, like the idea that like they come back every Halloween to take one more victim of these these kids that burn them alive. Basically, yeah, they were in a prank. tree house. Yeah, and, they and lit- as a prank, they lit right. it on fire and took the ladder away or Which something. Which is an odd prank to play, right? Like, yeah, I, like do you, if you if you were to like do that, you'd have to assume there's a chance you're going to kill them, right? Yeah, because you know, like if you can't get them down, then how are they going to get down? Yeah, like you'd think the prank would be, all right, I'm just going to take your ladder away. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm not going to light, light your treehouse on fire. Like, it, I, the last thing, I, the other question you have to ask yourself is, like, how did those kids get away with it? I start to think about all this stuff, you know, like. Oh, yeah. You never would have gotten away with that, right? You fucking burn these kids alive and everybody knows it. And you're just like, oh, yeah, it was just a prank. Like, Yeah, because well, obviously the parents know these kids are coming back every know. single year. Yeah. So obviously they know they did it. So how are they getting away with it? So I thought it was okay, but. Again, this followed the finger, which I, I really liked the finger. So it was yeah. like another one of those things where you're coming right after like a segment that I that I personally thought was a lot of fun. Then, so... We go to the man in the suitcase? The man in the suitcase was the next episode of number three. Interesting, right? Different. Different. Um, again, unlike anything I've ever seen before. Yeah, um... See, that's the cool thing about these is a lot of they're original. Whether they're bad or good, pretty much, uh, except for the the bad wolf, but pretty much yeah, yeah. all up to here has been pretty original. Yeah, I would say. That. I think All's Hallows Eve had some stuff that was repetitive, but but, but the, this one is. <laughs> what would all right? So so here the man in a suitcase. So the plot is this. I give you a basic plot. Guy comes home from like a trip. Right, he's in an airport. picks up a luggage, picks up his luggage, grabs the wrong bag. Inside the bag, he finds out is a guy, and he's all folded up inside of it. And then he finds out that every time you cause this man harm, you get a gold coin. Pain, right? Pain, right? Yeah. So anytime you cause him pain, you get a gold coin. And it's basically a genie story. So I don't know if you got that from it. Yeah, I know. yeah. Right. So this guy is like a genie in a lamp. But he's a guy stuffed inside of a suitcase. And what he does is he has this girlfriend who broke up with him. And she's like banging his roommate. And they start to use this to cause this guy pain to get gold coins out of him. To the point where they're like 
fucking like hooking up batteries to him and shit and like electrocuting him to get more money. Yeah. And eventually they're like, we're just going to murder him, right? Like we murder him and then it's done and we're just going to take a huge payday and we're going to leave. And then the main guy that found him gets like this guilty conscience and he's like no well, the whole time he was like hey the whole time we're yeah. just gonna get a few coins we're gonna we're gonna yeah. let him go we're he's just like, gonna we're let just him gonna go. and then the the other two are like no 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 we're no, gonna we're rich we we're got, gonna milk this for everything we got for coats we got fur coats yeah. we got nice cars we got, we got nice cars we got all kinds of taking stuff. the coins yeah here's the thing with this episode i think out of all the episodes i've seen this one felt the most creep show to me so and here's yeah, why here's why because you go back and you watch that original movie, and it's about shitty people doing shitty things. And the consequences. And the consequences yeah. of doing those shitty things. So, like, in, you know, in Creepshow 1, it's like, the, the, the I want my cake, Father's Day. Like, the grandfather or whatever has shitty kids who just want his money, and he returns from the dead and he kills them. You know, you've got um, the two people who are, who are having an affair, Leslie Nielsen drowns them they come back and they kill him you got the shitty executive who's who hates bugs and he gets devoured by cockroaches you know it's like it's the the wife who's a fucking shitty wife to this dude and she gets eaten by a creature in a crate this is like two shitty people who who are greedy and they keep like causing pain to this guy purely for their own gain and in the end of the day, like, he reveals himself and puts them into their own suitcases and turns them into their own, like, genies. Yeah. Now, you know? Yeah. Now, do you think that the dude that got thrown down the stairs mm-hmm. and killed, the, 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 the main guy? He didn't, right? Yeah, no. The girlfriend throws him down the stairs. Yeah, but he lived, right? No, he died. Did he die? Yeah, he died. So he was dead at the bottom of the stairs. Oh, why did I think he lived? Okay, okay. So... At one point, the, gen- the we don't know it's a genie yet. He says, yeah, every time you cause me pain, a gold coin yeah. comes out. And he goes, if you help me get out of the suitcase, right. whatever pain is caused, you keep those gold coins for your trouble and right. I'll be on my way. Yep. You think it really works like that? Yes. You think the genie would have just been like, you help me out, you get four gold coins, I'm on my way. I do. And then I think that's how you avoid ending up in the suitcase yourself, right? It's like a test. Yeah. I've been watching a Saw movie. It's movies. like a litmus test. I've been yeah. watching the Saw movies. It's like a Saw movie, but, you know, not, shitty, not super shitty and convoluted. Yeah. Um, the idea of, like, you have a choice. One choice results in you getting fucked over. And the other choice probably results in a better outcome for you. And, um, yeah, if they had, they could have taken him out the whole time and they didn't. And they ended up in suitcases because they were shitty people. Now, do they become genies? Now, they're spinning yes, coins? Yes, that's the whole thing, is that he has all these suitcases at the end. Yeah. And those are all the people that decided not to take him out of the suitcase. I do believe that. I think that... Well, yeah, yeah I get that. But now, yeah. are they genies? Or yes. Are they just, or are they just stuck in a, in I a, in a suitcase? I think they're genies. I think it's yeah. the same thing. Like, they got to go, and it's like the same deal, you know? You can take me out, and any pain that's caused, you get to keep, or... You can cause me infinite amounts of pain until I'm dead or whatever, and then not knowing that they'll end up as a genie themselves. Imagine if I, you could just do that, though. I know. Like every time you stub your toe, you go, you get up in the middle of the night, stub awesome. your toe, and you get a gold coin. So here's what would you do? Let's say you go to the airport, you take that suitcase. What do you do? What do you do? 
Do you oh, continue oh. to cause the guy pain to get gold coins? I have you? seen so many movies, I know what to do. Yeah, yeah, but... But let's... I'm saying if I'm in the movie... Yeah, what do you do? Oh, God. Um, I don't know. If I was in that situation, I would probably fucking kick his face in. I mean, like, right? That's the, the, the kind of the funny thing about this thing is, like, if you put yourself in that situation... Most people are just going to, like, continue to cause him pain. Yeah. Right? Because it's a bigger payout. Or what I would do is go, give me one second, like, the, you're, 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 you're freaking me out. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to help you. You're right. freaking me out. Yeah. And then I'm going to go to my buddy's house and go, dude, there's a fucking guy in a suitcase. Go kick him in the fucking head. Well, that's true. Get somebody else to do get it. Get somebody else to do it. And then yeah. you come back and make it look like you're the fucking hero. Yeah. Be like, oh, dude, stop. And then pull him out of the suitcase. Yeah, I mean, I, there's all kinds of like stuff. Like, there's been it. You can all like if you want to get really fucking deep with this the whole concept. Like, there's been true crime stories like this. Like, okay, um, there was like a you know a group of kids in Japan who abducted this schoolgirl and brought her to their apartment and then beat her and sexually assaulted her. They like burned her. They tortured her and then they put her in cement. And it was like this group mentality of like, okay, if when you're in a group, right? So like if it's if it's just me by myself, I'm less likely to do that thing. But if I'm with you and this person and this person and the group decides that they're going to do this, like you are more likely to go along with the group. Yeah, the mob mentality. Right? And like this, this kind of demonstrates the mob mentality of like – Two out of the three of them are like, no, we're going to do this. And for most of the, the episode, the guy just goes along with it. And there's, there is, like, this is saying something about that mob mentality. It's kind of, it's kind of like, interesting in that way. But it's, um, again, it was unlike anything I've ever seen before. I don't so think now it was is co- he out of the suitcase for good? Right? Like, I think so. I think it's, like, he the genie's the freed. The genie's right? freed. He's at the airport, and now all these other genies got to get out. Right. That see, look, that's the thing. At the end, it's not a hundred percent clear. Like, was he always able to get free, and he just like was no, he I think testing he's them the be whole time? Free, yeah, I think he's got to be let free. Yeah. Well, no, because that one, by the time he comes, he lets himself out of the suitcase. Right? Doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he comes out on his own. He comes out on his own. Huh? But like, do you come out on your own? Like. I don't know. Like, is it just like you give them a certain amount of time to do the right thing? Or is it like a certain amount of pain is inflicted and then you can do it? Like, that's where it starts to fall apart a little bit. Is they didn't quite, um, they didn't quite like, uh, yeah, I don't flesh know if they would have had enough, enough time you know? either, but yeah, it was an interesting idea. It wasn't perfect, but it was yeah. interesting. So, uh, number four, the companion. Yeah. All right. So the companion Oh, God, where do I start? First of all, this was written by Joe Lansdale. You know who that is? No. He wrote Bubba Hotep. Okay. Good you movie. you seen Bubba Hotep? I fucking love Bubba Hotep. It's a good movie. What other movie do you get Elvis Presley and John F. Kennedy? A black John F. Kennedy. Black John F. Kennedy battling a mummy in an old folks home in Texas. Yep. And he aliens. He also wrote a movie, well, a story. He wrote, he didn't write these movies, but he wrote stories. He also wrote one for call, uh, a movie that called... Um, Oh God, I can't remember the name of it. Cold something, but it was really good. It was like a true crime story. It was it was on net? You can watch it on Netflix. It's really good. Um, anyway, he wrote this, and it's about a kid who I guess it's his brother. His brother's like a super like an asshole and beats on him all the time, 
And this kid is running away from his brother, and he ends up in, like, uh, an old farm. And he finds a scarecrow there, and he accidentally revives this scarecrow. And then you get this whole flashback to this guy creating the scarecrow and how he gave it life. And this scarecrow basically becomes, like, your... Similar to Bob and the finger, actually. becomes kind of like your servant that you can control. If you have, like, a cane. Like, the special cane. So you can control it, and um, it becomes your minion basically to do your bidding so he uses this scarecrow to take revenge on this brother who constantly is beating the shit out of him and uh, i loved this episode i absolutely loved it it's fucking weird the scarecrow design i thought was incredible i like here's the thing right have you ever seen a scarecrow, like you've all seen, like killer scarecrow movies, right? Yeah. Have you ever seen one where the backstory is that this guy's wife died? He then created a scarecrow, put her, put a little heart that she crocheted inside of the scarecrow, which brought the scarecrow to life and became his new companion, who sat on a porch with him and rocked right, like in the middle of the day, and then accidentally kills a Girl Scout. I've never. Have you ever seen that before? Didn't accidentally kill a girl scout. No, he killed it on purpose. Killed yeah. it on purpose. Like, but we've seen so many scarecrow. I've never like, seen anything like this. But this one is different, right? Because this one, most of the time, it's like a lightning hit the scarecrow. That's what I'm saying. Like, I've never seen the scarecrow was built with a uh, accidentally built with like the blood. On You're the right. Yeah. Of, like, exactly. There's it's always so like many something. different things. Right. This dude built the scarecrow. Just to have somebody in the rocking chair next to him. Right. And it just happened to come to He brings life. it to life by just putting that heart inside. Yeah. Like, and then the thing turns, like, the thing just fucking becomes evil. Like, it just becomes murderous. But it won't murder the person that it's, like, devoted to. Yeah. Um, yeah, this just, was good. I loved it. I loved I loved the whole part where they're, like, he's just they're just running through the house and a scarecrow's at the top of the stairs. It's really good, yeah. Looking through the hole and yes. it's good. And like the way he like grows out like his vines or whatever yeah. in his hands. Um the whole like farm setting, like it's all really well done. It's really good set design. It I loved it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty straightforward. It's a pretty simple story. Yeah. Like it's it again though, it feels like classic creep show in that kid is taking revenge on somebody who like in the creep show two well, in creep show one like the wraparound story is billy taking revenge on his father with a voodoo doll because his father's an asshole creep show two it's a kid getting bullied and he feeds bullies to um venus fly traps it's like this to me also felt very creep show i just i really liked it yeah yeah this definitely does go with like the original it creep does show, it, yeah. it, it has that vibe similar to um what was it um what did I say earlier? The fucking, uh, the Halloween one. Like, that felt like it had a creep show vibe to it. It it has that same kind of feeling. Yeah. Lydia Lane's. Wait. I don't Hang even... on, let me look. Yeah, I can't even read my own No, right that's here. not the next one, right? Yeah, it is. Is it? Oh, Lydia Lane's better half. Oh, is that what I wrote? Half? I wrote H-A-L-E. I don't know what word that is. That's the one. It's the one with the elevator. Yeah. Uh, chicken in the wheelchair? Yeah. This yeah. one, I'm going to say flat out, was kind of weak. I thought it was kind of weak. I don't know how you feel about it. Yeah, I didn't enjoy this one. thought it was kind of weak. A woman, like an executive at a company, gives this guy a promotion over 
his female counterpart because she's in love with the female and doesn't want her to move away. Accidentally kills her. Gets trapped oh, in an yeah, elevator. Oh, yeah, I was thinking something totally different. No, yeah. this, they get trapped in an and elevator. she's in, like, the wheelchair. She's in the Yeah, they yeah. put her in a chair and they wheel her. She puts her in yeah. a chair. I don't have much to say about this one. I thought the effect of that thing when she pulls it out of the back of her head, I was like, oh, that's a pretty cool Sure, effect. yeah. Yeah. The effects in general throughout the series are, are solid. it's just kind of boring. Right? It Espe- just drags on. Then exactly. a dude pops in and was like, hey, we're going to the thing. And she's like, I'll be right down, like. Yeah, like this like, one did not feel like you go from the Scarecrow one, which was which was a lot of fun, to this one. It feels very like this didn't feel creep show to me. No, it it, it took place. I don't know. It's just something about it. It just, she gets trapped in the elevator with this dead body, and then she ends up getting. Where killed. was she gonna go with a dead That's body a th- out in public? Is, she was gonna bring it to a car. Like the whole thing just feels really underdeveloped. I, I never got a sense of like why she would cover it up in the first place. Like it was clearly an accident. She fell over. Like, you know what I mean? It just felt like not like yeah, the motivation. No one's gonna know you pushed her. Exactly. Like, the motivation doesn't make sense. It, this to me just been like, hey, I was in the kitchen. Very underwhelming. I heard a loud crash. I come out. My friend's over here laying on a thing. I thought it was very underwhelming. Yeah. I don't like this one. So we can move <laughs> on. Uh, number five, episode five, Night of the Paw. This is the last one that I watched because I did not watch. I didn't get time to finish it. Okay. It's a monkey's paw story. Um, yep. If you've seen a monkey's paw story before, it is They're a all the same. It's a monkey's. Okay. That's my problem with it, though, is why would you put a monkey's paw story in here when we've seen. I saw. Fucking like I just watched a Tales from or um a, Are You Afraid of the Dark episode that had a monkey's paw. Yeah, everything's you know I mean? got a monkey's paw. Like it's so overdone. So basically, this one's slightly different. It's slightly but different. So like same this, concept. These two women they do like a, ro- a robbery, a heist, and they end up they like crash their car and end up at this this mortu- this mortician's house. He has a monkey's paw. And he tells the story of how his wife used the monkey paw, monkey's paw. She tried to use it to get wealthy. You get boobs in this one. What? You get boobs. You do get boobs, which is something we didn't get, but it was dead boobs. It was dead body boobs. So it's, you get dead body boob and dead body bush. You do, which was interesting. Yeah. Um, but he tells the story about how his wife had a monkey's paw. She tried to use it to get wealthy, and it resulted in her death. He tried to bring her back, which resulted in his murderous zombie. And now, for some reason, he wants to use the monkey paw to bring somebody to him to murder him. And you end up with a really bad CGI burning effect. Oh, my God, dude. I don't know. You get a bad. All right. So immediately you get a bad CGI fire effect and then you get a really bad gunshot wound. Oh, and it's uh, it's kind of sucks because the zombie effects were pretty well done. Like when he digs up the body yeah, like, and like the hand going across. All the right. Lawn. That stuff's yeah, pretty good. good. And then it's like, and you, I really liked when he was shoveling the grave. That background they used, it was almost like I wouldn't say cartoonish, yeah, but very, very comic bookish. It's very creep show, right? Yeah, that behind him show. while he's like shoveling, it's kind of a shadow. I, Sh- I liked this. I did. Yeah. I liked that stuff. I liked the graveyard stuff a lot. Actually, I thought it was the best stuff in the episode. Yeah. But when you get to that fire effect, and the yeah. like, you're right. The gun- it's almost like a see-through fire. Why? Yeah. Why yeah. would they? It doesn't even look like a real fire. Why? It wasn't. Why would they do that? Like, why you go to all this trouble to create like these good zombie effects, and then you're gonna use computer-generated fire 
it's like that was disappointing. I did like yeah. the ending a little bit. Like she goes to use the monkey's paw to resurrect her boyfriend or husband or whatever. And they all sit up. And they all sit up. That yeah. was cool. Like that, that was, was a that was good. It was a good ending. If that was a creep show ending, but um, this was like half and half. I guess it was like the zon- same concept that we always saw. A little different. You're right. It yeah. was a little bit different because he was trying to use the monkey's paw to actually end his own life. And then which every is- time you use the monkey's paw, so I was trying to figure it out because I don't think it says it. Yeah, but how many wishes do you get off the monkey? You paw? get three on a monkey's paw. You get three on a monkey's paw, and every time a finger goes down. Yeah, which is it was funny because the thumb was still. Out. I know it's three. The monkey's paw is three wishes. It's like a genie, and then after you after you pass it to somebody else, they, it resets itself, and you get three wishes. It's supposed to be like a genie's lamp. Can you wish for more wishes? Probably not. No, that never works. I don't think. But like honestly, though, I watched that. Are you afraid? No joke. I watched it. A few weeks back, like I, my my girls have been watching Are You Afraid of the Dark episodes. Um, we've watched like four seasons or something, and that there's the episode, the Halloween episode, where they have a monkey's paw, and it's pretty similar. Like the kid accidentally uses it to bring his grandfather back from the grave. Like it's we watched the new ones. How were they? Not the same. No. So it's like weird because I don't want to spoil it for you. Yeah. If you're gonna watch it. I we will. Yeah. But, you know, the Midnight Society, yep. you know, and it's like, are you afraid of the dark? And at the end of the night, they dumped a bucket of water on the fire. Yep. The Midnight Society is a part of the show. Yeah, I think I saw that. Yeah. So it's, it's like a, a three-part thing, isn't it? Like a yeah, yeah. So it's like they're a part of what's happening. And as the show goes on, you're starting to realize, like, certain people yeah. may not be who they – and it's just like right. I just want – Kids just sit by a fire and tell me a goddamn story and end it. Yeah, that's kind of what I hoped it was going to be, but I did see that it was all integrated yeah. and it's all intertwined. Anyway, um, all right. Well, did you watch the last one? Did I you did. Talk about uh, it? Time is tough and musky. Is that what it's called? Okay. Starring David Arquette. That I did know. I did know he yeah. was in it. Um, plays a cop. Okay. Uh, like a redneck cop. Sure. So essentially, it's like they, there's. Uh, it starts off with like a bunch of townspeople underground you don't really know why they're underground right away they're kind of in a like almost like a prison okay and then um several people come down and this guy's like i'm the mayor of this town this is my town you can't leave me down here like this let me out and i said okay you want to be let out and then they take everybody out of the jail cell and they put them all in these chairs okay and then they kind of go through each one they're like you're a corrupt mayor and this chick, you you gossip too much around town, so you got to go. Uh, you, all you cops are corrupt. There's like three cops. You're all corrupt. You're in with the mayor. Okay. And they kind of go through everybody, and then you kind of figure out that maybe this person, this you know, this kid's like, oh, to David Arquette, you killed my dad, and he's like, your dad deserved it, and why don't you kill me yourself, and you know okay. everything else, and then all of a sudden, like this dude starts turning a crank. And all of these chairs start lifting out of the ground. Okay. And it's funny. It's like, a, uh, you know, like a pie plate? Like yeah. A, like, like a tin pie plate. And yeah. the end of the pie plate has those little grooves in it. Yeah. It literally looks like they took a pie plate and they cut the center of it out. So you just had the grooves part. And they put them over these holes in the ground. So the chairs, the holes are only big enough for their heads to come through. The chairs come up just to their shoulders, and okay. their heads are now sticking out of the ground. All right. And there's this, you know, 
then you realize they're on like a football field, but it's just a, a triangular spot where they're, they're all in the triangular spot and you can see the scoreboard with, you know, the, their pictures on it and there's cameras lined up throughout the whole triangular thing. And the mayor's basically like, you can't do this. If it wasn't for me, you guys wouldn't be this safe. Then you start to realize something started happening with the town and then everything went awry. And he's pretty much trying to talk his way out of whatever's about to happen. And uh, it kind of goes through. And then it shows, the triangular thing shows up on the scoreboard. Hmm. And all of a sudden, these gates start opening. And all these zombies start coming out. Uh, I already knew you were going to say that. But the zombies have no legs and no arms. So they're kind of just hobbling across the field. Okay. Okay. And they're going towards this triangular area where only their heads are out, and the scoreboard is keeping track of who gets eaten first. What the fuck? While the mayor's screaming the whole time, and I was like, the only cool thing about this is the zombies with no legs or no arms. That sounds really interesting. It's cool because they're kind of hobbling, so you don't really know where they're going to go. And then, like, it's, you know, they eat this person, and this person gets X'd out on the screen. Then they eat this person, and that's how they punish the Mm. townspeople. And then eventually it gets to, like, the mayor who's been bitching the whole thing. Like, I want him to die first because I, I don't want to yeah, hear course. him anymore. Yeah, yeah, And it's cool because, you know, like, they bite this person, blood squirts, go to the next person. You don't really see much. But then when it gets to the mayor, the zombie bites the mayor's face one time. And somehow the zombie moves and you just get a clear shot of the mayor's face and he has no skin hmm. on his face. So All how right. the fuck did the zombie take a bite? And, pull and just all, take the skin just off? Just the skin off yeah. his face. Yeah. That's all it was. It was just <sighs> fucking stupid. I'm going to watch it. it. It looks like it was short. It looks like that segment was only like 15 yeah, minutes long. Yeah, it was. Um, and it was a long 15 minutes. <laughs> all right. It's basically well, David Arquette calling people a pussy. And the yeah. mayor going, you can't do this. David Arquette's not a great actor. I mean, we should all accept that. but so, But that was pretty much... The last episode, I mean, it wasn't... Well, I think there's anything else to talk about. One more episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's like six, but it's not even out yet, so... No, no, and, and the next one sounds like it could be interesting. It's written by... One of the episodes, segments is written by Stephen King's son, Joe Hill, who's kind of an interesting author, so... Um, do you want to rank them real quick, and then we can be done? Uh, here, I'll... Do you wanna, let's see. Um, you, like, go just in order from favorite to least favorite? Yeah, let's see. Well, my favorite, I would say, uh, I liked Gray Matter. Okay. I'm just going to start at the top because that's what I have here, number one. So I would say Gray Matter. Actually, I would say Gray Matter and the House with the Head were both fucking solid. Okay. Um, Then episode two, you had the finger. I would leave Bad Wolf off. You got the finger. Um, Three, uh, the man in the suitcase, I would knock off All Hallows' Eve. Uh Four, the companion, definitely. Mm -hmm. I would knock off the Lydia, whatever. Um and five, I I don't even think I could, I don't even think I could choose one honestly. Yeah, I'd probably go like um, like my fa- my overall favorite was probably the companion. I really I really liked that episode, but then I would definitely go like Gray Matter, House of the Head, um, the Finger, uh, Man in a Suitcase. Uh, yeah, and then I, at the bottom of that is like Night of the Paul, Lydia Lane, All Hallows Eve, and Bad Wolf Down. Not in that order necessarily. Like I would, yeah. probably, I would put, I would probably put Lydia Lane at the bottom. I didn't see the musky holler one, but I would probably put Lydia Lane at the bottom of that. Um, maybe Night of the Paw above it. Yeah, Bad Lydia Lane all was Halsey. probably honestly 
uh, the worst it one. It just wasn't very good. It wasn't which, good. Yeah, I mean, that's you're definitely the get worst duds, one. But there's some um, in here that are that are really good. Um, uh, Night of the Paw and um, Musky Holler. Yeah, the mus- those those three. So pretty much after Lydia down. Yeah, that's it's pretty bad. Hopefully they go out on a high note. And right? then I would take Bad Wolf. I would also throw that at the bottom. Yeah. So uh, I would definitely go. And then I would I would take All Hallows Eve, but I would put it above the bottom ones. Yeah, exactly. Somewhere in the middle, right? Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of above the Lydia, the yeah, Night of the Paw, and all that crap. So yep. yeah, Gray Matter, you know, um, the House with the Head, the Finger, uh, yeah. Man in the Suitcase, and the Companion were definitely it's the probably best like fifty fifty. Like, yeah. I really hope the last episode goes out on a high, but um, definitely recommend it. I think it's worth watching. Yeah, because I think uh, what is it? Sunday? Does it come out Sunday? Thursdays. Thursdays? It's a weird night, yeah. I'm pretty oh, yeah, sure the last Thursday, episode... Yeah. Oh, yeah, Halloween. I'm yeah, pretty sure Halloween. the last, last episode will be on Halloween. So. All right. All right. Well, the, oh. oh. What the hell I just did? Well, it is uh, 1230. Yeah, in it's the We're about six beers deep. Yep. Some nips. I'm going to go to bed. And uh, uh, take a leak, go to bed. Yeah, no, we'll figure something out for the next show. Yeah, I mean, we're coming up to uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas, so we normally do something. Yeah. We'll have to yeah, figure we out two, what. Yeah, dude, this part of the year is like, yep. we literally go from Halloween, if you consider that a holiday. I do. And then you go right into Thanksgiving. And yeah. then you got Black Friday. Black Friday. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and then you got, and then you got Christmas, and then you got New Year, and then you got New Year Day. Like, there's so from this time on, the rest of the year is just fucking crazy. Yeah. There's always something yeah. happening. We always do a Christmas episode though, so. And the only we'll thing I look forward to on Christmas is pizza and pumpkin pie. <clears throat> pizza and pumpkin. Pizza. Yeah, I mean, our thanks- we have Chinese food on Thanksgiving. Christmas. I mean, um, oh, okay. We have we have Chinese on Christmas. And we have turkey on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I just I just eat pizza. <clears throat> um, you pumpkin know, pie is awesome. Though. I love I love pumpkin pie. Yeah. Uh, but like, the, I mean, they cook like turkey. I mean, turkey's okay. I like turkey. I don't, I don't like turkey. Like when you just serve it to me, right. but if you let that, you throw that shit in a Ziploc bag and I can get it like six hours later and make a sandwich. Huh. It's pretty banging. Right. But like, just to like eat some dry ass bird. Well, you got to put a bunch of fucking gravy on it. Yeah. Well, no, cause my gravy, your gravy are different. I'm Italian. So my gravy is <laughs> red sauce, which uh, is basically no, pizza no. sauce. Yeah. And then everybody else, I, I grew up in a giant Italian family. So when you said pasta gravy, it was uh. basically marinara sauce. No, no. I'm talking um, about that brown. You're talking about fucking, like gray gravy. Yeah, like yeah. the fat. You no, know. it's. Ugh. Fuck yeah. Man. Actually, no. One year, somebody made it at her parents' house with like bacon in it and sausage. That's strange. Bacon but, um, and sausage in it. And I put it on mashed uh I put was it, it on, good that way? I, I had a little... Dude, it was banging. Oh, right. Yeah, I, I don't like gravy. But yeah, it had uh, little bits of sausage, hmm. and it had uh, bacon, and then um, I put it on a little piece of, like, uh, turkey and uh, smashed potatoes. Banging. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah, that actually sounds pretty good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but other than that, I mean, I cranberry, like, it's weird, because somebody made... Homemade, cra- they're bright. They're like, oh my god, this is the best cranberry sauce you're ever gonna eat. Homemade cranberry sauce, yeah, and I immediately went to the one that came out of the can. Yeah, I don't yeah, that's know. just good, man. That whole berry homemade cranberry yeah. stuff is, yeah, the no. can's like the jelly. Can shit, man, yeah. Psh, that's just I agree. Banging. If I, I would yeah. go with the can. Yeah, but normally we would just wind up, you know, 
I think we might do it here this year, but we usually wind yeah. up at our parents' house, and then I just hit McDonald's. We always just do it now. It's yeah. like so st- much easier. I stop at McDonald's on the way home, and then we come back here. <laughs> yeah, McDonald's so. is always open. So Yeah, plus I don't really like the shit they cook. So I usually just wind up eating McDonald's and pizza. That's hilarious. Uh, same thing on Christmas. Like, uh, go out. They make a big dinner and stuff, and mm. I'm the only one that's not eating. I'm just like, there's nothing here I like. That's funny. Uh, so, and then I wind up going to my buddy's house at nighttime. We always get together and that's well, yeah, when we I drink all that. the Jaeger. Yeah, and, I did that. But, um, and then usually we have, uh, you know, venison stew and yep. eat a lot up there. We make some pizzas and stuff. So we have a good time, but yeah, no, like holiday. I don't get holiday food. It's just gross. No, man, I like it. You know, I grew up on it. So I, I, I like ham and turkey and all that stuff. Oh, I grew up on it too, but I just never yeah. liked it. I mean, you give me a McRib, I'll fuck up a McRib. Like, oh, man. come on. I'm not man. eating a McRib. Oh, McRibs are banging. No, I'm not. You get bread that's not really bread. <laughs> and then you have this, this. you can get the same ones at Stop and Shop. They come in the little the little thing that you shove in the oven. Yeah. That's all they are. No, I know. Yeah. yeah I, uh, man, I don't know. I'll fuck up a McRib. Ugh. They, get, the thought of it just makes me fucking like. Ugh. It should. It's gross. I know it's real fucking. But it's gross. delicious. It's real fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, oh, here's the fucked up thing: is McDonald's came back. They come out with the McRib every holiday, right? They so just you, came out, right? Isn't it? Yeah, good? yeah. It is not being served in Connecticut or Massachusetts or New Why? York. I don't know because we're <laughs> fucked here. <laughs> Like, <laughs> it's another. I outrage. have no idea why. I don't another know. Another outrage why. thing. I, I I really don't know why. It's uh, weird. But yeah, it was like Massachusetts. It's Connecticut. a market thing. Obviously, it's a market thing. But that's weird. Now, I'm wondering if it's like a health thing. Yeah, maybe. Like, like Connecticut's like we're too fat here, and if they're fat, they can't work and pay taxes. I, I feel know. like they would just tax it and be like, "Yeah, it's fine." True. You know True. what I mean? Meal tax. Yeah, exactly. We're already being charged for it anyway. Yeah, like if anything, but, they'd welcome that. But yeah, I think it was Matt. It was Mass. I could see New York totally being like, yeah. nah, it's unhealthy. It was it's... definitely Connecticut. I think I Massachusetts and New York. Uh, maybe California. No McRibs. Maybe they just don't sell. Who the fuck knows? What I do mean, you... I'm not eating one, but. There ain't no way because when they come out, I eat so many of them that I should support the whole state myself. <laughs> I don't really go near McDonald's all that often anyway, so. I'm on the road all day, so. Burger King, Taco Bell guy, you know. Oh, fuck yeah, Taco Bell. Right? Shit. Fuck yeah. They fucked up my order the other day for the first time in like 10 years. Oh, yeah. They're usually pretty good. Yeah. I ordered the $5 $5 box, right? So you get get the soft taco, uh, regular taco, and then you get the, you know, the uh, big round, the, what is that, burrito? Is that well, a burrito? They, yeah, I mean, it depends on what... Yeah, they have a quesadilla burrito. No, I ain't fucking eating no quesadilla. That cheesy rice burrito is banging. It's so good. I get that, and then I get home, and inside of the box... <laughs> I think I may have Snapchatted it to your wife. Inside of the box, there's no, there's not a soft taco. Oh, shit. There's not a hard taco. What? There's not a burrito. <laughs> what was in it? It was nachos <laughs> with a bunch of shit on top of it. <laughs> Oh, nobody wants that. What the fuck? I don't even know what it was. Nobody wants that. I ate it. Mad. <laughs> like, I was mad, but I ate it. You got somebody else's order. That's and then there was another extra taco in the bag, so I ate that. Nobody I mean, claimed it. Nice, but but they yeah. gave you the wrong order. I love Taco Bell, man. Yeah, we should have went to the Taco Bell Hotel. I know. It was hard to get into, though. It sold out in, like, I know. 30 minutes. It was really hard to yeah. get in. Basically, what happened was a bunch of rich people who wouldn't eat Taco Bell anyway stayed there. 
Yeah, no, I was watching people online, and they're like, I'm in the hot tub, and this chick just asked me if I wanted a chalupa. Yeah, like, I was and they like, probably oh my said God. no. I would have enjoyed the shit out of that. That's the thing, is the people who got access to the Taco Bell Hotel don't eat Taco Bell. Like, you know that. We all know that. That's mm-hmm. 100% what it Like, people like us should be there. Yeah. You know, like, we clearly, you look at us, and it's obvious that we enjoy it. I enjoy Taco Bell. All right. You, the Taco- people who are fucking Instagram famous, and what, like, they're not eating Taco Bell. Dude. They're not. Ranked, fast food ranked, you gotta go Taco Bell. Taco Bell's number one. Okay. Number one fast food. Okay. Number two, I gotta go with Little Caesars. Oh, you calling that fast food? Okay. Yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely fast, fast food, food. Yeah. yeah. I, I walk in with a $5 yep. bill, and they hand me a pizza, and I walk out. Yeah, that's fast food. It's fast yep. food. All right, mm-hmm. so you got to go Taco Bell, Little Caesars, Burger King. Okay. Well, see, here, here's the thing. <laughs> is I like the Burger King. I think Burger King has better chicken than McDonald's. Okay. I think McDonald's has better fries than Burger King. 100%. I think McDonald's has better burgers than Burger see, King. I like Burger King's burgers better. I think Wendy's has better spicy chicken and better sure. burgers than Burger King. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, then McDonald's. Then McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, it's tough. So it's 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 if there was a building that you had Taco Bell, <laughs> Wendy's, and you could Burger, just get elements get, of all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Because I would agree, I would put Taco Bell up there. I would put Little Caesars too, considering that's fast food. And then I would put like Burger King, Wendy's, McDonald's, and in there somewhere is KFC. I don't like chicken. Yeah, I know you don't, but so, I do. I'll so, fuck up that popcorn chicken. They got the little K- popcorn chicken thing. KFC's in there for me somewhere. Yeah. I just don't know where to place it. And for the people listening who are going, Papa John's, we don't have it. We don't have that. it, yeah. We have so, no Papa John's. Yeah. We got no Domino's. You know, we do have, I have a Domino's um, in my town. Well, you got the new pizza house that delivers because I order here all the time. I got a shitload of, we have so many. I have so many options for delivery. I don't know if you, what you guys have now. Nothing. I, I have, have tor- s- yours. No, man, I have so many. I have, off the top of my head, I think of, we got Pizza Pals. That Diddy. Two Guys Brothers Pizza. We got that. They order now. We got Frank's. I mean, deliver. We got Pizza Pals. Like, we've got. They all, del- Pizza Pals delivers? Yes. They deliver here? I don't know. They go a certain radius. I'm a call. I'm telling you, man, like, almost every place in my town delivers. But that, that They new, just opened another one that delivers. That new place, uh, I called them up and they're like, yeah, we don't we don't deliver that far out. And I'm like. Dude, I'm like five minutes from where you get off the highway. And he's like, all right. Mm. So they sent the guy out here once, and then the next four times I ordered, they were like, yeah, no problem. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. We also have Chinese delivery. We have two, See, or, we three. We have two or three Chinese delivery, too. We yeah. got so many delivery down there. Yeah, we got we have nothing here. Yeah. Literally so, have nothing. I mean, technically, you can also get McDonald's delivered if you want to use Grubhub. but No, they don't do it here. They do it well. This one doesn't. We can get McDonald's and Taco Bell. No. And uh, we just, like pretty much everything. And there's a sign out there that says Grubhub. On oh, the, and on they the don't accept front, it? But when you go and look at it, it doesn't show up. It shows, but it doesn't show when. Yeah. Oh, I got to bleep that out. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, like we have shit out here for nothing. I know that. I grew up here. We never had anything. So once that place, it was there, weird going to a town that all of a sudden had delivery everywhere. You know. So once that place opened up, man, I've, I've it's it's okay for delivery. It's not great. Yeah. It kind of reminds me. Which of like, one is that? It's like two guys. Yeah, or I just got a thing in my mailbox. That's what that. we got. That's why I called them. Oh, North End Two Guys or whatever. Yeah. And I was um, curious. How was it? It's okay. It, 
for delivery, it's fine. Yeah, okay. like well, it's like I wouldn't. I would. You have be- to weigh out, right? So like delivery, you got to weigh out um, the quality to the to the convenience of delivery. Yeah, I wouldn't be like, yo, let's go there to eat. Like that place is good. Yeah, yeah, but, but for I'm delivery, like, I'm fucking nine beers deep. Domino's is like that. You know, like I'm not gonna go out yeah. of my way to go to Domino's, but like I'm Dude. like, listen, I can get two large pizzas for like eight bucks or whatever. Like, yes, yeah, you know, a cheesy um, bread too. I had. Papa John's when we were just down in North Carolina for the first time. My my, cousin, I've had it once. My yeah. cousin's like, "Yo, you guys got to get this," and I'm yeah. like, "The only thing I know about Papa John's is he got in trouble for saying the n word on TV." He did, yeah, he did. Yeah. Other than that, I know nothing about Papa John's. Yep. She ordered me a pizza. She ordered this little like calzone type of thing. Like yep. it was like a giant hot pocket. Yeah. She ordered like a brownie, which I didn't eat because I don't like chocolate. And then she ordered something else. And I was like, this is the best fast food pizza ever. I had it years ago, and yes, so good. it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fast food pizza-wise, it's good. It's really good. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, we don't have that shit here. We don't. Dude, I'm telling we you. We barely have Little Caesars, so. Yeah, I know. Uh, and their app doesn't even work. Yeah. Um, but no, like, when you're down there, like, we were out. We, you know, we're, we're hitting up breweries. We went to a couple of breweries all day long because they live literally right downtown by the college. So it's like yeah. there's shit everywhere. It's one thirty in the morning and I'm like, yo, is there like a gas station? Run down, grab some snacks or something. He's like, what do you want? I, was like, I don't know, like a Cumbies or something. And he's like, what's a Cumbies? Oh, <laughs> right. And I'm like, like Cumberland Farms. And he was like. What, 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 what are you talking about? And I said, like, weird, I like, like a gas station, like a super Cumbies. Mm. And he's like. The fuck is a super cum- like, like a Wawa probably. They right? probably have Wawa so, down there. Well, they do. Like, mm. well, they don't have Wawa like in their area. Yeah, but that's what they have down there. They got Wawa mm-hmm. stations, yeah. and I'm like, I don't know, man. It's like a giant gas station, and they have a menu, and you can order food. They have an alfresco dining outside. You can and sit down goes, under an umbrella and eat some food. He's like, you want Domino's or something? I'm like, it's one thirty in the morning. Oh shit, man! They had it, and he was like. Do you want Domino's? Oh, and I man. said it's one thirty in the morning, and he said, "What do you want on your pizza?" One thirty. It was one thirty exactly and in the morning. It. it was at his door at ten to two. Yeah, we don't have that delivery. Fuck man, we don't have that. Yeah, and I was like, this "We're is... pretty much shit out of luck by 11. I was like, "This is where I want to die." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's areas in this state where maybe you could do that. Certainly not where we are. Oh, hell no. All right. Well, enough uh, fast food pizza talk. That was a (laughs) Halloween episode. We will. uh, That was. We're going to discuss what the next episode will be, and we'll let you guys know. Yeah. Anything else? No. It's a good episode. All right. We are out.